Production. Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Today is June the 4th, I believe, 2016. Um, welcome all here. Um, be mindful. We you know um, if you talk, you know, let someone else talk as well, you know, and you ask questions, that's fine. Um, I'll try to answer as many as I can. Um, I'll try to work with you. Um, just want to say once again, welcome, and hopefully we get some help here tonight. Can um, can you guys hear me? Yep. Great. Eric, I can hear you. Great, great, great. Well, I'm, I'm going to start, I guess, talking about... Um, because I hear a lot of that uh, when you go at the court, being it made, it's their court, not yours. Um, and you realize also that it's not your case, it's their case. And when you have a case, or they have a case, for example, Paul mentioned this many times, if I was taking a trip, um, Let's say I was going to Germany. He was coming along with me. Um, and you pack your suitcase. I'm going to pack mine. And I just happened to look at your suitcase. Oh, you got black socks. You can't bring any black socks. You know, why are you bringing black socks? Or I might ask you, why are you wearing a red suit? Why don't you wear a black suit? I mean, I have it's not my business what you carry in your suitcase. And I'm I'm not here to tell you take this out, put this in, you know, because I'm I'm actually stepping over in your rights. I'm bothering you. So that's wrong, you know, and it's your suitcase, anything in your case suitcase, you could change, you could put in, you could do it as you wish. And so when we get at their court, it's their case. Yeah, they're trying to bring it against you. Um, as the person, if you will, um, and they, you know, a lot of times they change the rules, change the statutes, change the codes. That's fine. You know, um, they can do that. It's their case. They can, you know, do their case as they wish. But the most importantly, let's say if you have a, if they bring their case on June the twentieth, you need to bring your court your case, and you can do it on both on the same day, simultaneously, so to speak. Run your case, they run in their case. Basically, you bring in your court, they bring in their court to a public building. You have to look at it as that. It's a public building. And just like, for example, if it's a building that they hold Catholic service in, then let's say they do that for four hours. For the first four hours, they're having a Catholic service. And then they close out their service, everybody go home. And then the next service, they have a Muslim service. So they're going to a mosque. But they're all doing that that public building. So if the court is just a public building, you could bring your court, they bring their court, and they've been bringing their court for years. And they know how to utilize it, use it very well. Um, we're just catching up, if you will. We, a lot of us being has been awakened and we're catching up, and we are learning. As you know, sometimes I can speak for myself. I have to learn as I go, 
you know, and I was doing a lot of the ease, if you will, process many times. Sometimes it worked. I went a little bit, but it never really finished the job for me. And even before I met Carl, before I knew about Carl, um, I there's too many, okay? I started out knowing something was wrong. I don't know if you hear the group is called the Moors, M-O-O-R-S. My only purpose was there to get the information about the legal ease process, how it works, what's going on, and I used it, you know. I was helping someone many times with their case. It wasn't my case. I was just helping friends, and, you know, and I was learning as I go. And it was hard to understand. I, I, didn't, I didn't know all what to do, what not to do, what to say, what not to say. But as I kept coming, I kept learning this process, this statute, this code, this what they can't do. All they violating the Constitution. All they doing this. And I began to see a little bit, but it was not finishing the job for me. Um, and I was a lot of times I was confused. And I had gotten some information. I tried it at the court. I mean, I talked back to the judge. I would tell him. I remember one time I had a copy of the fellow I was helping. I was his dual power attorney, and I was helping him. Um, he had a couple of charges on him, drunk in public, some other charges. And I was trying to help him with that. And so I was writing all the paperwork because he was actually locked up. So I was writing all the paperwork. I was, uh, I remember a process they told me to do was take his birth certificate. Um, I took his birth certificate and I wrote, I, I guess a lot of us know that if you die, you can choose a Zacata, an administrator of your estate. When we're talking about your estate, we're talking about every, it's, it's pretty much the same as property. And so, I was fully, in, you know, in charge of his whole estate. And so when I got at the court, I went up to the front because they were tricking me all along, and I learned this. I'm like, okay, this is what they was doing. This okay, I did this wrong. And anyways, I get up in the front, and I was angry that day. I said, I told the judge, this is for you, and the DA, this is for you. And I said, I want to see proof that this DA could administrate this estate. And the judge was looking over the paperwork. Actually, Bella took it out of my hand and handed it to the man acting as judge. And he was reading it. He said, oh, his birth certificate, is he dead? I said, no, you have a copy of his live birthday. And that moment, a lot of things changed. I saw a difference in the court. I saw the judge. He got me. said, I'm going to take a recess. He left the court. And they told me this will happen. He will leave three times. And... Truthfully, I didn't know what else to do. And so I just sat down, I waited, and the judge came back, and he called a couple of other cases. Then he took another recess and left again. I wasn't saying nothing. I didn't challenge. I was just sitting there. And and this happened three times. And and I got, you know, when I got back with the Morris group, I told them my story. They said, well, why you didn't challenge them? Is anyone been damaged? Is you know anyone been injured? You know, you should have, you know, and I didn't know to do that. As I said, I was running as I go, and then I was in the federal court at one point because now they was trying to deport him. 
and I learned a little bit more. And so I got up in that court, and I said pretty much the same thing. I want to see proof that this uh, district attorney, he can administrate this estate. And the judge got really angry at me. He pointed at me. He said, get out of my courtroom. And I said, no, I'm the chief administrator here. And next thing I know, the security was coming. They were trying to get me out. And I said, I realize all here is public service. I give you no permission to contact me. So they took their hands off me. I said, I'm going to sue you. I could walk on my own. And basically, I left the court. You know, I never got arrested. Thank God for that. And I know today I did a lot of wrong things. I mean, you know, I could have been arrested. A lot of things could have happened to the place. But uh, speaking of, as I said, I did a lot of things. I have a lot of experience in that um, somewhat. I still don't understand it to this day. Um, so... I, from another friend, I'll just say how I met Carl. I said it many times, but uh, just for the people who perhaps has not heard. Um, so, anyways, I was still, I, I started listening to Roddale Class. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, I listened to James McBride. I listened to many others. And what James McBride helped me was um, if the judge says um, they're going to hold me in contempt, um, I'll say, forgive me. I don't mean to be contemptuous, you know, something like that. Well, just forgive me. That's that's sufficient. And I know that today. But at the time, I didn't know. So um, anyway, so many times I have uh, tried this process. It has, I can truly say it has not finished the job for me. And I remember I had another court date coming up trying to help this fellow and. I was so confused. I was almost crying. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what to do. And I was, I started praying. I said, you know, Lord, you know, God, I was praying. I said, let me hear somebody that can break this down in words that I can actually understand what's going on. And, <laughs> okay. Awesome. And, and then what happened was next, I was listening to one of the Moors group, and he had, he was playing Dean Clifford. And when I listened to Dean Clifford, I began to understand better, the truth be told, a little bit. You know, I was like, okay, this is what I went wrong. This is what I was doing. And I tried some of the stuff. Once again, it never completed the job for me. And I wanted more. I wanted to understand more. I wanted to know why, what's going on. And I remember a friend of mine, her name is Jackie. She called me and said, Apollo, you know, you should listen to this guy. He was on Angela's show. His name is Carl Lenz. He said he believed in God. You know, he cursed sometimes, but really he believed in God. He got his children back full of He said, when you listen to Carl Lenz, you're going to be happy. You're going to be jumping up and down. You're going to, it, it's so wonderful, you know, what he's doing. And I said, okay, I'll listen to Jackie, you know. And then I hung up the phone with her. And that day I was perhaps cleaning the house, doing other things. But somehow I couldn't shake this. It's like I had to listen to him. But I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to listen. I listen to this one, Rock Band Press. I, listen to, I was thinking, you know, a child will listen to all these, and I don't get any true answers what to really do. But somehow I couldn't shake this. And I said, okay, 
I'm talking back to myself on the sit down and I'm a listen. And how I did, kind of got on the computer, put it on, started listening. And halfway through, he was in, uh, I believe he was in uh, England at this time. He was talking about uh, Valley Case, I believe. And I was was, uh, listening, and halfway through, certainly I was overwhelmed. I was happy. And how I could say I felt it's like when truth rings clear, you hear it. It speaks to your heart. It speaks to your mind. It's like you know. I didn't know the whole process he was doing. But I knew it was the truth. I knew it was correct what to do. I could feel it. And the only uh, best other way I perhaps could describe it is like I'm a woman, basically. And some of you guys are men, all right? So if you meet a woman, you know, you don't have to think you know she loves you. You know you love her. It's like you just feel it. And so I, I you know, because that's true. That's something that's true that's happening. And, you know, and when I heard callers, that was true for me. The uh, what's the process he was doing. And I called Jackie. She didn't answer the phone right away, but I called her back. And I said, I got to meet this guy. I got to see who this is. I mean, wow. I mean, the information he's sharing. And she said, well, Cole, I don't know if you could meet him. Cole is a farmer. Um, he, um, I don't know if he actually sees people, meet with people, uh, to help them with their case. I don't know, Cole. So, Anyways, I got back on the computer, and finally I I found calls, information, um, and I actually called him. I uh, went on his website, and I uh, called call up, you know, and I got to talk to him. Um, Then I found out he was from New York. I was from New York school, and I told him about my issue. I was doing sort of like a foreclosure thing at the time and trying to save my the house I was in, and uh, I met with him. I took two other ladies went with me. I met with Carl, and I'll say he'd be getting heated. He said, "If you guys listen to my stuff," I said, "Well, I have um, some of them hadn't, but very little if they did, because they wouldn't know what he was doing exactly." So he, what he started out doing, he started telling stories, and through his storytelling. I got the gist of it. I was certainly, I was jumping, I was happy, I was screwed. I was like, wow, you could do that? This could have, oh, my. Yeah, I was like, wow. But the ladies, what was they, they didn't get it. And they was kind of getting a bit angry with me because they wanted to ask more questions. And I was, so I just got up from the table. I left and walked outside. I was really overwhelmed because I really understood right away. I got it. I, once again, I didn't know the whole process, but I got the gist of it. And, Ever since I've been, you know, listening to call and doing stuff on my own, I've got some successes. Some I'm still working on, and I'm learning. So um, I've been rambling for a bit. I want to give someone an opportunity to speak. If you have a question or a comment at this time, um, anyone? Hello. Well, I'm here, and I've been listening to you. Uh, <laughs> that's all very yes. spot on. Sounds very familiar to me. Go through a couple people sounds kind of all right, but then you pretty much seems like everybody gets to gets to Carl and starts hearing about Carl stuff. It's like, oh well, this kind of this really resonates. I get it. I really mm-hmm. get it. Talking about stuff that I I deeply really understand to use that word. And okay. I found a, a couple of the people that were 
that were like that. Um, actually found another another guy, another man, um, through my studies and went through uh, finding the, the Moors um, and, and things like of that nature on through YouTube and, and things. Cause honestly, I don't, don't live in a place that is very uh, culturally diverse, so um, I'm coming out of a out of a cave here. <laughs> um, and after two years of knowing about Carl Stahl, I found about um, I don't know if you've heard his name, but uh, Infundishi Jehutimas. Oh, heard that name. What was the name really, of the whole? Really wise, wise, wise man. Infundishi uh, Jehutimas. I'm not familiar with that man you just mentioned. I'm not at all. So, but anyway, go ahead. Hello? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, great. So, anyways, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to just say this. A lawless, when you at the court, well, or whether you holding your court, but I'm going to stick with at the court because a lot of times we're dealing at their court, not so much in our court. Um, I'll just say, and only God can give this to you, um, Carl has awakened me, I'm sure a lot of us, but a lot of this is in you already. For example, if you saw uh, a lady fall down, old woman. You go to right your instinct kicking, you jump you just try to help her. It's there. No one taught you that. That's like the uh common law. It's not written. It don't need to be. It's just what the customs what you do in life. And when they said common law, it just means I believe the law that is common to men. What is common to you? You know, a lot of times it's common, you know, you shouldn't steal, you shouldn't lie, you should treat your neighbor as you wish to be treated, you know. All this is common knowledge. We know these things. And and it's just the Lord. What's the Lord is common. And a lot of I you know, I truly believe in the Holy Bible and I follow a lot in that Bible. Um and a lot of these laws we speak of is there already. You know, and and that's what I do. Okay. And I say you <clears throat> must pray. In order to get this you have to have God in your life. I'm very much convinced of that. And this is my belief. This is what I'm saying. And you have to be in honor. And the only one to keep you in honor is God. I mean, I can't keep myself in honor. I pray to ask God to help me. And so far, God's been helping me do so. Um, and you got to come with boldness. If you're telling the truth, if it is truth, and you come, you know, I'm not saying come angry, come trying to fight. Yes, you fight, but with your pen, your pen and paper. Not so much her physical. I'm going to tell them, <clears throat> I know they did me wrong. I know they're doing wrong. I'm going to get them back. They're not getting away with this. Who they think they is? Yes, they're your public servant, all of them, the judge, the officers, the, um, you know, even President Obama. He tells you, they're your public servants, true enough. But if you got one servant, just think about this. If you got a servant to come clean your house, which you be, you better clean my house and it better be spotless. When I come back to you, you talk to your servant that way. Just think that them your servant. You don't talk that way to them. It's wrong. All right? 
And so you you come in court, just you don't have to raise your voice, but be study. You know, like when I was there, I was there a couple of weeks ago helping someone else, and the judge told me to sit down. And I just said, is that an order? Exactly how my tone, but I let him know I wasn't playing. I mean, your body language, you can see I'm being stern. I'm being true. I'm just telling him, you know, I'm being a woman. You know how I act. You know, it's like if you were talking to your son or daughter. Yep. You know, you tell him, okay, don't jump on the, don't jump off the chair again. You might get hurt. You say it the first time. Then you look away. He's doing it again. You turn back around. Didn't I tell you don't jump off that chair? See, my voice, my manner, my voice, it didn't change the, the depth like it's too high or too low, but you can hear the seriousness in it. I'll say that. And then he will know. Or if you gave him your son a certain look, he will know. So when you're at the court, they all watch you. I've seen this. I was with my friend Shay, and they were saying this, oh, you know, you can get locked up. You can serve this much time. And he's reading off the paper. We're just sitting there. I'm, like, ignoring him. And every now and then I would see him look up and look at us, and he turned back away. But nothing changed. It's sort of like holding a poker face. You know, if you play card poker, he don't know what I'm doing. And, and that's it. He don't need to know. But you need to be prepared for yourself. You need to know what they can do, what they cannot do, what you need. And say, yeah, it's like we talk about stashes and cold. Yeah, I might, I might be guilty of... Uh, not on Bay and Lawler Station Code. Who cares? But well, what have I done wrong? That's the real question here. What have I done wrong? There are men and women that come forth to say I've done wrong. There you go. That's the answer. No one come forth and said I did wrong. And for example, um, I'm sure a lot of us not in Virginia, but you got the main, I'll say, highway where the cars are going at least 50, 60 miles an hour. It's almost impossible to cross that street without getting hurt, something like that, let's just say. Um, okay, so let's say I walk across a busy street like that, the car's going 50, 80 miles a gallon on both sides, both directions. When I walk right across the street, no one got in an accident, no one hit me, I didn't hit anyone, and no injury or harm was done. They continue to move on as they are. And I made it cross. Now, I have not done nothing wrong. It was dumb. It was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. You know, I could have was hurt. But I didn't got injured. I didn't injure nobody. I didn't cause nobody injured. There was no damage. So what, what have I done wrong? And so it's like when they also, they try to charge you with drunk in public. Okay. Well, when you have a right, <laughs> you know, you sit for ma'am, and I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with that, to remain silent. When you say remain silent, and they even told you, anything you say, anything you do will and can be used against you. So they tell me, put my hands behind my back. I ain't doing nothing. I'm going to just stand still. They can do it. I didn't do it. I don't have to do nothing. You, you, and how they prove that you're drunk, they try to prove their case fine. They have you walk a straight line, breathe in this, do all that. Why are you participating? Huh? Why are you... Helping him build a case against you. Really? You know, you got to think about these things. Oh, you know, his burden of proof is going to prove you drunk. If I even smell like liquor, somebody could have threw a beer on me. Somebody, anything could happen. What proof he have that I'm drunk? Oh, I'm slurring my words. Oh, I'm walking slow. 
I can't walk, so what? And I might be sleeping. I might even have sleep for 10 hours. I might be sleeping. Who knows? And also, it's many. So the whole point of the matter is he has to prove, or she, whoever the woman or man coming against you that is bringing the case against you. Great. You show up. They say, oh, you know, you violate this code, you did this, you was drunk in public, you know, oh, we're going to lock you in here, or you are? Lock who? I'm a, I'm a woman. What, what wrong with her? But you know you have to put your, this is important, people, put your paperwork in first. Meaning, put, you know, your notices in, notice that I'm a man, I'm a woman, I require another man or woman to come forth with their, their verifiable claim to say I do wrong. You know, then you can put another notice in. Um, I, you know, no man, you say, oh, I require a man or woman not trespass upon I or my property. You know, there's many notices you can write. And already that's in the court. So when you go there, you're at their court, and, you know, you can say, if it's a man or if it's a woman judge, instead of man acting like judge, say, well, I'm a, I'll, in my case, I'll say, I'm a woman, you're a man, um, have you got my notices? My proper answer is before this court. Why am I here? This is example. If I come and grab you off the street, I'm going to say, oh, I'm taking you to jail. Most likely, you're going to ask me, what? Why are you doing this? For what? Who are you? What have I done wrong? You're going to be asking that, aren't you? Great. It's the same way in court. What is the difference? He's a man. He's trying to say you did wrong. Good. So prove it. Why am I here? I'm not aware I've done anything wrong. You aware I've done wrong? Great. If you aware I've done something wrong, you're making the claim that I've done something wrong, sign it. Sign the state. And if it goes for the debt, you said I owe a debt? Great. I re- you said I'm owe a debt? Fine. You the man and woman coming forth and saying I owe this debt? Great. Sign it. Because I'm going to hold you liable. When they all come out true that I don't own it and I've been paying, I've been um, did this, you, and you're going to be held liable. So you think the judge going to he want to be held liable? You think the DA want to be held liable? Really? So it's this for in call teachers. It's all this stuff. It's just a call already said it so many times. Does said it. I'm sure Mike said it. Many of us, Alan, the town, many of us. It's already here, but. You have to get to just a minute. Because see, what's happening here is the same way most of the world, I'll say, I'm not saying everybody in this world, but a lot of men and women in this world, they like say, we do Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus is real. They buying stuff, they're feeding it to, that's real. Santa Claus is not real. Most of us know that. But you're feeding it to that character that it is real. And so it's the same. When you're at the court, you're feeding in the character. They just bring in their court as you could bring yours. It's like I could bring my church. You know, they bring their church service. I bring mine. But that's all it is. They can bring theirs. At the end of the day, they have to prove it. The burden of proof is on them, not you. Why are you trying to prove that, prove that I didn't do this or I did this or I said this? Why, why are you doing that? It's simply... You know, you can write your notes, ask one question at a time. And it's when we say private, I believe, when you're doing something in the private, like somebody, I'm going to just pick something, like uh, somebody, a bill collector, come to my door. Okay, I owe a bill, whatever. Right. 
And so, you know, let's say they came to my door and said, uh, I don't know, that um, the home association that I didn't paint my fence, too much trash in my yard. Great. So that man and woman who came, you know, he used to, uh, came to my door, came and bothered with me. Great. I'm going to get his name. Or if they send me a letter, great. Give me a ticket, whatever. I'm going to get his name and I'm going to ask him a question. I'm just going to say, you trespass upon I and myself, and you know I, re- you know I require you bring a verified claim. I do wrong, something like that. You know, first I'm gonna ask him, are you the man or woman? If he's the man, that you know I'm willing to settle this matter. Are you the man or woman? Um, you know, um, who's in charge to settle this matter? Whatever, something like that. And that would be my first letter. And the reason we write letters and try to I need to show proof that I, I can talk all day, get on the phone, email. I could do so many things uh, to try to prove I was trying to fix this problem. But a letter is better. He's, he's talking with me. I'm talking back with him because you notice when they foreclose on you, they send you a letter in the mail. Then they send you another one. They send you two or three letters. So that's all we are doing. They are creating their record, and they do it so well, even though it's false, it's fraud. But they create this record that I've been trying to get, you know, uh, this man and woman to pay this mortgage or whatever you bill, credit card, I don't care. And you ignore them. You don't answer them, and they send you another letter. And you don't answer, you're saying you're still another. Well, then they send you a copy of the summons that you could appear in court. And you have that time you had to rebut this issue. But what happened? Why you didn't try to rebut it or answer what they've been sending you all along? So I'm going to do the same thing. I want to create my record. I want to create that. I'm trying to uh, settle this matter. I want to be an honor. I want to fix this problem. I don't want to owe anyone. So I want to fix it. So I'm, you know, I'm going to start writing letters. And then that's what I was doing. So pretty much in my um, the foreclosure case on myself that they was doing. And after a while, I just kept, I told them, they sent me this big notice from the court, all these special calls. I just simply told them I don't answer that stuff. I don't answer no complaints. I only answer a claim from a man or woman, a verifiable claim. So I may verify said claim be true. I got to look at it, see, is this true? So those are the type of things I did. And, um, you know, and it's about how you act. You know, if you went to church, how would you act? If you went to a party, how would you act? You know, you visit one of your friends, how would you act? You have to know how to act. I mean, that's the way you act. I still, you know, a lot of times we act like everything other than what we were created to be, a man or woman. So that's important. It's like me, myself, when I go on public, I dress a certain way. I carry myself away. My manner is a certain way. Not that I'm faking. I'm very, I just do it all the time. It's in me. It's a part of me. It's just happening. You know, I don't have to practice, oh, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to write it on paper. Okay, I better not say that word. But no, it's in me already. It's like when I go in the public, this is what I do. When I'm home, I, I just relax. You know, I do something different a bit. But most of it, I try to be an honor at everything. And I pray and ask God to help me to do so, you know. So, 
Anyway, I've been rambling once again. <laughs> if anybody want to have a question once again or want to speak at this time, you may do so. Hello, Aquila. Hello. How are you? I'm well. I was listening to your analogy about um, standing and saying as a man or woman here to bring forth a claim. I'm here to answer a claim. I had done I had done that in my second hearing, and the uh, man who's acting as a justice of the peace. uh, worked around that by saying uh, I don't know, he doesn't understand the word claim but if you if you mean a complaint there is a, a certified claim complaint here before us and we will prosecute you today on that complaint so <clears throat> I, I know what you're saying about a claim however what does one do when the uh, the judge the man or woman acting as a judge um, work around that statement of a claim. Okay, so you're saying that you got a letter, if I'm correct, hearing this correct, you have a letter from, or a summons or order from the judge, may act in that judge? It was a summons uh-huh. to appear in court. Oh, to appear at their court. Yes, to appear at their court. And on oh, on the date of appearance, I handed in a a, a written notice saying uh, which read, um, "Is there a verified claim before this court? Will a man or woman come forth at this time to verify this claim?" Um, and when that was handed in, the judge read the first part. When he read the word "claim," you could tell that he had a hard time with that. He automatically changed it to a complaint. And um, he said, if you mean a complaint, then uh, we have a a certified complaint here and we will proceed with the prosecution today. And what did you say? Uh, Again, talking in court, which is a big no-no. I should have wrote it down. But I did say, uh, paraphrasing because I I, I don't have the transcripts in front of me, I mean, a claim, sir, There's a, a claim is different than a complaint. And he says, well, I don't know what you mean by a claim, but if you mean a complaint, there definitely is a complaint here today. Okay. In, in my case, I would say, <laughs> you're a man, I'm a man. My proper answer is before this court. And why am I here? Simple. That's it. If I grab you off the street one day, I'm going to take you to jail. I'm just, I think you should go to jail. You're going to ask me, why? Well, what? What have I done wrong? You know, so basically that's what I would have done, you know, my proper answer before the court. I mean, since you wrote that piece of paper, you had it to him. Yeah, he have it. So what else I need to say? He could talk about a claim. I don't understand what she said. He could talk about Mickey Mouse. He could talk about Santa Claus. I don't care what he told. My proper answer is before this court. The man and woman are going to come forth and say, I do wrong. Why am I here? Why am I here? And he said, well, we're going to change this. See, you, you said once. See, a lot of times we write notes and say, I don't understand legalese. I'm not of the legalese society. I don't have a bar car. I don't speak legalese. I don't understand it. We say all of that, which is great. 
But when they ask the question, why you answer? Since you don't understand what they're saying, if they were saying that in Spanish or Germany, would you have answered him? If he said whatever he said to you in German or Spanish, that they only deal with complaints, he's absolutely right. He don't deal with a claim. Hey, Dave. Could he? Dave, tell her what you did last time at court. Tell the whole story. <laughs> well, I think but I know some of it already. Tell her, tell her the story. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! The last time, then that was that was at a hearing. Then you then you get a, a summons to appear, which which makes forces you to show up in their court because of the threat. If you don't, what happens? So I showed up for the trial date, and uh, at the trial date, the uh, or at the hearing. Sorry, this was a hearing date. Um, I was advised that you can't understand, just like Aquila said, they're speaking a different language, and you can't hear them. You can't understand what they're saying. So I thought, my gosh, how am I going to not hear what they say? It's 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 a, a bad habit that, that uh, people hear and react to what they hear. And I was having some issues with my, my ears, so I had put earplugs in. And... Um, Industrial earplugs. Industrial earplugs, yeah. I couldn't hear anything. Um, apparently they had called for the name and nothing happened. Everybody was staring at me. So then I, I stood up and I walked up to the front and I said, did the court get my notice? And I had my notice written out. To, uh, Al had helped me out with a, an appearance notice to try and get around that uh, being summonsed and, and not appearing as a defendant. <clears throat> And uh, nobody answered. They were just looking at me. So I walked over to the prosecutor's table, Jennifer's table, and handed Jennifer a copy of the uh, the notice. And then I handed one up in the ear to show it to the to the ju Jack, the Justice of the Peace, uh, acting as justice. And uh, he just shook his head. So I looked over at the the bailiff beside me there, and I handed it to to the bailiff. I didn't catch his name. The man, and um, he pulled his hands back like it was a fire hot brick, or you were going to stick him with a hot poker. And he just kept shaking his head. He was speaking, but but I couldn't hear what he was saying. I literally couldn't hear what he was saying. Okay. So well, uh, <clears throat> we went well, through all know. those motions. A couple seconds later, both bailiffs grabbed me. They yanked me out of the courtroom. There was about 35 people in the room waiting to go through their their procedures. And the mm -hmm. one bailiff kept me out in the hallway. I wrote on the paper, I, I don't understand what you're saying. I can't hear you. Please put everything in writing. And I held it up and I showed it to him, and he wouldn't answer, he wouldn't answer me. Shortly after, uh, Jennifer, the acting as prosecutor, she came out, and she's starting babbling at me, but again, I couldn't hear anything. And I held up the piece of paper, which, said, which read, um, I don't understand you. I can't hear you. Please put everything in writing. And she just shook her head. I handed her again the notice. She just pulled her hands back, wouldn't take the notice. They went back in the courtroom. Oh, I guess it was maybe 45 minutes or so before everybody had, the rest of the people, had, or most of those people had gone through. And then uh, they invited, they told, told me to come back in. Uh, when I came in, they had given me a set of earphones to put on. They brought them up and they put them on the table, and I'm looking at them like, uh, what do you want with this? And the guy was showing me to put them on my head, and then he lifted them up and put them on my ears. 
and I put them there, but again, I still couldn't hear anything even with those earphones. Mm. So again, okay. I said, did the court get my notice? And n- nobody answered, nothing, there was nothing said. The, the Jennifer did write down on a piece of paper, see you June the 6th, and handed it to me. <laughs> and shortly after that, they left. Okay. Well, I would have did a bit different, but similar, but some things I would have done different. I mean, I feel you don't have to go through those screens, putting earplugs in your ear, doing all Look, I'm a woman. I ain't going through all those changes. You have a claim against me? Fine, let's deal. You don't, keep it moving. There you go. That's all. That's how it is with me. I ain't got the yeah, time but, for that. But again, I was, but, I was I was afraid to speak in court because uh, I remember on one of Carl's shoes, he talked about that guy who threw a rock through the window of a bank or something, and Carl got him, uh, wrote some paperwork to get him off from that liability. But when the judge said to him, what are you looking at? And the guy goes, what? Then the judge gave him contempt of court for so many days. This is a problem. When you're you're in there, when you're in court like that, you have absolutely, well, virtually no control of what they do to you. You do. Obviously, you do. You just don't. First of all, see, that's your belief. You go on there to believe it that that Santa Claus is really, he can do whatever he wants. That's my experience. That is... That's the issue here. I believe and I should not be there in the first place. Well, you're there already, right? It's an honor to appear. Somebody invites you, it's okay to appear. There's no no, no harm in that. But as moving along, you can't go, well, see, you already, I believe, got in your manifest that Santa Claus is real. They can do whatever they wish. And, you know, I can't get away. If I did it, then obviously they'll do this to me. They'll do that. No, 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 you misunderstand me. When I say they can do as they can do whatever they want, they can do whatever they want, but that's not necessarily what I agree with or I understand it or I believe in it or anything like that. It's just like somebody can put on a, a an orange-colored uh, uh, toga and go in the mountain and pray and shave their head and do all that kind of stuff. They can do whatever they want, but it doesn't necessarily mean I agree with it or I'm part of it. The only well, trouble is... The only trouble is if that guy with the with the orange toga on or or red toga on, and he comes to you with uh, guns and a bunch of people uh, with the force, then that that's the issue. Take the force out of that equation. Well, but there's things you could do. That's just what I'm trying to say. You know, imagine. Okay, let's do this. Imagine the judge, the DA, all of them is children. They're all seven years old. And they're holding their court. Imagine they was holding their court the same way against you just right now. What would you have done then? Yeah. You think you would have done anything different? Let's say they're all seven years. The judge is a seven-year-old uh, little boy. And and then uh, there's the, that little woman. She's a seven-year-old woman. I mean, little girl, okay? Mm-hmm. And they all come in the court. You know, same thing, same process, what you would have done. Now, talk, talk me through what, what you think you would have done. And they're all children. Just all, keep that in mind. Children. What would you do? What would you do? Well, if if, if they got out of, out of hand, you'd reprimand them. Yeah, like the children have guns, but it's toy guns, that's you say. But they same thing, same setup, same scenario. What would you do? 
Well, if the, if the little seven-year-old boy dressed in a bailiff's outfit came over and, and grabbed me by the arm and, and twisted my arm and bruised it and, and screwed up the tendon, uh, I don't know. What what would you do to it? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You sure you know. <laughs> it's a joke. If what it was up to me, it, it was up always, to me. First of all, just look at it in that manner. Let's say they all were children, and they was coming to process me, you know, do this to me. You know, what would I do? First of all, I already know they're my public servants. That I know, okay? And there are some things they can do and cannot do. As I said to you, I would have said, I came into court, I would have had my paperwork, you, you know, I'm a man, you're a man. Um, have, you know, I, I will only answer in written form. I will handle my paperwork. Why am I here? What man and woman say I do wrong? I would handle my paperwork. And now they say, oh, we don't answer complaints. I mean, we, we don't answer. What is a claim? My proper answer is before this court. I'm not going to answer any of the questions. I'm not going to have a conversation with them. That's not what I'm there for. I only came to see who was making a claim I do wrong. That's all the reason I came to see. Nothing more. Well, uh, let me do I don't care what I, they say. I want to throw a monkey wrench at you. Well, not later. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Hey. Go for so, it. So what if I what if I own a corporation, and what if the head office of my corporation, or what if I do multiple businesses out of my home as well as have it as my head corporation? And a man comes in in his uniform and claims I'm operating as a corporate entity, and I'm trying to get it across to people I wasn't. And so as a corporation, as a corporate body, yeah, of course the code supply, right? Because I do act that way when I act as that corporate body. But how do you get your point across that you you were not acting as that corporate body at that time? Well, okay. Well, say they believe I was. Great. But he said that once again, I've been saying this so much, the burden of proof is to prove that you was. That's why I ain't going to prove nothing. I don't have to. Okay? I just want to know what man or woman could come forth to say I did something wrong. Okay, I'm gonna put my notices in already, all right, and I'm gonna put that, you know, um, you know, I also will put my order in, you know, I will do all my homework. The first beginning, first I'll start writing to this man who actually wrote me the ticket, said that I did something. I'll be having, doubt, you know, conversation as far as with my letter writing to him, and yeah. when it gets to the court, when it's at the, their court, now they summons me to visit, come and see. Same thing. Nothing has changed here. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. Officer Dickwad, and I just swore in as Officer Dickwad, and I and I'm saying that I'm convinced that you did operate. Now what? Well, I'm I'm glad. I'm not going to stop you from believing what you believe. You said I did. Great. Prove it. Sign here that I did. Put your signature on this piece of paper that I did, because I'm a whole every man and woman liable. At the end of the day, go for it. Let the judge sign it too. He want to sign it. He'll be liable as well. DA want to sign it? Good. You'll be liable as well. Go ahead. Sign it. Do as you wish. Go for it. Now what you got to say? That's my point. You know, they're going to come at you to intimidate you. They, you know, I've been in courts. They, when I told you what I did, what I did, and I didn't even know call stuff, um, they had three about two, uh, the bellows came and putting their hands on me, okay? I'm not scared of them. I mean, maybe that's something... I don't know. You, 
You know, if I feel I'm correct, I'm doing what's right, I mean, I'm not scared. Why should I be scared of you? Who are you? Yeah, you can get a gun and shoot me. Yeah, you might, you know, man, yeah, you might beat me up. But, hey, I'm not going to go down without fighting. I'm not going to take that. I'm a woman. I ain't got time for that. All right? Maybe it's about my attitude, whatever. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to harm and hurt you, but I'm going to let you know I'm not going to stand for that, whatever you're trying to do to me. And nor do I have to. What law say I have to? Who are you? And that's my attitude. I mean, that's the way I feel. Once I know who the judge is, he's just a witness of what happened. Look at Judge Judy. She, you write on your paper, okay, this was happening. Other people start write on their paper, this happened. Now you get in court. She asks you to explain your story. Tell it again. And what she finds a lot of times, what you roll on that paper, you saying something different. She said, but you're rolling your paperwork this. You're changing your story. What, what's up with that about? Now who's going to believe you? If you're changing your story here, why would I believe you? Let's take it a little farther. Let's say a lot of us seen America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. Great. You have three You have three judges up there. What are those three? I'm glad you brought that up, Claude. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point, okay, okay so I want to stay on top of you. You can ask me. Now you got the American Idol, British Got Talent, who knows? Great. You got three judges up there. All right, you say, I say, you know what? I can sing. I know I can sing. I got this. So I'm going to get up there. I'm going to perform. I'm going to sing. Only that judge going to say to me, yeah, you sing great. I feel you're ready for Hollywood. This one, yeah, not so good. You can do the work, but I believe you can make it. Only thing they said to them, they're giving their opinion that, yes, that's true. They, they witness. I sing. They know it. Fine. I, I'm, I, I'm ready for Hollywood. So we're at the court now. The judge, the other side, said this. You know who's making the order? The other side. You know who's making a, a complaint against you? The other side, not the judge. He just signed a witness that, yeah, that's what he said. The other side proved their side. If he leaned towards their side better, great. Or he'll lean towards you, your side. That's it. There's no, I mean, there's no big mystery here. He, I mean, Carl have told you guys this. And if you don't know what a judge is, you're still not getting it. You said, why don't you do your homework? Look up words. Gus told you all, let's do that. Go on. Look up words, number one. Two, look up what is a judge's job. Three, what is a DA's job? What is the clerk's job? You can Google it. Look it up. Study. <laughs> then you know. You know, but I mean, I got it. I'm getting it. You know, I'm getting Okay, the clerk, she just do this to judge. If you look at the, all around you, the answers is there. All right? You just got to embrace it. You got to grasp it. You got to get this. Don't go in the court. Yes, I was fearful. My heart was pounding. I'm not saying I wasn't afraid, but I knew I was correct. So, hey, I'm going to do this. And I pray, God, if this is correct, please help me. You know, I get in the court. I'm talking back to the judge. I thought they was going to lock me up the other day. I mean, it's like two weeks ago I went with somebody. And the judge told me, sit down. I'm like, is that order? And he said, yes. I said, put it in writing. And then he said, oh, you on uh, dangerous ground. I'm going to call a bell on you, all this stuff. And I told him, put it in writing. But then I said, okay, you know what? This is not my case. I don't want them to throw me out of here. So I said, I sit down because I wish. And I sat down. He said, well, I don't care. You sit down because you wish, whatever. And I said, he said, but you know you can't speak. You're not going to speak. Are you going to speak? And I'm staring at him now. And then I, I stood back up. I said, is that an order? Now, by this time, the bell was coming over to tell me, get out. You got to go, man. 
And I said, I realize all here, public servants, I give no permission to contact me. Yeah, and right away, the bailiff took his hands off me. And I'm still dialoguing with the judge. He says, I said, is that an order? Put it in writing. So he took his hand, no pen in his hand, no piece of paper, and act like he was writing. I was just like, what a joke. And he's no better than to sign that piece of paper and give me an order, because he's going to have to pay me. So anyways, he says, I said, is that an order? I'm staring him back down. And the bell is, at this time, the bell is touching me again, and I move away from the bell. I said, I give no permission to touch me. And the judge told the bell, no, 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 take his hands off of me. But they knew what was going on. You know, so I'm just saying, it has, this is all I'm saying here. It has to be in you. It's already in you, okay? I can't make you put this in you. It's in you. You just need to understand. And where are you going to get your understanding? You know, some call you listen so many times. A lot of you saying, I didn't get it, I didn't get it. Okay, well, why are you not studying? Who's hit, what hinder you from studying? What's stopping you? I mean, don't wait to the, I mean, you know, calls help a lot of people. I help a lot of people. But a lot of times you wait until the last minute, a couple of the, the countdown, a couple of days. I know we all busy. We got the same 24 hours in the same day. Let's do our homework, people. Let's help. I mean, that's why I get on these calls. I'm trying to do a call. I'm trying to do my part to give back to try to help. But at the end of the day, you know, I not, might not at this moment got anything going on, but I'm helping others, okay? But And you have to learn. And if not, I keep doing it for you. It's just like the teacher in school. If I keep doing your homework for you, and then when we have test day, I'm giving you all the answers. At the end of all of this, you're not going to have learned anything. You're going to be back where you are. Wouldn't it be better that you? I don't have to pay somebody? I don't have to ask somebody a question? I can do this myself. And you know what? You can. Sure you can. You just got to learn. That's all. And get bonus. And, you know, I'm here to help. You know, if I can, you ask me a question, I'll do my best. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us here, but I speak for me. I have, I don't, so far, I don't ask for any donations. I have not. Um, because when I'm helping you, I'm learning. And I, I, you know, but you know, I can't speak for anyone else. I mean, and I do say it's important to donate, and I'm going to scratch that very much because it's like this. And I'm going to say, I know Carl, I know Alan, I'm sure Gus Vital from the course. They have donate themselves. They donate themselves, their time, and they teaching us all of this. No one charged you a dime to do get this information. It's already there. But a lot of us, as myself, I speak, when I say this, I speak of myself. A lot of us was lazy. A lot of us is like, oh, I just want it instantaneously. Like you get the microwave. I want my food right now. That's why I go to McDonald's. I don't have to wait so I want it now, now, now. We're spoiled. Period. You want somebody else to do it for you. I don't want to have to go look up this word, do that. Oh, man, I didn't go to law school. I'm like, oh, well, it's your case. If you so much interested in your case and getting out of it, you will. Go and do your due diligence and help yourself, okay? <laughs> you know, and so that's the whole point of this matter. So this is meant to teach you, yeah, but you can do this yourself. But if you want that man or that woman to come and help you, you're not understanding something, they're taking their time. Like, for example, if you went and got a lawyer, guess what? You're going to pay him for his time. Oh, you don't see no problem in paying that lawyer for his time. Or you tell me, go, um, you want me to build your bathroom, redo your bathroom. Oh, you want me to donate that time to you? Really? 
You know, or I'm putting a roof on for you. You want me to donate my time to you? Really? Okay? You need to donate or pay for what else, which the service you want. There's no harm in doing that. But I'm saying the information is already there. Carl has given it. If you go, I mean, so many shows he have done. Gus have done so many. Mike, I'm sure Alan have talked. A lot of us. And I, I have, I'm not sure. So it's free. It's there. A lot of this information you asking me or asking someone, Carl has already told you. It's there. A lot. It takes time to get it. I mean, at first I was confused about a couple of things because my problem, my main problem was I'm this this Santa Claus or this court, and I didn't look it up. I'm not saying I'm thinking the judge is all that powerful, all that. I'm scared it's court day. Oh, we scared to go on court. Why? You got to lose that fear. Know who they are. Just like I said, the, the American Idol judges. What do you fear about? All they can say to them, you seem fine or you don't. It's simple. You know, but you tell what you You do what you are. But when you a man or woman and you ask your base, your, your public service, they're not serving you well. Okay? And, yeah, if the judge signed his hand, that that claim or that complaint he signed that you did something and you don't rebut it, you have to write your notice that that was an error. Whatever he signed, the order. And you let the other one, see, you let the judge know, file your notice in there. I wouldn't file an appearance. I wouldn't file a, uh, to rehear. No, I'm going to file a notice. You know, and Carl spoke about this. Quincy courts. I realized you all had a quincy court. You made a quincy. Look up the word quincy or quincy. It's Q-U-A-S-I. Look it up. What do it mean? And you, this... Uh, this uh, uh, judgment or is an error. Just write a notice. You know? I mean, it's a lot of times, you know, you worry about, oh, if I get a court, I lose, and they said, now I got to pay this fine, I got to pay this. I'll write them back. This was an error. What man or woman came forth to say I owe a debt? But you have, But it has to be your court, your claim, not theirs. You're not most likely you're not going to win in this. It ain't going to happen for you. And like for example, they bring they, their case to that public building. Now you're going to bring yours. They're going to hold their court. You're going to be at their court, and you're going to bring yours, and you're going to be in your court. So what are some of the tricks you use, Aquila, to get your claim past the clerk and filed? Oh, well, I've done that a long time when I was doing my legal process. Um, I went up to the clerk. I was filing my legal paperwork, my complaints, whatever, and they was didn't want to take him. They said, well, you don't have this notarized, or this is wrong, or that's wrong. So I told them, they called out the main clerk at this time on me, and I said, what do you mean I can't file this? I thought you could file anything. I thought you could file a recipe in the public record. I thought you could do it. What do you mean I can't do this? So they brought out, he said, well, if you got it notarized, I said, so if I get it notarized, I'm not going to have no problem filing my complaint here. He said, no, it's okay, great, fine. I went and got my stuff no less. I came back. And then, same thing, he looked at me. You said if it was no right, she would file. Okay, he said, file her paper. No more problem. Because I wasn't trying to take no for an answer. I just was, it wouldn't happen. But now I know some other things to do um, if that should happen. But 
You don't come in there demanding nobody to do anything. You don't talk to your publisher. Like, for example, I was with this lady who I went with. Actually, it's the lady that uh, called Heifer. She got her own court. It's one of the other. You know, but I want her to tell her story, not Shay. It's another woman. Um, and I've been, I went to court with her, and she told me what she did. She got her call was with her that day, I believe. She got her claim in the court as well. But, and so when she, I was with her, she said, oh, that's the clerk. She's so mean to me, Cora. She won't, she won't let me. I tried to get my paperwork. And I told him, look, I know you. I said, hold up, hold up. So I said, I came there. I said, oh, how y'all doing, Sabre? So speak Spanish. I speak Spanish a little bit, and, you know, I said, I asked them in Spanish, where you from? I said, oh, well, these just the clerks. Only their job is, and I'm saying it really loud so they can hear me. I'm telling her, look, these are just clerks. You know what? Only their job is, they just, you give them a piece of paper, they file it to here, to there, and they go home, you know, they job. I said, they probably don't even pay these clerks enough money. I said, but look, I know y'all didn't say it. I don't want you to get y'all in trouble, but you know what? I'm saying it. I said, you know, but that's all your job. Why are you going to get mad at it? Don't bother them. And that's how I'm saying it to them. And one of the clerks, she went, she went to the okay, she went to the judge while she was away to ask why we, because she wanted to have a court date and why she couldn't have it or why they didn't do it, put her, you know, that she could have her court. And while she was away, that first clerk, the second clerk was still there, and I was talking to her. Where are you from? I said, you know what? We just waiting. Why don't we just go ahead? Can you stamp these papers and file them on in here? We got two sets, two copies. He said, oh, sure. She just stamped them, not reading them, boom, put them right in. It's treat people nice. You know, you got to think about this, not nice. I'll just say treat people correct because nice is another. Look up the word nice. You understand what I mean. But it's like the mailman. You, you get a lot of bills. The mailman bring the bills. You're going to speed him up and start cursing him out. Why are you just bring me bills? That's all you like to bring me? His job is just to deliver. That's it. So it, that's, it doesn't stop there. The, what your real problem is, who is bringing that complaint against you? Who? That's who you should be dealing with, not the judge. It's the one who's bringing it against you. You need to, that's who your dialect you want to deal with. And that's how my paperwork said. You know, I, the clerk wrote me the summons. It was signed by the clerk that, you know, they found all this paperwork uh, dealing with me when I was doing my foreclosure and the clerk had, and I saw which clerk name and I wrote her back. I said, oh, thank you for your um, lovely letter, something like that. I thank you. Um, but I'm a woman and I do not answer complaints. I only answer claims you know, verify claims, and I said that to her, and I would, you know, something like I would, when you, the court data set, let me know. Something, I don't have it completely in front of me, but that's basically what I was saying to write to the clerk. And once I wrote that to her, she stamped my paperwork in, and I sent it to the other side. So I'm going to say this. Anything you want to send to the other side, meaning those are the ones that's coming against you, great. You put it in, put it at the court first. Let the clerk file or stamp your paperwork. Then you take your original, make copies. Then you send it to the other side. Let them see it stamped and already at that court, okay? And it's in that file. Let them know. That's why you letting them know. That's what I did, and it worked very well for me. Now you might have another way, another method. Hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were saying something. So, no, I, I can't hear you. 
keep muting and uh, it keeps on muting automatically, and I'm just hoping the framework on this truck. All right, I'm watching the board, so when I say you mute, I just mute you. I mute you, so it's okay. So a lot of times you write your notices, and once you write your notices, you want to bring it to the clerk because you're not fouling nothing. That's the truth. You only give them your piece of paper. The clerk fouled it. You didn't foul it. She fouled it. That's her job. You're not going back there and fouling nothing. So a lot of times we use wrong words. Oh, I fouled this in the court. Oh, you ain't fouling nothing. Okay? You gave a piece of paper and they fouled it. And that's if they did. Long as they stamp your copy, I don't care if they took the rest of the, that, their copy and threw it in the trash. I don't give a. I have my proof that I put it at your court, and that's all I did. Now, what they did with it, I don't care. So, if it, you know, basically, if this goes to trial by jury, I have all my my records. That is part of my record. And my notices, I write in letters to the other side, if you will. Um, that's part of my record because when you're on the phone talking to them or I fax them, let's say you're on the phone talking to them and, you know, you're not going to remember everything you said. I might forget something. But if it's written down, you know, something is written down, I can go back to, oh, yeah, I said this, I said that, and you said this back to me. Well, because she writing you a letter back. You you write them one, they write you one. You write them one, they write back. They call this one back and forth with you. That's all. And you got a record that you are trying to fix whatever this charge, this problem, with this whatever, you're trying to fix it. That is part of your record. That's what you are establishing. But how could you uh, have a phone record? Who's going to remember what you said? Then you say, okay, I'll fax something, or i put an email. Well, that's a machine. How do you know that the other side actually written that? What if their children was playing on the computer and wrote you some notes? What if, how do you have proof? Well, when you have that written proof, they sent you something in the mail that they wrote. Okay, well, that's your proof. That's the end of the mm -hmm. All right, so that, if that makes any sense. So a lot of times... Write your letters. Try to correspond and selling this matter in the private. You know, let them take it to the public. The better they take you to court any every time. Because reason being that because they gotta prove everything they said. If you taking them, then you gotta prove everything. So let them take you. And a lot of times we need to be patient. You know, I might drag out a long time. You writing letters, they not answer you. But that is a response. That's great. Because you showing that I and mean, they ignore you, they like they arrogant or whatever they is, they're not gonna answer you, they don't have to, they don't feel like great. So when we get to when we get to trial and you can ask them, is there some reason why you didn't answer my notes? Is there some reason why you didn't want to settle this matter in a private that you know I'm trying to be on, I'm trying to fix this? You're gonna look good, they're gonna look terrible. So good. So you got your claim and they kick you out of the courthouse and they don't wish to receive any of your letters, now what? Well, uh, at the, the, the day of the summit, as I said, I will only, I will say, when I get up there, they call my name, they say a quote, boom, I run up to the front, I'm there. I'm a woman, you're a man. I will so you only just answer, answer to the jurisdiction. Listen to it. That's your belief, but it's not true. Moving along. When I get up to the front, I'm going to say, I'm a woman. Um, I will only answer this call in written form. Why am I here? I'll say I'm a, you know. There, there you go. And I'll, I'll have, I need, I'll take leave of the court. I need to get paper and pen and write, you know, only answer in written form. Then I write it down, hand them a piece of paper. 
They don't take it. I only answer written form. Why am I here? I'm a man. I'm, you're a man. I'm a woman. Why am I here? That's all I would say to him. I have no, no, no other words for them. Who are they? You don't want to take my offering? Fine. How dare you not take my offering? Fine. But I don't have to answer you either. And you can't move forward till I answer. I do know that. So, but it's important to get your paperwork in first. But unfortunately, sometimes, you know, you, either well is that we waited to the last minute, we wait to the this, or we're having a hard time getting our paperwork in. Whatever the case may be, that's what I would do. But I can't speak for you or whatever your situation. That's what I would do. And I would try to get my paperwork in at every rate. There's other words, you know, there's, you know, ways of doing that. I mean, here in the States, you know, what I do, um, but where you're at, and a lot of times you mess up. You, you, you're talking too much. You're yelling at the clerk, fighting with them, and they're going to, oh, this is a crazy person. I don't want them back in my car. I don't want nobody like that. It's like if I had a McDonald's, and every time you came, you said, oh, your food no good. This happened. You give back the food. The next time you try to buy from me, I don't want to sell you. And I don't have to sell anything to you. Get out of my store. Get off my property. I don't even want to deal with you. So a lot of times you're going in this court, you're fussing at the clerk, you're yelling at them, you're supposed to do this, you're going to do this. You, my party, it's like your servant. You, it's basically like the housekeeper. You're going to clean this floor. You're not leaving this house till you clean this floor. How dare you? Who are you to tell that man or woman to clean your house? They don't have to clean it if they don't want to. Who are you? Why are you talking to them like that? You said you're trying to demand somebody clean your house? Who are you? So you're trying to demand them to take your paperwork the way you wish it and yelling at them? Really? You know, you messed up. So that's the only other way I see at this juncture. But there are some other things you could do, but if you do it correctly, you could write to the, uh, I believe, the governor, attorney general, something like that, and say, you're the man who's attorney general who does the job. I wish to, uh, you know, what law is this, you know, that you can't file your paperwork? What's going on here? You know, there's it's little things you could do. But I'm just saying at the first point, you need to learn how to be on how to talk to people, talk to another man and another woman. We all need this. I know sometimes we're angry. We want to say this and say that. Mm-mm. It's just like if I did you wrong, I stole from you, I did you wrong, I did so much wrong to you, and you catching up with me and I run in the church. And then preaching is up preaching. I don't care how angry you are. I doubt you're going to stop that service and yell at me. I run all the way up to front and I sit down. You think you, I don't care how angry what I did to you, you think you're going to come in that church, in that building, and you're going to break up that service to come and get me? I doubt it very seriously because you know how to act. You'll wait for me, maybe. That's what I'm saying. So, when you act the court, that probability is a way you should act. It's a way you should treat one another. And we're a lot of us not doing it. And it's unfortunately, it's unfortunate, you know. But, you know, you got to get your notice in. You got to write to the Church of Virginia. And I know this lady, she wrote to, because when she couldn't get her paperwork in, when basically not so much the paperwork, but when she couldn't, she wanted to assess the court and hold her court at the court. 
and they they were setting a date for her and all this, and she rolled up some paperwork, <laughs> and next thing they set her, her court date quick and fast. So it can be done. It's all in your writing, the words, what you use it, how you use it. And if you don't believe in it, oh, I tried to do this and it worked it, how in the world you figure it's going to work for you? You know, you believe that what they're saying is true? You believe that they got the power to do what they're doing? How you believe, how, what is fueling their power? Just like what is making fuel to Santa Claus is real? The people buying, they're saying it's real. They taking pictures with Santa Claus. They do all kinds of things to say that character is real. So you get at their court and you're saying, oh, they won't let me file my paperwork. Oh, they treat me this way. Well, hey. There's steps you need to take, and you need to learn the process. Can I make a suggestion? Yes, you may. Go for it. Look up the word precipice, which is not like the cliff. It's spelled differently, but precipice, which is basically a cover sheet, which is a request to the clerk to do something. I can tell several stories about that, how that's actually helped helped in the necessity, and sometimes if you don't have that precipice, they're not going to tell you, and the court that the clerk doesn't have any order from you or a request. It's not even an order; it's a request. And sometimes they won't do what you request them to do orally because they need it in writing. Right. Well, I would. Well, that I might have... be work. But hold on, hold on, hold on, David. One second. But I will put it in my own words. I don't use their forms or their paperwork. But that perhaps is a great idea, and that's basically what I'm driving at and getting at. But I wouldn't so much use their form. And if I no, not, not form, form. there is no form. I just look it up, and then you you create your own. But it's basically you making a request. Uh, I, I always just say, dear um, uh, clerk, please file this. Uh, take take make yeah. it, the copies here. Put that into this file, and um, please um, send back a stamp co- uh, my stamp copy in the envelope uh, self uh, self uh, stamped uh, envelope provided. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day. Yeah, I wrote something like that. I'm going to try to find it, and I'll put it on the Skype when I was doing my case. I just have to find it, guys. So I had moved around, so I just got to find my paperwork. And when I do, God's will, and I'll try to put that on the site. What did he say? What did I say to the clerk? What did I write? All right, so I can do that. Um, but... You know, you need to go, I mean, because it's unfortunately, in your case, David, I kind of are familiar with your story. Um, and I will go through the turn of general, as I was saying, and write them first and try to get this resolved. But the sooner the better before your court date. But if it comes to it at your court date, you know, you can you say, I, you know, my written... Um, my, you know, I well, my proper answers before this court, write it down, and I will only answer this court in written form. You know, something like that, and you know, let them know I'm man, I'm a man, and you know, and I reply to answer. In, I will only answer in written form. And why am I here? I don't understand why am I here. And they can proceed on do as they wish, but you, you know, you have. Um, you know, I you know I wish my my proper answer be before this court. 
I require my answer. Basically, you can require it because um, you're a man. You know? David, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I I wrote a letter similar to that. Um, I wish of you, one, file my suit, and two, give my case of court file number. Your suit? Wait a minute. What suit? That's my claim. Well, why you say suit? Why you didn't say claim? Or why you say my answer before this court? Why you didn't write my answer? That's because he went to the tailor last week and got one. He hasn't had a file number yet, so there is no suit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get the idea. What are you writing? Right? See, see, you're writing wrong words, and so you're getting the wrong result. So if you write what's correct, then you perhaps will get a correct result. So I say if you write some paperwork, if you got, if you can put it over Skype or send it to me or someone else, I'll try to look it over or go over it with you and be just before you send it. That's what I'm saying. Before you send it, I mean, you could write it yourself because you need to start writing your paperwork yourself. You need to get the justice. You need to understand. And I'll be willing to try to look it over. Yeah, if I can, if I have the time, yeah. Before you actually send it, that's what I'm saying. See, those words right there. And a lot of times, I mean, Carl spoke of this. I think it was Jesse and Jonathan. When she put her claim the judge took her and her, I believe, if I remember the story correctly, um, took her in the chamber and said, why are you calling your children property? You know, Abraham Lincoln freed the slave. You know, you call your children property? He said, well, so she changed that word property back to children. And when I guess she told Carl about this, he's like, oh, you get right back up there and put property because you can't, those are titus. So she came back to the court and put property. And she had to actually speak in her court, you know, if I remember the story right, um, that they were saying the judge asked her why you wouldn't work with the lawyer over here. He's trying. She said, why would I work with someone who robbed me of my property? And, you know, so basically you notify the court at that moment that someone did a robbery. So they are all liable for robbing. And so anyway, I don't, I'm not going to say the whole story. You can look it up. It's on the, um, I'm sure call calls. And, you will get the gist of what happened here. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to get to you about the words. That one word, everything else is great with her claim, but that one word, and sometimes the words is what's damaging you, is what's hurting you. You're using the wrong words. You've got to use words where they can't misconstrue or like the word okay. If you use word okay, that could be okay yes or okay no. And obviously they're going to put that okay to benefit them, not you. So I use words that you can't misconstrue. It means what it means, and it says what it says. So that is so important, and that's why a lot of times we need to look up words when we write in the claim, you know, and writing what you're trying to say. And if you, you know, if word, you got somebody, when I I'm sorry? Suit, when I use the word suit, I'm referring to pursuit. I'm 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 going after this person. I don't care what you're referring to. I'm telling you, I wouldn't have put that word. It's hurting you. I'm 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 I mean I'm not trying to be rude here. And, no, no, I, I don't. But, think okay, so. it's sort of like this. Okay, let's say you you beat me up. You stole my money. 
And the reason you knocked me down and stole my money because your baby was so hungry and you needed the money to buy that baby some food. Great. I don't care why you you uh, stole my money. I'm not concerned why. All I know, it was wrong, and you caused me harm. So a lot of times you write your words. It's not, you know, you got to say what you're trying to say. All you just basically want to say, I don't care what the scenario be, what they're trying to charge you with, what they say you're doing. At the end of the day, know this. They have to prove everything they say. Know this, that you, when you, certain words you use or you, or you, things you do as well, you are agreeing with them what they're doing by your actions, by your words. So this is so careful, Carl, went over this. You have to be precise. You have to make sure you dot, dot your I's, cross your T's. You say, well, they don't dot their I's. So who cares? They do a, their paperwork in force. So who cares what they do? And yours have to be correct. And you have to come correct. Period. Like I can't say I'm a woman. I think I'm a woman. God may be a woman. Do you think you I'm a woman? You have, if you believe no. that you have to come correct, then you have to fill out their forms because their form is correct to them, not to you. Right. And so that's, that's what I'm saying. Double, that's, that's why it's important. Standard. Write your paperwork. No, if you write your, their, like I said, sometimes listen to what's up. Let me it's say it's this. It's the same scenario as the claim. No, 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 no. Hmm. Let me explain. Let me explain this. Let's say you use their paperwork. Let's say you use their form. No, I'm going to speak of myself. If I was to use their form, for some reason I use their form, I would write certain things on the form, and on their form I'll put exhibit A somewhere. And and then in my own, in my claim. Done that, and you're you're defacing a, a, a court document. They would, they could say whatever they want, and I would put it somewhere where they probably would notice it. I would put it so subtle where they would hardly notice. Still stealing the loaf of bread. And hold on, I'm not stealing the court document. No, I'm not. They said that's what their belief. I'll fill out the form. After I fill out the form, not the whole complete form, I just put a a couple of words and say C exhibit A B C whatever. Now, I would write up my claim. All right, and my claim would be there. I with their form in my claim, but in within my claim, I'm going to write. I filled that form only for the clerk, so the clerk may file it. See exhibit A, because on their form I wrote exhibit A. With that being said, I will write my claim and file all that. Now it's filed in the, you know, they got it, they stamped my copy. I'm out of there. It's there. Now. I'm going to explain this another way. Now, let's say there's a um, money, you, you send an uh, envelope to me. You send it through the mail. On all that mail, I have to fill it out a certain way. I have to put my name here and address. I put your name and address here. And that's the only reason what the mailman understands. Because that letter, that's how he's going to know what address to send it to him. But just what's on the outside of that, that letter has nothing to do with the inside. Whatever I'm sending the inside of it. He has nothing to do with it, nor he have any jurisdiction over it or what it is. It's in the letter. But on the outside of that envelope, he sees my name and whoever I'm sending it to you. And that's only for the reason so he knows which house to take that to. 
what am I telling him to do with that letter? But the contents of there has nothing to do with it. So their form is the way they fill out. That's like you fill out a letter. Call us playing this one time. That's where I'm getting this from, and then I got the gist of it. And that form is sort of like the out that envelope. But your claim has nothing to do with the exhibits. Okay? It's just, just giving them information. Like I could say, anybody saw call users, anybody saw a screwdriver, maybe you never saw a screwdriver in your life. I said it's a flathead screwdriver, not a Philip head screwdriver. It's a flathead. So I'm going to take a picture of a flathead screwdriver. Yeah, what, I, I don't know it a flathead, I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. You mean That's a slot fine. screwdriver? You mean a slot <laughs> screwdriver? Uh, there you go. So since you don't know what I'm talking about, I would take a picture of yeah, a so flathead I can't, I can't fill your request for a screwdriver because you're not speaking the proper language. Hold on a second. Hold on. What I would do, I would take a picture of the flathead screwdriver. Let's say I take a picture of a black one, but mine is actually yellow. So I'm going to say C exhibit A. Have you seen this? It's just giving you a picture. Have you seen this? Now you say, oh, yes, I saw something look like that, but it's not black. Actually, it's yellow. Oh, but that's the one I'm looking for. So that's all a zibit is. Yeah, so just if, to give if, you some idea what I'm talking about. And, but and I'll does, give you, I, I, let me give you an idea of how difficult the clerks are at our courts, is if you hand them a picture with a screwdriver and they say, and you say, do you see something like this? They would say, yes, it's right there in front of you. There you go. You got it back. I'm well, not if they restore it. it. Sure, if they restore it back to you, yeah, you got it back. You can look beyond there you your go. way. You, you showed them a picture of a screwdriver, and they say, yes, here's the picture of a screwdriver right here, and I'll give it back to you. Right. If, if you, you have that's proof how, that's yours, how sharp they are. Yeah, but, but if you have proof as yours, then, yeah, that saved the court time. That's fine. But what I'm saying to you, you have a, uh, you know, is that you have to rebut. If somebody bring your case, you have to answer. You have to read. You have time, and that's by your right. You have time to answer or rebut whatever they say. Okay? for a second? Go for it. Who is speaking, please? This is Colin Derrick. I have a quick question of the gentleman there. Have you thought to ask the clerk, what is it? that I need to do in order to allow you to perform the duty for which you get paid? Fill out I wouldn't form. say that, but I oh, will. That's you. I wouldn't say that. But, you know. Simply answer, fill that's out the form. That's why it's a suggestion. It's only a suggestion. I, I, I know. I heard you. At times I brought in, at times I brought in, went down to the, the law library, and I go get a copy of what the clerk's duties and obligations are, I get them as a certified copy, and then I bring them up there and I say, are you a clerk? And they go, yes. And I said, so then you are you obligated to perform as a clerk of this court, as as designated by blah, 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 blah? And they go, yes. And I said, well, here it is. And I show them a copy of it. I said, now, is there anything that I need to do in order to allow you to perform your duty? Or are you denying, or what is it, the word I use, are you refusing to perform as required? And I always have a witness there. And you'd be amazed how quickly they turn around and stop playing shenanigans with you, at least on at least on the face. Mm-hmm. And I've had a problem with them since. I Believe it or not, I even made a phone call one time for somebody they were going to charge at 300 and some dollars to get copies. 
and I played kind of, I guess you'd call it a little bit of a trick, but uh, I told her specifically, I said, uh, I said, when they ask you, and he's going to ask you who I am, say you're not at liberty to say, and if he asks you where I'm located, say that I'm in Washington, D.C. So I did my little thing on the phone with him, basically read him the riot act and let him know that that chair, his, everything that they have, including the printer, the ink, and everything that's in it, is already the people's, and this woman is one of the people, and that she has a right to access it. And if he refuses to give her what is rightfully hers, I will have to send a team of people down there and do an audit on them, or something to that effect, whatever came out spontaneously. Well, she called me back and she said, what the hell did you say? What the hell did you do to that guy? I said, why? She says, they won't let me pay for anything. And every time I come in there, I go, yes, ma'am, how can we help you? They jump up as fast as could be. There are times when you have to be a commander and you have to uh, use authority, you know, be nice about it, but be firm. And that's kind of what I suggest. Well, what does it, you know, is this your duty? Are you getting paid to do this? This is your obligation. Is that correct? You get them to agree. I said, well, what is it that I need to do in order to allow you to perform the duties for which you've been which you're being paid for. Mm. And I'm telling you, that changes their attitude very quickly because what you're talking is their obligation and their duty. Yep, I sort of did something when I first started. Like I said, what I was doing at Nikki East, like I said, I got it um, notarized. But in this case, uh, David has some issues. I kind of know his story. If he wished to share it, he can. But um, why he's having such a hard time you know, you know, with you know, getting documents filed, they filed them for him. Why he having such a hard time? So, um, so I'm just trying to sort that out, see what we could do, or if anyone could do to try to help him. And then the next thing, if they refuse, then you ask to speak to the head clerk. And when you get to the head clerk and they're refusing to do it, you go all the way to the chain of command. Uh, you can speak to the judge, and actually the, the president of the company, the corporation, is um, the CEO, is usually the head judge. So you request to speak to the head judge, or you can even send a note to them, and in your note um, you can you can let him know that one of his employees is failing to perform the duty as required, and as a result, uh, denying you the right to do business with his corporation. Business with the corporation? Hey, man, that's a public courthouse, and I have a right to hold court in public at that courthouse. Are you telling are you denying me or interfering with my right to hold court? Business? I'm not here to do business. I have no court business. What I do have is I have a claim, and I have a circumstance or an issue that I need to resolve in a public venue, and I require a court. Well, thank goodness this is recorded so I can use that, see how well that works. The, 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 the legal society does business there. They rent our courtrooms. They're doing business there. Some man or woman trespasses you know, you know, me, and I wish to hold court. Is this not a public arena? Is this not a public courthouse? Are you saying a man has no right to hold court in a public venue? And, and the issue that uh, that I see is to overcome is that the clerk of the court has mm-hmm. been trained to accept the legal society's documents. And when a document comes into that court that is not 
precisely or exactly in the legal format, they don't accept it. I, I believe that the issue is that the court clerks are not aware of common law claims. They don't know how to handle them. They don't know how it, how they look or what to do, um, and and that's why they're not being accepted. Well, perhaps, perhaps, just perhaps, uh, combining everything that we just heard that gentleman speak, and I totally agree, perhaps you're speaking to the corporate clerk and not the actual real clerk, and that's maybe you need to ask to speak to the proper clerk uh, of the public court and not the not the private one or not the the very the good very good point and, and the ones I, at the window and, and that and the one the ones at the window say the court you're looking for does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Oh, you provide me with legal, uh, you know." But I wouldn't even get in an argument with them. I'll just ask to speak well, to their supervisor. Of course, I'll just ask to speak to their supervisor. Right, so where would I court? So that's the next question. No, no, but see, you plan into their game. That's your problem. So the letter after that was to the the head? No, you go up there, you go up there, go up there, (laughs) and ask to speak to the head clerk, the ones, those ones work under the head clerk. And then you have a conversation to the the head clerk. That's what you have a conversation with. That's what I was just trying to tell you. The neck, the neck. Uh, it, it's no good to go and talk because you have nothing in writing for your record. Then, so the next letter or the next correspondence <laughs> was to the head clerk of the court. I'm gonna get the. Go ahead. Saying where can a man file a claim? Where in Canada can a man file a claim to seek redress from the crown? See, there, there's your crown right court, Dave. There That's is no fine. place for a man in Canada to file a claim. You're not in Canada. Who says That's you're? Correct. You said you're in Canada. Well, there's no man in Canada. Correct. See, that's yeah. Well, and this, that's, and this, this is the problem, like guys. You keep saying words. all the wrong words. Why not say this? You bring up the summons they have against you, right? Bring that to the court. This is the summons they have. I had this court date is on this day. I'm sorry to you a favor. Can you guys do me a favor, please, please, please? Seriously, this is what gets me so furious. You guys talk about being polite to them, and yet you are so rude. This gentleman is making a mistake, and you jump okay, over as if he's a complete jackass. Instead of being polite, Colin, go, ah, oh, I see what the problem is Colin, here. Let me help you with a solution. Colin, thank you for your suggestion. I will run my show how I see fit. All right? I'm not trying to be rude here. But you I'm are being rude. You are being okay. rude. And you, if you want to continue, Colin, to my voice is being Colin, rude. So you're Colin. causing the fact. Okay. You're causing me now. Okay, moving along. Uh, um, David, as I'm saying to you, um, Colin, I'll mute you out for a little bit. Um, I'll meet you back in. Um, you know, I'm just trying to um, get the suggestion. I want to point out to you, David, the words you are using is incorrect. Incorrect. What I would do is bring my summits, the summits that they've asked you appear. You know, I have a right, you know, basically you have that, you know, you have to rebut that, okay? So I would like to put an answer in the court on this case. And you show them that. And you say, here is my answer. And you give it to them to file it, you know, but talk to the head. I no, will to talk to him. I'm not filing okay. in, their, in their court. I'm filing in. You're filing a notice. You're only giving them notice. That's what you're doing. You're making a notice. Okay, you're giving them notice, okay, and you can file, 
you know, then you want to file your uh, case, you know, uh, your claim, all right? You know, you know, and when you talk to that head, so there you say, you said I cannot file my, uh, you ask him to put it in writing that you cannot file your claim at that point. No, right here, now say, I don't want your math. I want it in writing. I want you to give me, provide me with the law, what reason you said, what you say. Great. Put it in writing. Okay. So I've been waiting just, two years for that answer. Well, you you go up there to there, put it in writing. It was in writing, and it hasn't been answered. It's been two years. No, I'm you asking him to provide you why he's not doing it. That's what I'm saying. Not you. He has to prove to you that he cannot file your paperwork. Why? Uh, that's what I do in the morning. You have a see. You have the summons with you. You know, or say, okay, well, I can give the uh, well. Then you know what you can't. You don't wish to file it right. I'm gonna check with the secretary. I mean, the attorney general. See what they got to say about this. I'll make it. I'll deal with the attorney general on this issue. You can't. You say you can't help me. You're not going to file it. Great. Okay, I'll deal with the attorney general on this issue. Something like that. You say to the head clerk. Now, now, some Quilla just said that I I really uh, liked was you know when you hand in a notice. You stand on it, and a lot of, I, I think a lot of folks really don't understand what a notice actually is. Because if, if you have a notice before the court, when you're at their court, that's the only thing you're there for, to stand on your notice, to back up your notice, to enforce your notice. And I don't know what other people do, but if I'm at court, I'm not making any statements, unless my statement is followed by a question in the same st- in sentence. I'm there to ask questions, right? So if I have a notice at court, everything I ask pertains to my notice. That way you're like the, you're like a grease hog, and nobody's going to catch you. You know, they right. can't see you. Correct. That's absolutely correct. All right, yeah. You, but don't speak. Start talking a lot of stuff. But you have it. You hand your notice to them, okay? You know, because, you know, you know but you need to... Uh, Go ahead and put your notice, you know, you put that in their case, put their case number. You tell the clerk, I'm trying to um, give my answer to this particular case. You put a box and put their case number on your piece of paper, and you say, I just require a man to come, a woman come forth, say I do wrong, you know, something like that. And I just have it till one or two sentences. You don't need a whole block. See, you go there, to me, Dave, I guess you go there, you having a conversation, you're on the phone talking to them, saying it. Uh-uh, go up there, you know, and say, look, I wish to put my answer in this uh, this this uh, case that someone is putting against me. You know, I, I want to put it before the court. That's it. And they say, no, I okay, will speak to the head clerk. Try to speak to the head clerk. You know, um, the head clerk, uh, I don't know, what's the head clerk's name, Dave? Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Okay, then you have a conversation with Carrie. Say, look, I'm not here to cause harm and trouble. I know I came the last time. I was just very angry. I do want to apologize. You know, I realize, you know, you're here just to file a claim. You're just doing your, I mean, file paperwork. Here, you do the job. I just wish to answer this. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. I just want to let them know I will appear. I will come here. You know, um, you know, say something like that, and I just want to answer them 
you know, someone saying I did something wrong. I ain't do no wrong. I don't see any wrong I did. And I'm just writing on a piece of paper. I just require, you know, the, that man or woman to say I did something wrong. That's all I'm writing. I want to just answer this. Write it down. Hand her the piece of paper. Let her stamp it. Get out of there. You're done. Okay? Try to be, you know, do it in a subtle way. Don't come and just say, I apologize. I know I was saying a lot of stuff. I was angry. You know, I did, you know I'm just trying to get this done there. That's all. Uh-huh. And I, I used to talk. I asked them. I said, well, what do I need to do? I've never done this before. Oh, my goodness. I'm, can you help me? What, what do I need to say? You know, I, I talk like that. I said, all I'm just trying to do is fellas, and I'm just trying to get an answer to you. And when I come to at the court now, that's all I said. Look, I'm just trying to answer this, this case. I said, you have the case? I said, wait a minute, I might have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's this case. They look it up. Okay, I'm just trying to answer this. That's it. That's all you're trying to do. Hey, Dave, check your Skype, too, would you? Yeah, I I, I tried, but I missed it. Oh, okay. And I apologize to, what's his name, Colin Derrick. He actually hung up. I know you get frustrated because it's obviously, to me, and it's my opinion, he don't understand what we do here. And they, and by no means, I'm, my intent is to be rude to you and me. But I am cutting you off. I am interrupting you. And I'm doing it purposely for a reason. When you get at that court, they're going to do you the same thing. Can you stand? Can you hold it? Can you stay, you know, come, just only come there for what you uh, came for it? And perhaps I'm, I'm going to try to do some role playing, meaning that, you know, I'll have somebody, at, you know, be the judge and want to be the prosecutor. And I want you to come there and try to uh, file a claim. I was trying to get called to do this <laughs> and see how well you stand up against that. And if you make it there, hey, you've you made it. You already got you already there. So I might this, want to do that. This poor man's been hanging himself because he can't get his lingo right. And they have taken him off his notices. He's been kicked out of the courthouses trying to get a claim in, and you know more power to him. I mean, at least he, he, you know he's put he's he he has put an effort in, but his poor wife is scared because tomorrow or I mean Monday, this man goes to trial. <laughs> you know, and well, he, if you, have, yeah. he will have well, to act at trial. Well, you better, uh, David. Uh, if I were you, I mean, I'll go up there as early as tomorrow. And try to get that paperwork in. Well, tomorrow's Sunday. Oh, I'm and sorry. That... I'm sorry. Excuse me. I mean Monday or the Monday, Tuesday, I, whatever. I was, I the was, next I... time the courthouse is open, yeah, go just... up there. Hang on. Go ahead, David. Hang on. Sorry for interrupting you, Akula, but I, I must say Go this. ahead. All right. Go ahead, David. And the last trial, I attended the court because you were to give the other side proper notice. So apparently what you're supposed to do, their procedure is... You file a notice with the court, they stamp it, you take that notice, you serve it on the other party, you bring back proof of service that you've served them the, the paperwork and resubmit it to the to the. Court. No, 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 you don't have to have proof of service. I use what I did. I just wrote, once I wrote the clerk, I'm going to send it out. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you what they what I was advised by them. Okay, go for it. I'm sorry. Apologize yeah. for that. Go ahead. So then, go ahead. So... I went into the court to file the document to get it stamped. They wouldn't accept it because it's not on a provincial a provincial court form. There, there is a number of forms, like 
14A, 14B, all these different numbers, there is there my notice or my document that I wanted to file is not on their forms. So if it's not on their form, it wasn't accepted. So I took one of their regular forms, and I it was a notice of motion, and I didn't want to move anything in the court because I didn't want to have jurisdiction by moving any court. So I crossed out the motion part and left notice, put my name on it, and I said, see attached exhibit A. And I attached my notice, my handwritten notice, on the back as exhibit A. I handed it to the court clerk. She took the paperwork. The back page was never stamped, never filed. The front page was stamped and put in. Those papers, though that one first page is in the documents when I got a complete uh, certified complete copy of the case file, that first page is in there. My notice paper that was attached, Exhibit A, was not on that file, was not in that file. I said to her, how come my documents are not getting filed in the court? She says, we have orders not to receive any of your documents unless they're on a, an authorized provincial form number, whatever, whatever, you can look it up online and check it out. There is no form to give them notice. So they, they're, they're standing, just like we're supposed to stand in court and hold our ground, the, the, the court clerk, uh, I forget her name, not Madeline, Marilyn, is standing and holding her ground. She's not taking no paperwork from you. You could have the sweetest notice that you have in the world about you're a woman and you need a verified claim and all that kind of stuff, but you ain't, uh, you ain't getting shit into that court because it's not going in there. Come hell or high water, it ain't going in. So your court, your notices. So I, what I did is I took my notice and I pinned it up on the bulletin board outside in a public. They have a bulletin board there where they have like notices to the lawyers and and to the association. And there's a barbecue on the weekend for this group. And there's a there's a meeting for this family law group on this whatever on this day. I pinned them up there and I pinned them on the cork board that's outside of each of the courtrooms. Um, where they put up the the daily roster or whatever the the who's who's going to court that day and handed it to the clerk the clerk okay. put it in an envelope and sent it back to me not accepted yeah so, not, so yeah. none of my documents are being accepted into the court right it's because i believe it's the word in your metamism how you did things and it's unfortunate yeah that's possible yeah, that's yeah possible. it's, un- it's, it's unfortunate it's, but I will continue to try to do so um, oh, up to the last minute. I'm not giving up. <laughs> right. Giving up. But be careful what you it say and how your notices are. So I would say when you write some notices, maybe have somebody check them over. If Alan available, I can't speak for him exactly. And you can send them. I'll try to check them in, in a timely manner and get it back to you and see what we can do about that. So unfortunately, I'm not here with you to go up there and do that, but you're just going to have to do it. But at any rate, let's say you don't get any paper in a court. You know, you say um, you might want to, I wouldn't say continue it so much, but I would say why am I here, you know, my, just put a, I will only let them know I will only answer this call in written form. And... I need leave of a court to answer this court, uh, you know, and you know, leave of the court so I may get paper, pen to answer in written form. 
and you can do that. And then when you write on the paper what you're trying to say, basically, I would just keep it simple. I'm a man, you know, I'm, you know, I require another man or woman based off the claim I do wrong. Something simple like that. And say, you know, I don't want to, you know, why am I here? And I, you know, hand that up. And then that's all I would repeat. Why am I here? You know? Yeah. And then you put, yeah, you can okay, put, let's, let's, let's no man about, can't, go ahead, I'm sorry, David, go ahead. Let's, 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 uh, it, I, I'm, I'm reasonable, <laughs> How uh, standing? How do, standing? You guys, how do you guys maintain your standing? Well, I'll tell you just what I do. I can't speak what other guys or men do, how oh, they yeah. do. Somebody might take a drink before they get caught, do whatever. I don't know. What I do, I pray. And I ask God to lead me and guide me my words. Um, you know, and I want to come bold. But why I'm come bold? You know, call is very bold. You can see that. Is I know I'm speaking the truth. I know they're not real. Like I said, I know they're all like Mickey Mouse, Santa Claus, Donald Duck. I know what they're public servants. I know that. I feel it in my heart. I believe that. But that doesn't, it didn't. as for me, I'm a woman. So I'm coming to stand, you know, perform what I came to do. They perform in their role, and I'm going to perform mine. It's just like if we was competing for a character, you know, to be in the movie, you're going to do your best. You're going to try to outdo the other guy because you want to win. And so I'm going to do my performance how I do it. And I'm not going to move. And when they say stand, it means hold. If you say your name is William, Dave, William, whatever, David, great. Then stand and hold that. No matter what they say your name is this, you're going to continue to say that. You're going to repeat that. You're going to believe that. You're going to own it. You're going to do it, period. There's no other way for you to go. I'm going to put you in jail. I'm going to do this to you. I would say, you know, do as you wish, but I require a man or woman to come forth, and I'm going to hold that man or woman liable. You know, you know, you say, why am I here? It must be on your paperwork what you're speaking, because you're only answering in written form. And hold to that. Don't try to do, oh, call did this and call said this. Well, I'm going to try. Oh, Alan might have said this. He did this. Oh, that sounds good. I'm going to try. No, you. what you're doing is like if you say, Quilla, I want to write my life. It's Valentine's Day coming. I want to write my wife uh, a beautiful letter. I want her to really know how much I love her. I really want her to feel this. So you might say, I'm going to ask Alan what he would write. I'm going to ask him, well, Quilla, you a woman. I mean, what would you like a, a man to say to you? You see, you're going to ask, so I could tell you a couple of things, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to feel, pour out what's in your heart. How are you going to write this letter to your wife? What are you going to say to her? Okay? And so while you're at that court, you're going to, like, this is what I feel. What have grown I did? Why am I here? Do you really feel, why, truly, why are you coming there? What wrong have you done? Do you believe yeah. you done wrong? They're saying you did wrong. They said they got the session code you violated. That might be true. But what wrong you done? What man or woman going to come forth and say you wrong? And then you make an order. You're going one paper. It's like you writing what man or woman to come forth and say I do wrong. Why am I here? Next one, order. You know, I, I, you know, I require a man or woman to come forth and say I do wrong. You know, if a man or woman you did not come forth, 
I require this measure of discharge. And that's it. Those two pieces of paper. A couple of sentences, you're done. Those statements, don't you, you, you know, all, that's all you need to say. That all you say covers all. Just like you might have heard the statement or expression, love covers all. Well, in this case, what is man and woman coming forth to say you do wrong? That covers all. They have to prove you did wrong. You don't have nothing else to prove. You don't have nothing else to declare, to prove. All you hear to declare, what wrong I have done, I require, I'll make that wrong right. I'll, you know, I'll correct it. I'll make them whole. But what wrong have I did? First, you've got to prove I did the wrong. Okay? And, you know, and that's what you hold it to. They say, well, if you don't answer this court, you don't appeal, I'm going to lock you in jail. I'm going to do this. You going down. They said all of that to Shay. I was there. And I, I wrote something on a piece of paper for her. I'm telling you, I was driving a car. I'm going to the court. And it came to me so quick what to say, what to say. And I was like, when they told her she cannot answer in written form, she has to speak. So I asked them to provide the law that a woman or a man cannot answer a written form, that they must speak. I required this, a man or woman to call for say I did wrong, something like that to notice. And she just read it, and she kept repeating it. That's it. Yeah. What else is that you want to say? What else are you trying to tell them? Mm-hmm. Or you, they said you did something. They're trying to say you did wrong. Good. Let them prove it. There's nothing more to this. They might, you might be scary. Oh, they're going to threaten Wait. to put me in jail. Or they, you do as you wish, but I'm a whole yet man or woman liable who caused me harm or trespass upon my property or I. Question. Yes. When one puts a notice into the court, or when one gives notice to whoever. Did I hear correctly, uh, I forget who said it, that you do not make a statement in that notice, that you have a, if you do make a statement, it's followed with a question? Well, I'm going to say this, what I would do. If you're asking me, I will write my notes. I will only repeat what's on my notes. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. No matter what question they ask me, I'll wait till they finish asking that question. Then I'll start from the beginning. You're a man. I'm a woman. And I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. You know, why am I here? Now, let's do some role play. Ask me some questions. Go ahead. Go for it. Ask me anything you wish. In, in regard, in regards to Just what? Just ask me anything by court. Like say I'm, I'm, I'm the... Um, I'm you, you the judge. Now ask me some questions. Uh, state your name for the record. I'm a woman, you're a man. I, re, you know, I require another man or woman to come forth to say I do wrong. Why am I here? I, I don't have time for your nonsense, ma'am. Please state your name for the record. Is that an order? Please state your name for the record. I'm a woman, you're a man... I require, I mean, I'm, a, I'm sorry. You're a man, I'm a woman. You're a man, I'm a woman. Why am I here? You refuse to a man and woman coming forth to say I do wrong. Bailiff, can you escort this woman this way out of the court? I can repeat, but I'll have some other stuff in there, like I'm a man, I mean, I'm a, you're a man, I'm a woman. I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. We find uh, the defendant guilty. As charged and I'm a woman, you know, and now having my paperwork, I'm a woman, uh, you know, um, Aquila, I already have all that written. I'm a woman, you know, comma, and I'm going to say I'm a woman, 
Ma'am, and I require another minute. I say, have you not got my notes? Have you not got my notes? If you speak any more, ma'am, you're in contempt of court and you'll be put away for 30 days. Forgive me, forgive me, but have you got my notes? Forgive, forgive me. Have you got my notes? Forgive me. Have you got my notes? My proper answer is before this court. Have you got my notes? Notice in from jail cell. Have you got my notes? You do as you wish. Have you got my notes? You know, I'll probably say something like that. That depends on what's going on, the situation, the yeah. whole incident. But something yeah, like that, I understand I where going. you're coming from. Well, but you have to do it. If you truly understand, <laughs> but right. you have to say it. You have to say it. Okay? But write all of this in your paper. One, I hold men or women liable who trespass upon I or my property. That's one notice. The second notice is, uh, you know, I require a man or woman to come forth to say I do wrong. Why am I here? That might be another notice. The third thing might be my order. You know, I require a man or woman to say, come forth to say I do wrong. Um, you know, a man or woman not come forth to say I do wrong. I require this matter discharged. Something like that. I'll have all of those written, and I'll give it. Have you got my notes? My proper answer is before this court, because it's saying everything you need to say. It's right there. That's it. That's all you need to say is right there. And if you want to read some of the notes, and you know, and when you see what they do. Now, they're going to perform. They're going to come to do it. They're, oh, he didn't appear. We're going to put a warrant out. We're going to do this. We're going to lock him up. They might say all of that. But you'll know my proper answer is before this court. Have you got my notes? Just read it. You can read them again. And just there. Let them do what they do. You come to do what you do. That's all. It's sort of like I used to, in time past, you know, I used to get beat up a lot in school. But then I got sick and tired of that. So I said, okay, this day I was saying nobody's going to hit me again. So I stood. And I said some things, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then they didn't want to fight no more. Or when I did, I got so angry I was fighting. I just started swinging and I just kept on hitting. They're hitting me, I'm hitting them back. You know, I was a little scared. They might beat me, I don't care, but I'm not taking it no more. And I started fighting back. So I'm saying, just go there, pray about it, put your notices in, and write them, have them written up. Okay, you haven't got my notes? Great, here's a copy. Mm-hmm. I, will not, I will only answer in written form. Why am I here? I'm a man. You're a woman. Why am I here? I'm only answering in written form. And I take leave of the court to, you know, paper and pen so that I may answer, you know, in written form. And you can write down what you're writing and it to them. All right. But you should have your notes already written up, you know, if you can. And then just hand them to them and keep it saying. Yeah, and you hand those notices to them as like hot potatoes. They don't want to. Well, but that's okay. But I'll, then I'll repeat on them. Have you got my nose? Have we got my nose? That's all. But that's, I think that's what I did in the beginning. I had rolled it. I don't think I had fouled in the court yet. And I just rolled it down quickly, and I just handed one to the, the lawyer on that side, and I had one to the DA, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I think I filed after the court was finished, then I filed it. So, yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. 
you know, I mean, try to get your side told or your performance so you can make, you know, perform that day, you know, and try to get it done. It's important to do so. Um, and hold what, you know, basically when they said stand on this, I'm trying to figure out another word. And we just say you just got to um, go to the court, read your paperwork, and repeat it, and then hold. Just hold. Just don't do nothing else. And that's you just standing up for yourself. you just uh, stating what you believe, and you just uh, have it in written form, and that's all you're doing. You're holding your own. It's like if you say, Quilla, I paid you your $50 Friday. So no, you didn't. Quilla, I paid you your $50. You're going to keep repeating it. You're not, uh, you know you paid me. So what else you do with it? You, you know, what proof I got you didn't pay me? You see? And you're going to keep on repeating that. I don't care what you say. I, I know I paid you. So basically you hold it to your truth. You hold it to what you believe. That's what told me. No matter say, I'm going to lock you up. I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to do this. I don't care what you say. I paid you that shit. It's the end of the story. So basically saying, look, what have I done wrong? What men and women coming forth in this story? I'm done. What's up? Now what you got? And basically sort of I'm, that's kind of what I, I'm trying to get here and and try to get you to understand. It's nothing more than that, you know, when they tell you whole court or something. Yeah, okay. I, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, and try to just keep, write three sentences. No, maybe you want to write one, that I'm a man, and I require a man or woman to bring forth their verifiable claim, their verified claim, I do wrong. And that's one notice. I say here, open court, all here be true. You know how to put that in, sign it, and that's it. Second notice might mean I require a, a man or woman not trespass upon I or my property, I will hold that man or woman liable. That might be a second notice. Third thing I require, um, then you're going to write your order. You know, I require a man or woman to come forth to say I do wrong. Uh, I I require all trespassers to, you know, to stop their trespass upon I and my property. I require this matter discharged. That would be your order. And on the top says order. That's it and nothing more. And then you go there, you have a copy, maybe make three or four copies of that, uh, and you want to hand them there. You keep the original. Okay? Yes. And, you know, and when you write these notes, let somebody look them over, make sure they look good before you, you know, go to that court day, and I'll say pray, ask God to lead you and guide you, and work this out. I'll be praying for you as well and work this out for you. Very good. You know, and try to hold to it. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Yes. You know, and be strong and see what happens. Okay? Very good. Very good. I'm going to mute out and listen for a while. Thank you, Aquila. Sure, not a problem. Hi, Cheyenne. I see you on the call. Aquila's dreams. Uh-oh. I hope they come true, Cheyenne. Not a dream. It's what I wish to be happen, though. Cheyenne, why don't you call in and speak? Um, let's see who else is over here. Southeast Colorado. Yeah. Oh, Dave. One second, Colorado. Excuse me. 
Dave, you have something else to say? No, no, no. I just was trying to mute out here. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, Dave. Um, Seth East, Colin Rom, I believe. Hello. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, you have a comment or something you'd like to share? No, oh, I've been typing in uh, trying to. Yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, Will's got a. Uh, between between Colin and Alan, I think they might have given him some clues. Well, yeah, I think things can work out, you know, and we keep working with one another and until we get the gist of this. It took me some time, and I'll say Carl was very patient with me and kept sharing his information. And uh, what's the other one? Gus, Little Bill. And after a while, I write my own notices. You know, and I don't, they don't have to check anymore because I know I kind of got this, know what to do, and I understand it a lot better. Let's just say I'm still learning. I mean, I got you know some more learning to do, and but I just thank God I'm at this at this time where I'm at now. It's just a long way from where I were. You mentioned little Bill. Any any word from him? Um, I hadn't heard from him in maybe a month or two or so. Um, I just say hi to him. Um, just just a little regular chit chat, but I haven't heard much from him either. So yeah, I was I was hoping to meet him when he was on Colorado. I don't know if he's still or he's gone back to Texas or what. My email. Hey, Ma- you I, have his number? Do you have his number or information? I think he's J yeah, J C C. He sent me a phone number, and I called a couple times, but I only ever got the machine. Oh, I see. Well, such is life. I'll say keep trying. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think if things are meant to be, they'll happen, right? There you go. <laughs> or in God's speed, as I say. Yeah. <laughs> So um, yes, I love lovely to talk about these things. I, my only wish is to hope to make some things clearer on when we said holding your court or how to get your paperwork in. I can only say what I did. I can give suggestions what you might do. But a lot of times we hurt ourselves by, you know, I heard a lot of this where I don't have to pay no bills. They owe me everything. Um, yeah, my public Sarah. Yeah, I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, just think about that, you know, but they got a duty to perform everybody, you know, and it's just like, as I said, if you have servants working in your home, you know, it's a way you treat another man or another woman, you know, do unto others you wish to be done just because they're doing a job. You know, I do a job. I do construction, right? But that the one I'm doing a job for, I don't take that off of them trying to tell me this or that. I'm not going to take that. And I, or sometimes I'm doing, I have in the past a stolen job, and they're trying to tell me how to do it. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? You want to do the job? Maybe I'm not doing it the best. Maybe you know it better than me. I'll just step out. I'll say, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, then I'll do it. You know, you just tell me what you wish for, and I'll try to make that happen the best of my ability. I might not do it the exact way you said, but the, at the main point, as long as it's done correct, um, 
that's you know, and you like it, hey, that's what's up. So it depends. I mean, I'm not mean. I'm not, you know, sassy a lot. I don't mean I'm a type of woman. I don't like to argue a whole lot. I know argue mean to make yourself clear or just just getting in a fight that way. I, I mean, I kind of tell you a couple of times. We try to talk about it. So, like, okay, we're not seeing this. And I just try to walk away until I can compose myself. Maybe you can close it. We can try to talk again, try to make it happen. If it's not going to happen, then, you know, I just, like, bounce. I'm out of here. Bye. Well, I'll just be quiet. Let you talk. Go for it. Not going to harm me or hurt me for you talking. Go for it. You do a lot of remodel or what? What kind of? What kind I of? Do, I do. I do commercial or residential, either or. I mean, I do electric, plumbing, carpentry. Um, I do wood floor, ceramic, granite. I do make stone mason work too when I had to. It's really hard to mix the concrete and all that, but I do outdoor kitchens, patios, and do flagstone, stone, brick, whatever. But sometimes it's hard. Oh, my goodness. I'll admit boldly, this is a man's job. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I enjoy it so much. <laughs> but I, I want to do something. In the, in the future, gosh, well, I'll be uh, probably just teaching it, and I'm thinking about doing something else. But, you know, it's still going to be in the house field. You know, probably more like, you know, flipping. They say flip this house, you buy a house, fix it up, and sell it, something like that. I'm trying to get into. So then I won't have to do a lot of the hard work. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll help out. I'm trying to get away from all that crap. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do. I'm trying. I'd rather be a farmer. Well, I'm trying to get into that myself. Um, as you know, if I want to have a church service or have a party, barbecue, it's the time you're in the neighborhood, they want you to not make noise. So um, I'm wishing for a farm. Um, and, you know, I, I even here, I, even when we were in New York, that's one thing we did. We grew our own vegetables, so we had enough space to do so. And I want to get back to that. I've done it a couple of times here where I'm at, but like I said, I want to get back to that and, I don't know much about farm animals, even um, maybe a chicken, you know, but other than that, I don't know much. And I had a dog, cat, something like that. Believe it or not, in New York, we, my next-door neighbor had chickens, and they gave us one. But I, we didn't know much how to handle it, so he took it back. <laughs> but I remember, because the dog was chasing the chicken. I remember one time, because we was away from home, and I see the chicken look like he got some feathers missing. I'm like, what's going on? I didn't think the dog would chase me, but hey. So they took it to save the chicken. They took it back. You know, so like I said, I don't know much. I want to learn, but somewhat. So you have a farm now, or that's something you're working towards to get? Uh, my folks have a, not a farm. Call, call it a ranch, maybe, cows. Oh. But, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I try. I try and do some veggies. I'm trying to grow some fruit trees. It's pretty. Okay. Uh, it's pretty marginal country here. Short season. Oh. Best. Okay. Best thing to grow here is grass. So the <laughs> best way to harvest grass is with cows. 
Okay. Well, that's a good business as well. So, mm. I think we all eat too much meat as it is. Oh, really? Well, I mostly now, um, I'm trying to eat. Uh, I eat a lot of vegetables, and I eat meat as well. Um, just cut down on some of my other stuff I eat. I, I just cut down on sweets. I, I don't drink so. I wish to make a comment to correct uh, the, the gentleman's assumption about eating too much meat. As, as a butcher, I believe the best way to get your source of vegetables is through meat. <laughs> where, a, where a cow would eat, say, five acres of grass in a year, all that five acres of hay or grass is condensed into several pounds of meat. So you're actually eating, when you eat that five pounds of meat, you're eating that five acres of grass. So you've accomplished a task, a huge task, and a small effort of eating five pounds of meat. Well, I, I believe, and I'm sticking to it. I understand all that, and that goes with what I was saying, that the best thing that grows around here is grass, and the best way to harvest it is with cattle. But I'm I'm thinking of the uh, the worldwide situation and mowing down the rainforest to grow more beef and uh, some things like that. I think uh, there, there's a... Uh, meat's great, but I don't think meat, meat, meat is concentrated vegetables. But that's fine. Yep. <laughs> to each his own. That's what I said. But uh, I believe meat to be a good source of protein. You know, body bones, they do a lot of that. And it worked well for me, I could say. Um, I'm pretty strong. I mean, for a woman, I would say. I mean, thought maybe this way. Uh, so, and I, I just, that's what I mostly eat. Like I said, in the time past, I used to eat a lot of uh, sweets and things like that. But I, I cut down tremendously and try to eat healthier, in my opinion. And this worked out for me. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, look at uh, look at Andy Jackson's history. That the whole trail of tear things was uh, so he'd have more uh, cattle grazing land. <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. Too funny. That's what Carl said. Um, who else is I want to see? Who else is going to call? Oh, Alan. We don't mind. Just if you finish Southeast Colorado. Hello? Okay. So did William come up with a uh, a plan after all this? 
I hope so. Uh, Dave, you have your things you're going to do? I, I have uh, some Are you still good ideas. Tonight's conversation, um, put it, basically put a notice before the court. Stand on that notice. Yeah, but maybe it might be a good idea uh, if you can have someone to look over it, make sure it looks okay, and your wording is because it is so important. I mean, Carl has said this, but and I know it to be true. I mean, the word you use is so important. You know, we you can explain it to me how we talk everyday language, but you cannot put that on your paperwork. Because in a court, like I said, if you speak in street language, slang language, certain words mean different things. And then if you speak in regular common English, then you have the court system. Well, they speak a totally different language. You might think it sounds like stuff you hear, you understand what they're saying, but those words mean totally different. And that's why I, I know Gus said it called many of us. You have to look up the words. You have to know what they mean. And, I mean, at this juncture, you might not have a lot of time, but make some time to look up words. And when you write your paperwork, go ahead and write it. I mean, this call is recorded, so you might want to go back and see some of the things I suggest. I mean, you don't have to write word for word what I just suggested. You know, just similar, you know, get what you believe. And because you, because basically I'm saying you do it because, you get in the court, you can remember what you wrote. You, you know, we got to understand why you write. And you know what you wrote. If you wrote something on a piece of paper, oh, yeah, I remember what you, you remember what you wrote. But if I wrote it, you might not necessarily remember. So basically that's all I'm saying. Just go back and try to listen, get some understanding. I mean, you can call, uh, you can Skype me, and I'll try to answer as many questions as I can. I don't know. I can't speak for Alan or whoever's near you to help you. That might be good. You know, you guys can meet and get together. And I'll suggest Mike, but once again, you got to see if you can get in touch with these folks because they're in, um, I believe they could be in um, Canada as well. So, we'll see. Yep, um, I've, uh, I got. I have some good information to work with. I got to okay. get the. Got to get good. Get it down on paper. Mm-hmm. Get it simplified. Get it proper. Get it correct. And right. uh, and get it checked over. And be careful about getting angry and upset. I know it's you know because then you can't think straight. You know, and they've in um. I never really did a lot of martial arts. I know a little bit of it, but what they try to teach you there, stay calm. Because if you're angry and you start fighting, you're just swinging wild. But if you focus on what you're doing, you can fight better. And that's how a lot of times this martial arts work. So because they think it, they know the next move, they watch your move, and they got you. And they know how to stop you. So as soon as you throw a punch, their hand is there to block it. They catch you. Every move you make, they're watching you. And so, and they're thinking. They're not angry. They just stay in focus. And so when you're at the court, 
Just stay focused. What do you came there for? It's like if I owe you $50, all you came to, to pick up your money. Nothing more, nothing less. You know, no matter what I call you names, I say, oh, he's gay, he's this, oh, he's stupid, he's crazy. Look at him, all the, all clearly just pay me my money you owe me. That's all you came here for. At the end of the day, that's it. So when you go at their court, basically, you, I will be coming in to see who say I did something wrong and why am I here in the first place. Why was I summoned here? For what? What have I done wrong? Who's making a claim I've done wrong? You don't say who. I'm just suggesting, suggesting. You don't say who is. You say what man or woman is making the claim, okay? I'm just using that. Just be careful of the words and why I'm saying what I'm saying. So just know that. All right? I mean, this has been recorded, um, and I'm sure you can listen to other recorders, but try to focus on the main issue, why am I here? Okay, you said I did this. Great. You have to prove it. You could you prove I'm based. That's why you say what man or woman come to come. What man or woman come making a claim I do wrong. You basically you say it. Okay, you said I did wrong. Okay, make your claim that I did that wrong. Because I'm gonna hold you liable. So you said it in so many words. It's like if I was hungry, <laughs> I came to you. I don't have to say, I'm hungry, I want some chicken, I want this, I want it. No, I'm hungry. Boom, it settles the matter. You know right away what to do. So I don't have to say a whole lot of words. And that's what's called mineralizing your words, but get to the point. So basically you said get to the point. If there's a man and woman to say I did something wrong, okay, come forth. Come in. You know, and sign the paperwork that I did it. And then when you do, I want you to prove it. Basically, they proving that you could prove that I did wrong. Okay, sign here and make you prove it. They can't. You know they can't. And you got to know that. And and believe that. And that's all you coming to see. What, and why are you here? You want to answer why are you summoned to appear here? Why? And you require men and women not trespass upon you, or you can say, I own my property. Okay? So just be, you know, just come forth and understand that's all I'm here for. There's nothing more, nothing less. Now, they might threaten you, say, I'm going to do this. But if you don't understand what they're saying, and they're speaking in Spanish, that I'm going to block you in jail, I'm going to do this to you, I'm going to do that. If you don't understand what they say, I don't have to go through all those messages, putting plugs in my ear of doing this or doing that. Like they don't do, they don't go through all those changes. They can't hear a man. They can't hear you either. They don't understand what you said either. They only understand their language. So you don't see them going through those great messages to do that or say that. But they do go and try to intimidate you, and that's the main thing. <laughs> that they try to do. But at the end of the day, you have to know why, you, you basically ask them why I'm here. And, you know, you know, that you hear, you know, basically why are you there? I mean, here at their court, and, what, you know, what man is a woman making that claim against you? 
But you're going to, and then the next note is, I'm going to hold every man or woman liable. And those three notes, I think, will work very well in your situation. And then they said, well, I got proof that, say that the man, what was his name that came to your shop that actually gave you this ticket that you did something wrong? What was his name? Bud Ivy. Ivy. So I want me basically when they say he come from, well, I saw I came to your office. I did. Okay, you making the claim that I do well? Fine. Sign that I do well. Great. Sign. Whoever speaks, oh, you making the claim I do well? Yeah. Yeah, sign. Here. I'm going to hold that man and woman liable. Yeah, fine. That I do wrong. See? You can say stuff like that. I mean, but if you're not comfortable in that, just simply keep it simple. You know why I'm here? Get your three notes. It's three, two notices in one order. You know? I, I'll repeat them again. I would write something like, I require a man or woman to bring forth their verifiable claim. So I may say said claim be true. Um, then I'll say here, open court, you know, put that at the end, all here and be true. Second notice I might write is uh, I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. I will hold that man and woman liable. You know, um, and then I require a man and woman not trespass on I or my property. That might be the second notice. The third, then the next thing would be my order. I require a man and woman to come forth I do wrong. I hold that man and woman liable. I require this man, man and woman not come forth. I require this better discharge. There you go. Is there, I mean, you hear me, David? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm listening. Yep. Oh, okay. And that's it. But you got to believe that. You know, I can't believe it for you. You know, they might throw anything. I don't know what they're going to say to you. I don't know what they're going to try to do with you. I don't know. They must say, I'm going to lock you up. I'm going to hold you contempt. You do as you wish, but I hold a man and woman liable. And I'll be quiet. I mean, why am I here? I keep repeating this. And just stay calm. And if you, you know, I mean, I pray, you know, you call the name of Jesus, you might want to do it. I do. Jesus Christ, help me. You know, uh, just keep praying. It has for you help. Once you repeat that, just start praying. I mean, I pray before I go, and I pray sometimes I'm there. Doesn't matter. And just remember, you have your notes right in front of you. That's it. I don't know. You, you try like Carl said. It's so simple. It's, you know, it is simple. It's, you know, it's right there. You're looking for something else to do. You, they got to jump over the wall. You got to yell at the judge. You got to raise your voice higher. Got to stand on the chair, stand tall. What do you want to do? It, I mean, it gets your point over. Yep. Hello. Interesting. <laughs> lots, lots to think about. Lots. Yep. And keep it simple. I know you angry. They doing this to me. That I was very angry. Trust me. Before I had even met with Carl, and that's how I was talking. I said, "This is for you." This. I mean, I was like, "Oh my goodness," because I was that angry. But I was bold. I wasn't scared. I was just. I'm not playing. They. I guess they took me serious that I wasn't scared. So what I'm saying to you, I mean, I'm not telling you to just yell or raise your voice, but be firm. Just like if you was to talk to one of your sons, you ask him to stop doing something, and the next time he did it, now you're going to speak a little firmer, right? And here I know you're not playing. You're serious. And just keep it, just keep it real. Just be you. 
and put on your great performance that day. That's all you're doing. They putting on theirs, you putting on yours. That's all. It's like you say, oh, my mother got more money than you, Quilla. You say, no, well, my mother got more money than you. Well, you guess what? My uncle's got more money. No, but mine's got more. See, we're just, like Carl said, you're just a changing word. And that's what you're doing here. Well, I'm going to put you in jail if you don't answer my questions. Well, I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. Well, I'm going to hold you in contempt. Forgive me, I don't mean to be contemptuous. Where is the man and woman that's going to come forth? Is a man and woman uh, going to come forth? Yeah. And they might say, oh, Bella, go over there. We're going to arrest this man that I require. You do as you wish, but I require a man and woman well, to come forth. Legally, it's contemptuous. You know, I mean, I don't mean to be contemptuous. I'll say, oh, y'all think that I'll just say, forgive me. Done. I don't need to say no more than that. Forgive me. Well, I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. Why am I here? Well, I'm going to put you in jail. You're going for 10 years. You know you're facing a lot of time. Have you got my proper notes, my proper answers before this court? Well, why am I here? Well, since Mr. David didn't appear today, we're going to square out a rest or, you know, a warrant for him. We're going to do this. Uh, I'll go back to my side. I require a man and woman to come forth. Why am I here? What man is going to come forth if I do wrong? And a woman, then I'll say a woman or man has not come forth. I require this man to discharge. I mean, I'll keep it. That's what I would do. I mean, what you do, let's see. Right. And hold your composure. The only way you can do it, pray ask God to help you. Very good. Very good. Well, I'm going to call it a night because uh, uh, 5 o'clock comes early for me. <laughs> and, uh, All right. God bless. I hope you take it. Consider consider these things I have spoken. Um, go back and listen to Cole. Others have spoken. Definitely what Cole has spoken in the past. Um, and just pray and try to put it around your mind. You might not fully understand it right now, but this is what I believe. I mean, act on it. Ask God if this is correct. Help me do it. And that's basically what I prayed. And let's see what happens. I, I wish to thank everyone for their comments and their their concern, and uh, I appreciate it greatly. I've got a few, quite a few good tips this evening. Uh, I've had some great help from from different ones in the Skype groups, and uh, just got to get my mind right on it, firm my standing, and uh, God willing, uh, I'll come through. And if uh, if it doesn't happen, it's a good learning experience, I guess. That's one way to learn. Well, yeah, you learn what not to do. And let me just share this one point that came to my mind when you said hold. You know, when they say we hold to this truth, they're talking about uh, Constitution or whatever. Basically, like we say, we're Americans or you in the Canadian, we're going to fight for our country. We believe in what we're doing. We're the real Americans. You know, we might say that. You know, and that sort of thing. So another thing, like an army man, like you in the army, you ain't got time to be said I'm scared. I'm mean, sure they might be scared. They got guns shooting all around them, bombs going off all around them. But he's still fighting. He's still moving forward. He's still trying to do this thing. 
So basically, that's what he's trying to hold what he believes. Okay, so you need to be in that court. A lot of stuff is going to go on around you. Things going to happen. They're going to say this. They're going to say that. You re- go. I just came here saying, who's saying I'm doing wrong? What man want to say I'm doing wrong? You know, because you know they ain't got a case. Okay? And that's the bottom line. You know, and I require a man and woman to come forth. And you know, if they, you know, if a man and woman not come forth, I require this man to discharge. That's it. I, I don't know what else to tell you, or how else to explain to you. A lot of stuff going around. Yes, might be you might have fear of that. What's going to happen if you believe that they, they are uh, what they're doing is that's how they can do it. That's how they lock people up. You know, a lot of times they do because you guys feed in that and believe that. It's like they believe in Santa Claus, okay? So you got to take it from literally who they really are. Sure, they got a gun. They can hold it on you. Anybody can hold a gun and walk. You take your property. That could happen. You don't have to be in court for that to happen or at the court, right? That could happen outside, right? But, you know, so that's, that's the bottom line. So God will, and I hope things work out for you, David. I'll be praying for you. That's the best I can do. And try to get your paperwork in. And, you know, don't be, you know, don't just take the um, clerks for whom they are, sort of like a mailman. That's it, you know. Hopefully you get thanks. something in. If you, I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. I just wanted to say thanks to all, and uh, I'll be I'll be in touch. And Good luck. Oh. All right. Let us know if you can. You can own oh, Mike's call, call, show, whoever would have a show. Just let us know what's going on. Will do. Thank you, folks. Oh. Good night. All right. Good night. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. Cheyenne, yeah. I see you on the call. You have a question, Cheyenne, and don't start. <laughs> Cheyenne? Okay, I guess she walked away from her computer. It's on the Skype side, and you was typing in a lot of stuff. I just wanted to see if you had any dreams you wanted to reveal. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is not a dream. It's truly a reality for me. It's okay. truly what I believe and what I wish for. So okay. that's not so much of a dream. All righty, then. That was my <laughs> only question. <laughs> Oh, so you was typing in the chat somebody died, Cheyenne. I'm sorry to bring up that subject. Are you okay? Don't watch it. All right. All right. Well, you, if you don't wish to talk about it, that's fine. I just wanted to let you know um, my prayers out with you. And God speed, things work out. And I hope God comfort you at this time. Uh, it's just my... Son's father passed away. Okay. Uh, kidney failure. He was in a lot of pain. He went to the hospital. Then they shipped him to a better hospital. And the doctor told his family he only had a few hours to live. Oh, my. And that's all he had. Mm. And he passed. But he's apparently with uh, when your kidneys fail, um, or starting to fail, you were in extreme, extreme pain. 
your body just blows up and just you're just in major, major, I mean, morphine couldn't even help you. Mm. I did not know that. I just found that out today. Wow. Well, I would say take care of your body, people. I'm I'm certainly trying to take care of mine. Exactly. Exactly. And he was young. He was very young. Okay. Wow. So I'm just dealing with, um, you know, helping my son cope through it and and me going back memory lane and putting blessings out to him. Mm. That's about it. Wow. Got in touch with a few family members I haven't spoken to in years. Mm. So it's a good thing. Um, Oh, yeah. That's a plus. When everyone went to, you know, different areas and different land and had their family and, you know, a lot of us just got away from one another. Okay. Always oh, good, good you thing. meet again. Yeah, good thing you meet again. Always a plus. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, for the viewing and the funeral, I don't know why he didn't want to be cremated. I don't get that with him. But he didn't. He didn't want to be cremated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're going to have a service one day or two day. Um, I always believed in one day. That was my opinion only. And but they're also having it through the week. So you're asking people to take off work. I always mm-hmm. believed in having it on the weekend and just one day. But everybody, you know, to their own self. You know. Well, perhaps they need that time off, whether it's a weekday, weekend, they might need to you know, that time off, you know. Well, yeah, but so many of them want to go, from what I'm hearing, but they can't afford to take off that one day. I see. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone is hurting. Well, they probably they'll be with you in spirit and their heart, in their mind. They can't be there physically, if you will. So. And that's a six-hour drive one way for us. So I don't know. Oh my. Well, I wish you well on your endeavors, and I hope things work out. Um, as I said, yeah, I'll be, you know, you in my prayer, Shaya. Um, Thank you. And I hope you get through this. God no, will you I'm, share. I'm concerned more with my son. Mm-hmm. That was his dad. And I would love to go to this service. I don't think my truck will make it. Mm. Well, might be another way. You never know. Mm, correct. Correct. But 
<clears throat> on that note, let's go back to your dreams. I need a good laugh. <laughs> I need I need a really dreams. good laugh. Okay, yeah. well, dreams. I mean, as I said, it's a reality for me. You know, I I wish it to be so. So we'll see what happens. But I dream of things sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm just picking on you. It's okay. It's all good. You know, it's okay. I mean, if it happens soon enough, a lot of people will know anyways, right? So it's okay. So what all did I miss tonight? I wouldn't say you missed it. We just talk a lot about uh, karma law. You know, David have some issues or whomever. And... I think Colin got upset. I guess he don't like the way we do things here. Uh, he said, oh, oh, Colin got on tonight? Yeah, he was on. And I just told him, um, Colin, uh, you know, I'm going to do my show as I wish. Um, this is how we do. But a lot of times, you know, Carl has said this, and I, I get the gist of it, is, you know, when you get at the court, they're not. They're going to treat you all kinds of ways. They're going to be saying all kinds, throwing all kinds of things at you. All right, and they're not letting up because they're out to win. Okay, they're not there to lose. At least they're not trying to. But, but of course, the, bank. the the fortunate thing is that you are a woman or man, and they can't win against you. You will always win. But if you Believe in, like, it's sort of a sample. Like, you believe in Santa Claus. What they're saying is real. What they could do is real. And you feed it right into that, and, yeah, then they're going to win over you. But if you come as a man or woman that, you know, perform as that and, you know, stand on your belief and hold to it, you know, no, they cannot. They can't even move forward. I saw them shut down. They couldn't move forward. So what they try to do, actually, when I was looking at I had said this to someone in – what they do, they say, okay, we're going to continue this case to another day because they don't have nowhere to go. They can't get out of it. And they try to drag it out, drag it out, as if they do. And I heard uh, my memory served me right. I was watching recently when Carl was in British Columbia where he said, that's what they do. He said, no, you can f- uh, finish this today. Basically, that's what you want to tell them. You started it, let's finish this today. Correct. I, 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 I believe in that. Right, so I suggest you go look at it. When he was in British Columbia, I don't know the episode that was. I know he had on the black shirt, and you might want to look at that, you know, and get some more insight on what he was saying. Because what I just did is I ended up asking um, uh, three of the judges uh, if this is a true order, have it wet ink and raise seal. Now, they're... And and the case was so-called closed. And now they end up sending me back, not signed, but um, oh, it's uh, within 12 months or 11 months, um, get ready for trial. So that makes no sense. So that right there, by me asking just for them to sign, if this is a true order, sign it. And here they won't. So, I mean, that says a lot. Yeah, well, at least you see that you can open it back out without filing a vacay order or a motion. I already did that. I already did that. 
Well, I wouldn't have done all that, but you did as you wish. I would just write them a simple knowledge that whoever signed that order, let's say Judge Joe Smith signed it, I'll, you know, I'll write him a letter. You know, you realize, I mean, I believe Carl said this. you got to go back. When he did that week, what happened with Frank, he did like a week worth of calls. If, if something he was talking about, side Court, if you go back in there, I believe he was saying that they was having a side hearing in their side Court, and they made a, you know, made this uh, rule in their era. You know, you could tell them that. But I suggest you go back and listen to that so you can get the gist of it, what he was trying to say. But it's not a real court. It was not a real Correct. order. It was Correct. not a real sign. But if you believe it was a real sign, you believe it was a real order, and you following what they tell you, you don't, you know, hold them back. No, I'll let them know I know it's not real. You write them a notice. And you can write that judge. You're the man right. who sometimes does the, I believe you're the man who sometimes does the job as judge. Right. This this was foul and error. You got to write I've done one thing at, similar to that, and I, I didn't I didn't get a response. Even with the foreclosure with that judge, he won't give me no response whatsoever, and that's that's my beginning point. Well, well it depends or, on what you he wrote. Won't, um, he won't answer me. All right, but depends, Cheyenne. If you put some words in there that was not correct. Of course, they don't have to answer. Oh, I, again, if this is a true order. But who helped you with your paperwork? And that, that's all I did. If, if this is a true order, sign what ain't, raise seal. Otherwise, it's void. <laughs> well, why you didn't answer? You believe this is an error. You know, you require men and women to come forth to say, you know, did they, whatever they're saying you did. I've done that. You owe, exactly, basically, exactly. you're saying you owe a debt. You're saying, you it, know, I correct. require this debt to be verified open court. You say, correct. Well, man, we'll face. So to ask them to verify the debt. I already, did that. I already okay. did that. Okay well, as, okay, well, I don't know what your paperwork said or how it said, so I can't really say what happened. I guess you would know the answer to that. But I'm going to say this is a good idea. To when you write paperwork, you know, let somebody go over it, you know, maybe put it up somewhat. You don't have to say everything precipit, but you can write the body of the letter just to what you want to say as far as what your claim or your letter you're trying to write or notice, and you can put that particular notice, you know, on there and see, you know, what others have to say so you make sure it's correct and you didn't put the wrong words in there. And if you, you know, goes from that point, because that's when I, at first when I was writing my paperwork, the first ones I like call so one of them and he correct I put I require a woman or man to bring forth a verified claim and he simply just correct and put their verified claim and I think he correct one more word. So I may say whether they claim be true. I think he added that to my paperwork. And then I had um Gus help me write some stuff and I would write up stuff and little Bill Larry, I was sending it to him to look over it, make sure it was okay before I actually file it. And so when you first start now or first writing your notice, that is that is a good suggestion that you might want to do that. So you can, you know, have it verified that it looks okay. You know, and then when I got the gist of it, I don't really ask anybody about my paperwork anymore because I got it. I know what to write. But that's just me. That's how I handle it. 
Joyette? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Almost falling asleep, but yeah, I'm outside. Anyone have any uh, questions for Aquila? Ask her about her dreams. Ask her about um, her cooking. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm sure they heard me. <laughs> no, say it again, please. Well, I said, anyone have any questions to Aquila? You can ask her about her dreams oh, or, her, or her cooking. Oh, my. <laughs> so, Aquila, what did you end up cooking tonight? Actually, I did not cook. Okay, what are you going to cook tomorrow? I have enough that is cooked, I believe, that I, I might have to just cook some veg, uh, breakfast food, and that might be some oatmeal. Oh, my son makes a killing um, cauliflower bread and cauliflower pizza dough. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he's a health nut. And oh, that that dough and bread is, oh, my God. But the, the only thing, because cauliflower holds so much water, Mm-hmm. But you gotta like put it in between something to press out the water, and it would speed up the process. I see. Otherwise, um, you gotta press it and then end up almost like baking it to dry it out. But mm-hmm. oh my God, that is so good. Yeah, I cook sometimes. I mean, I plan on cooking soon enough. <laughs> Some a lot of things. I love. I enjoy cooking. Actually, I used to sure work I. at the rest. I used to work at the restaurant. So, I you know, but and I used to do construction. But the construction paid me more. So, I I still cook every night. Then I might cater some dinner or some party. You know, if I'm requested to do so, and if I have the time, I will. But at the end of the day, I do construction mostly right now. But I love. I enjoy cooking. Oh, my God, I really do. No, even when I did construction, I still baked and cooked. Okay. I I love it. Yep, so whoever... Making everything everything from scratch and not buying their package BS, and now it's GMO. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like I said, I love to cook and bake. So. And then do your own garden? Mm-mm-mm. I Oh, yeah. That's all good stuff. Yes, <laughs> it's a lot ma'am. of work. It's a lot of work, but I enjoy it because when I cook, I enjoy how someone else enjoyed it. I mean, that brings joy mm-hmm. to my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, I do it from my heart when I cook, and I love it. Well, at my house, I used to do raised beds. And it wasn't all that, and then in between where you walked, we would lay down like um, cardboard and then maybe uh, shredding from uh, trees. So, I mean, it, it wasn't, and and the, there wasn't a lot of weeds in between the plants because that was already picked. Then, of course, I had my chickens up there, so you had to make sure that if you planted some seeds, these little suckers wouldn't eat them. 
I miss my chickens. Oh, boy. And can you believe my friend was over there probably about a month ago, and she was in this pen because we gave her away to this farmer, and he's got, I don't know, nine chickens. And he went in there, and he said, sister, because we always called her sister, sister, uh, because there was other ones in the same uh, family. So we just, I just named them all sister. Sissy, sister. And she would come <laughs> running. They do the nap telling you what, they're smart. I forgot how smart they are. But anyhow, he ended up going to the pen. He says, sister. And as he looked at all, because they all look alike. He says, he picked her out in a harpy. She didn't right away, she's going, boop, boop, boop. And the more he was saying, sister, boop, 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 she was going nuts. But he says, how he ended up, you know, besides her saying, you know, voicing, her feathers were a lot different, softer than the other ones. Because I made home, homemade food for her. Okay. For her and the dogs. That's good. And her feathers were more softer than the other ones. Oh. Yeah, I made it a point of making homemade food for the dogs and my sisters. And us. You can't beat homemade food down to your garden to... um just cooking it. Oh, yeah? And the homemade jam? Oh, my goodness. That is so good. Have, I gave you the recipe. Have you tried it yet? What was that, I'm sorry? Homemade jam. Oh, jam. You make your own? Yes, I already told you. And I, gave you the, I told you how to do it. No, I haven't made it yet. How about um, butter? Not, well, I've made that once. I told you when and haven't since. I've been quite busy. I mean, I can't take the time to do so. Oh, my thing. goodness. But yes, you I can. Haven't. If I can, you can. Stop your daydream and get a drawer in your hands and shake it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. See? <laughs> Dear, dear, now. <laughs> I would add something to that one. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Let it go. It's all good, though, say. It's good. One day that might happen, actually. You never know. No, I need to laugh. Thank you. <laughs> I need that laugh. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I enjoy cooking. I really do, and making things, and that's what I do, you know. Well, we're going to make jam this week, and I'm going to question you next weekend. I might do that. I'm just trying to see. I'll probably do blueberry. I love blueberries. There you go. And you don't have all that nonsense. It's just fresh jam, and it's... Oh, my God, a night and day difference. Then store-bought jelly. 
<laughs> well, you don't have all that nonsense in. It's just blueberries. But make sure, you, you know, you know where you're buying your blueberries at. That's not well, any yeah. of that GMO shit. Well, you never know. Oh, that's true. Okay, anyone have any questions for Aquila? She's on a roll tonight. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to take up the call about us cooking and dreaming and anyone have a traffic ticket, court issue, Uh-oh. divorce? Mm-hmm. She's good at divorce. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> I don't know much about that. Let's put it that way. Some things I do. Oh, I want to share one little thing yet before I'm, I'm well, going to uh, hang wait, up. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I I got some of my clothes back from the, from the unit, and I got a mm-hmm. lot of white clothes uh, back, and they were yellow-stained because they were in the closet, and you know how you get the yellow stain. So what I did is I soaked it for probably a day and a half in the washer with OxyClean, and all the yellow came out. Now, I only have maybe two or three items yet, and they tell you to soak it or, or actually let this hang it outside and... And let the sun hit that yellow stain. And then do the OxyClean. But it works. So if anyone has any yellow clothes, soak it. They, they just soak it for three days. I soaked it for a day and a half. Well, not even a day and a half a day. Well, it could have been a half. But anyway. But, uh, Um, Shia? Yes, the yellow okay. is gone. <clears throat> that's so, I mean, that's, that's a good hint for anyone to, um, to get the yellow out of their uh, clothes. But back to common law. Damn, I went off track again. Okay, I just want to read a couple of these comments on the uh, chat board. Yeah. Chessboard or Chessboard? Uh, <laughs> I said chess. C-H-A-T, chess. Yeah, yeah, now you say chess after <laughs> I corrected you. <laughs> okay. No, um, there was a question. Uh, Aquila, you're a smart using shade for free housing, saying you can help like a common law expert. And I'll just say this to them. First of all, Shay. You know, I don't want to speak her business, what's going on. She uh, got uh, out her house. They put her out, and she's staying with me. Now, if you want to verify that, you can ask her. That's what all I'm going to say about, about it. No, on, it was a question on the chat. Right. It's And, and the question reads, Aquila, you're smart. I hear an echo somehow. Okay, 
Aquila, you're a smart UCSHA for free housing. Say you can help like a common law expert. Basically, um, okay, I'm you, saying, are you on speakerphone? No. I'm, I'm not. not sure. Well, they, they have their. Now, any, I'm not. It's not my phone. Seriously. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Someone's Diane? on speakerphone. Yeah, okay. someone's on speakerphone. That's okay. I just mute, mute a couple of people out. That's all. That's all I'll do. And I'll mute them back in soon enough. Anyway, right. it's, I'm going to read this to you. This guest 12. Aquila, you're smart. Using Shay for free housing, saying you can help like a common law expert. And say you thinking how to get her house for yourself. Please explain your scheme. I'd like to know. And I'm going to say this, but she can speak for herself. She, um, I'll just say this much of it. She got, uh, they uh, foreclosed on her for whatever reason she could share that. And I live, I live in my own, I actually rent a space, my own house. And so, you know, she don't mind me saying she stay with me. I help her out. I mean, but guess 12, just so I'll just answer but don't, if you don't wish to take my word, that's fine. You can one day when Shay is on the call, you can simply ask her. Um, I can see if she could come on the call, but that'll be totally up to you. Yeah, well, one day she's on the call, you know, sometimes she speaks. Feel free to ask her. Maybe she'll ask you to answer you. So it's okay. But I'm I'm okay with well, you can ask any question you wish, you know. She is so, she is so hard to understand that sometimes I get upset. Well, she's from a, she's from she's from Iran. She, her speech not might not be as clear, you know, sometimes as ours. But I do understand her. I mean, she's a sweet woman. I mean, I'm oh, just yes, trying she to is. Help. But I just get aggravated because I don't understand her. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I it's hard. Right. It's hard of of her um, foreign accent. I'll put right. it like that. Well, I'm used to listening to a lot of accents because I actually do speak a lot of different languages because I love languages as well. Um, and it's just a way to communicate, that's all. And it took me some time, but I mean, sometimes, you know, we have she have time understanding me and I get it and I, you know, we work it out. And so it's working well, and I think her speech is getting a lot better. Right. So, um, what was the next question on the um, chat board? Okay, say Aquila, you can't. Right Let me there. see. I'm sorry. What? Okay. I, I'm. I'm just. You know, I, it's a lot of stuff on the chat board. I mean, I'll just say guess 12, they said Aquila can't read, so how can you trust to know common law or anything else? You're not a trusted source. Well, common law is actually in your heart. It's your beliefs and what you believe. Now, guess 12, you can believe what you wish. That's fine as well. And they say the next question, how can you two women be on calls all the time and accomplish nothing? (laughs) And then well, Aquila, you speak for yourself. There you go. Aquila, you and Vital have a money-making scheme. Just write a letter and get paid. 
Well, actually, I'm going to say this. I've been doing helping others for quite some time now. I'll say in, in all that help I've done for many, i say only one of them actually donated something to me. And I didn't want to take it there, but they forced it on me. So, And then they left. So I'll just leave it at that. But oh, at that the was the, the day, person that gave you uh, 100000 That's right. <laughs> I wish. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll say this, guest number 12, you're asking a lot of questions, which I don't mind. That's fine. I can handle my own and myself, and I'm not upset. That's great. But, I mean, how will all of this benefit you? Is that what you truly believe? I mean, hey, that's what you believe. Who am I to say what you believe? I don't really care what you believe. Well, I want to say, hold on, I want to correct something. What? Uh, Guest 12 said that, why are you two always on the call? Well, number one, I am not always on the call. Number two, I do put out stuff, and, and I do see what works and doesn't work. And three, I don't charge anything. I My information is free. Uh, the people I want to work with are the ones that don't sit back and they put other stuff out and okay. see what works and what does not work. So thank you very much, Guest 12. <laughs> and if you have the boss, come on the call. <laughs> it's okay. They said some other stuff here. I'm not going to even get into that. Well, I just went. Um, I just went back on the computer. Okay, I'm. I, I was am outside. Trying. Okay. Love God. is my poison. There you go. I love God. What I do. God, who's God? I'm talking <laughs> to Aquila. If God here speaks up now, please. Aquila, uh, you're smart. Just simply love. I don't love money. I Shai love what money. Is, I, I love love. Because I don't yes, need Cheyenne. money all the time. But I, I do mean, need love. And she won't answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess 12. Yes, Cheyenne, I'm asking here. And she won't answer. Guilty. I, I have no clue what that means. I guess he's talking about you. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not going to read all that. That's negative. Every two. That's fine. Aquila, That's okay. okay. Can't raise how to two women, put on detail, make money. Be... Yeah, it's okay. It's all. It's all. Cheyenne is drunk. Aquila, okay. what's your poison? Really, guess twelve. I'm drunk. Oh yeah, guess twelve. I'm blood drunk. Oh my God, poison is. I'll tell you. They say who I help. Number one, I help myself because I learn what not to do. And that is to listen to legal ease or try to even use it, something that's not mine. I have a rope. I don't understand. And I'm learning common law, and I'm trying to – I do understand it, a lot of it, and I'm trying to pursue that, and it does work out for me. Okay, guess 12 12 is now guess 14, I'm guessing. I don't know. But anyways, I'll just say this. When I did my particular case – Oh, God. I can speak 14, about my Guess 14, you were really sick. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And so basically, I did my case. And yes, I made mistakes. And it's not because the common law did not work. It's just that I didn't use it properly. And I realized where my mistake lied. As long as you learned. 
Right. Exactly. And I, so I did win. So in all in all, I did win. I just won not what not to do. So I did win. Mm-hmm. So that's that. But, I mean, you know, I do me. I'll say you do you. And I am only make a call. I try to uplift and I try to help to the best of my ability. And I'm not making the claim I know it all. I mean, yes, I make mistakes. I'm just trying to help to the best of my ability. And I'll say some have, have gotten help. Somehow I know one guy in Canada won his case where he said I helped him. And that was great. And there's other ones. So here we go. Oh, 14, you're really sick. It's okay. It's okay. Let it go. Don't repeat it. Oh, I'm <laughs> but not. It's, all right. it's, just, it's okay. It's really sick. And I say I do. Um, we're going to get this one straight about call. There's been a lot of talk about call and I. I know it happened, which I don't mind. It's okay. I, first of all, I don't believe I hate. I don't hate anyone, and I do love well, my family. And I love my family. I love many people. I love all. I don't hate anyone, but I just love differently. I like I love my brother one way, my sister one way, and if I have a man, I love him another way. But however, Ooh, all, how no, do you no, love no, him a different way? Never mind. Never mind. I love another way. But they say, let me know. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this to open. I'm, I'm like, hey, it's nothing to hide. And, and uh, so, anyway, since a lot of talk, I love call. I would all this. Come on, I'm gonna say this. What I do, it, you know, I do love call. That's right. That is true. And I, I hate no one. So there you go. I said it. So anything else you want to know about that, I don't share. Now I'll leave it at that. I want to there know more. Go. I want to know more. <laughs> oh, I should need a left. So there you go. So I'm going to just leave it at that. And it doesn't matter, you know. Everybody can love who they love. That's their business. I'm only here to, like I said, to uplift. I mean, if I could share any light or help out any, you know, on the show, I'm, I'm willing to do so. Um, and I'm, and actually, as I'm doing, I am learning, and I love, you know, to uh, learn more. So there you go. So I'm not going to read all what Guest 14 is saying, but it's okay. No, it's just it's crazy. all good. Crazy. I mean, all I'm saying, when you're doing this common law, everybody has to do it for itself. And that's the main thing I stress to whoever I'm helping. You have to learn this for yourself. You have to do because you won't need me. You won't need anyone. You'll be able to do so. Okay, because, I mean, you might want to call, call. You might call Gus, might call whomever. They might not be available. So it's important to know this for yourself. And that's what this is all about. And it actually call is just one man. Gus is one man. I don't believe they could be everywhere, every time, and helping this one. That will wear somebody out. Come on, I don't care how much money you're giving them. You know, and I, I don't wish to uh, try to, I can't help everybody, and, I'm, and nor do I wish to try. And I just do what I do know 
I'm not saying I once again I don't know at all, but what I do know I try to know well, and I do state that I say I always suggest go listen to call. I mean this is what I believe, this is what I think, but the best way to get the better insight go listen to call. After all, I believe he teach all, and that's where I'm learning it from. And there you go. But another best thing is to do is put paperwork out there and see what is going to work and what is not going to work. Or keep keep doing everything in private. Keep pushing they, the issue. They said call and I ask for money. First of all, you need to understand about a donation. You Like you donate, you're giving a Christmas gift, you're giving a birthday gift, that's a donation. That's not, That's volunteer to do so. But why? if somebody treated you nice, somebody taking care of you, somebody helping you, um, doing for you, why wouldn't you want to donate something to show you want to give back? You're not an honor if you don't. So what that makes you. And, yeah, I talk about donations a lot. I mean, you know, Carl has donated his time for free. He has donated a lot of uh, information to all free. If you don't believe it, go listen to Talk Shoe where he put this his calls out many times. All right. I mean, I'm just reading back what they're saying on here. Guest 14, who was guest 12. Come on the call, sweetheart. That's okay. I'm for guest 14. At this at this point, you say as you wish. I'm not going to answer because how would that benefit you, guest 14? If you wish to come on the call and speak, by all means, do so. Other than yes. that, I'm not going to read your check. I'm not interested in your check. And that's that. Oh, man. What's the static? Well, I can mute some other things out and we'll see. Someone's got a heck of a lot of static. Well, as I said, I mute some people out so they now don't hear it no more. People need to know how to do the mute on their own phone. I mean... That's another thing oh, that yeah. irks me. If you're not talking, mute yourself out. Or if that doesn't irk me. Let me see. Um, yeah, it's okay. It, it happens sometimes. But as you said, I have, I have control of the board. So it's all good. Yeah, um, I was uh, playing around today on uh, talk show to do my own calls. That's, oh, that's actually, it, it's very quite, it's easy. Hey, man, I've been muting all night, and the computer's been unmuting me, and I even went to the boss of this shoe and said, Dear Aquila, the phone keeps unmuting for me. Oh, I was well, muted, and I apologize, yeah. guys. That's okay. You are muted now. Go ahead and speak as you wish. Okay, well, I just want to let you know, <laughs> I didn't mean to annoy anybody. I keep muting it, and it would just unmute by itself, and I didn't realize Okay. I was unmuted. Yeah, Sorry. I'm watching the board. So, you have any uh, comments or? Hi, Al. Like... Hi. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Uh, uh, tired. It was like 30 something above today, Celsius. Hmm. Actually, I, I didn't do much today. I've been helping Dave with his notice for court tomorrow. 
Or tomorrow, Monday. tomorrow Sunday, yeah. yeah Monday. Monday. Yeah. And then I had a great notice written up for him, simple, straight to the point. And then he went and rewrote it, and then, uh, and now he rewrote it again, and he's got like three pages of stupid shit on there. And it's like, mm. um, Way too much. Dave, Dave, come on. Mm. Right? So I just finished <laughs> just Skyping him on that, like, Dave, you know, and, and you know, I, 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 I'm a, I, geez, I must have spent at least 100 hours with him a few months ago before he went to court. And, uh, well, maybe you could get together with him and sit him I, down, have a nice talk. Maybe that'll help. So he can get to just, I think he's confused about the gist of his far as saying, um, you know, believing in their system, their way. And he's angry and frustrated, I'm, I'm, I believe. So best thing, I, I guess, he needs to go over this stuff. I have, and so is Gus. Well, Gus, you know, Gus helped him out for a bit, and Mike helped him out for a bit. But, and, no, I, I bet I spent over 100 hours with him. And, and uh, if he goes in... If he goes in with the, the, the short streamlined notice that he has, he should have a better day. But the thing is, a lot of people don't even understand what a notice is or how to stand on it anyways when you're at court. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take time. Like you said, you know, it took me time. You know, maybe not a whole lot of time as it might took others or it might took longer. But I got the gist of it, and I thank God for that. And I'm over for it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm moving forward. Well, a lot of times, Al, is some people can hear you when you speak, and then there's other people that can't hear you. They have to read it. I forget the the wording for that right now, but there is a difference between speaking it and and um, seeing it. See, well, you have to hear it. You have to believe it, own it. Speak it. You got to do it. Be a doer. No, no, Aquila, you're you're not seeing my point. Some people have to see it to understand it, like in writing. I wrote. It, I've written it for him. Okay, and then and then then stuff uh, back and forth on Skype all the time. Okay, well, and okay. I pushed him, and I don't know what to do. I would have. I was going to fly out to go to court with them on Monday, but I couldn't. I was just completely unable to. I wish I could have. Because I would have t- put duct tape around his mouth. <laughs> you know. And, uh, hey, uh, uh, just just out of curiosity, you remember when uh, Maurice stood up court with his friend in the U.K. there in England? And he went to, he stood there with the judge, and, and he says, the judge says, who are you? And he says, I'm a man, and I'm I'm here to aid and assist my fellow man. And the judge Wasn't that Mel? That was Mo, Maurice, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So the reason Maurice did that and didn't go in as the next friend, because the next friend is somebody who is qualified, right, or a McKenzie friend. Like in Canada, we have next friends, like the states, Uh same thing as a McKenzie friend, but the reason the reason but the Carl UK was, has McKenzie's friend. McKenzie friend. Yeah. Yeah. The reason Carl was able 
to appear at court as a Mackenzie friend is because he was qualified. He wrote a legal dictionary, and he was qualified to act and aid and assist the court with Bali. The hmm. reason Maurice didn't act as the next friend or a Mackenzie friend was because he's not qualified. So Maurice was able to stand at court as a man to aid and assist his fellow man, which there is no law against. But I just wanted to bring that up just for so, because I don't know if a lot of people understood the difference. You know, Carl told us, but he told us in his own way. <laughs> yeah, but I, I did look up um, here in the States. I looked up uh, on Pennsylvania, uh-huh. next friend. Uh-huh. And it is in it, it is in there. I forget what it is. The the codes or statutes or acts, but it is there. No, no, I, I didn't say it wasn't there. I was trying to explain the difference. Right, between, right. Between say, say Cheyenne coming to court to stand with me as a woman to aid and assist her fellow man, and somebody who would go and say, well, you know, I'm here as an ex friend. That's what I was trying to say. Just so nobody ever tries to go to court to say, hey, I'm an ex-friend. I'm here to aid and assist the court. Well, what qualifications do you have? Well, I don't have any. Well, then you're not an ex-friend, right? So it was well, just a point of interest okay. to hit. Okay, well, then explain that, the difference between next friend and a lawyer. They don't have qualifications. Well, they only I, have a bar card. An ex-friend is not a lawyer. But as somebody that who is uh, who is fully competent to operate a court, you know. So say say I went to law school, but I didn't bother taking the bar. I would be qualified as an ex friend, but I'm not there as a lawyer. I'm just there as an ex friend to aid and assist the court with somebody who's not competent to partake in the in the proceeding. Right. Sort of. I must just say, sorry about that, but. Uh... It's sort of like the lawyers. They have paralegals. That paralegal, she know a lot about the law. She just don't have her bar card to, you know, stand up there. So it's sort of like that. They can help you. And so yeah, that's, or, I guess or, what or, you're or, saying, Al. They're there to aid and assist the court with somebody who isn't competent. Like, say, somebody who's, you know, mentally handicapped or... Um, yeah, or help. ...or... Um, somebody who just doesn't comprehend any of this legal stuff, right? Well, like an, they dare to assist the fellow man. You help him to understand. Not well, see the court. They try to understand. They should understand because that's, you know, the burden of proof is on them, and, that, you know, if they don't understand, that's no excuse. But you did help your fellow man who you assisted with his issue or problem. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. what I believe. But not so much the court. I would just say your help with him so he can get his point over what he's trying to, or her, she's trying to do. Exactly. And I was just trying to make that, that difference, that point. Right? I know somebody brought it up there a while back and thought they were going to go be an ex friend or something and said, whoa, hang on, buddy. <laughs> You're not competent. <laughs> Now, to go and aid and assist your fellow man is a totally different deal. It's it's like a 180. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look in the mirror, right? <laughs> the mirror is completely opposite of me. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I was trying to get that across to one guy, so I just thought I'd bring up that point. 
Yeah, that's right. Thanks. Thanks for sharing it. Yeah, thank you, uh, Al. And I think uh, guest 12 turned into 14. Now he's 15, he or she. (laughs) And thank you so much for bringing out that I'm on Jack Daniels, meth, cocaine. I got a friend in my head. I mean, really, where where are you coming up with this BS? I know, I see a lot of ignorant people on, on the Skype. Like, I was off for a while. Uh I couldn't believe some of the crap I saw in the groups. Uh, holy shit. Yeah. yeah, these people really need to get a life. Seriously. <laughs> well, they're going to do what they do. That's When you, you're dealing with the public, the public is going to act like the public. So you well, just got to hang in there. This person is acting like a little child, a little something, maybe a next friend. Who knows? <laughs> I run into somebody like Patchouli or or somebody that where I'm able to actually give them a hand with something, you know, in between some ass going on about bad stuff, you know, and just ignore them. And, oh, you know, yeah. It, it feels really good when, when you're able to help somebody out and they actually go and get a success. Yes. That's really, what I want to hear. It really encourages them to to keep going forward. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what I really want to hear. Are people instead of sitting back and doing nothing, they're putting stuff out, saying what works, what does not work, and then I want to hear success stories. That's what I. That's why I'm here. Well, I'll say this as far as with me, it's great to hear success stories with someone having. I mean, that's a plus. But at the end of the day, I'll speak of myself. I need to believe this. I need to know it's true. Whether of I heard a success exactly. story and, and and I'm gonna do it, regardless whether I heard a success story or not, because I know it to be true. Okay, Aquila, you took me the whole whole wrong way. I just I, I just really just would love to have people go out and do stuff and and put it to work. And then come back and say, hey, I did it, I believed in it, and here's what happened, and I won. That's all. Well, it sounds like you're on your way to a win there, too, Cheyenne. Oh, I I hope I am. I mean, for them to do a night and day difference when the case was closed, (laughs) and all I ask for them is uh, for their... um, how do I end up ordering it? Because uh, I did different different letters. Um, actually, one letter to each judge, but I kind of like did it differently. Um, but basically, what a signature and uh, Ray Phil. And it opened up the case, ready for trial. Well, you know what? Tell that, me that. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, folks, like, it's unbelievable at this point in time for as long as this has been going on, you know, that, that folks still don't grasp what a letter is and how to use a letter, you know, and a letter is multiple. Mm-hmm. They're so worried about just on how they write it, which is important, of course, but they're so worried about uh, being so dry and exact and, and puking out their righteous indignation on the letter 
that they, they don't understand what a letter is for. And, okay, so you write this letter. Now, do you know how to stand on that letter? Do you know how to use that letter as evidence at your own court? You know? Same with well, the that's, that's why they. That's why Carl always says, keep it very short and simple so you can stand on it and you're not made out of a fool if it does go to court. You can stand on your paperwork. Well, Carl actually says, you know, make the letters lovely. Right. Make notice short and answer all questions short. Right. Right. And I always put... If there my my one paragraph notice into like a page and a half of, I don't know what it was. It's like he was holding court on paper. (laughs) 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 Well, don't laugh at it. I mean, we all make mistakes and... We're all learning, and hopefully worried. he learned before it's too late. I'll put it that way. Ne- I guess it's never too late, but Al, you know, I have a, get adjusted. Well, on Monday, and and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, now I have a friend that is into the statutes and codes, and she knows that like the back of her hand. She wouldn't. It would be nothing for her to throw in a hundred pages. So since her and I rarely started to talk, and I'm throwing common law at her, she went down to like 75 pages. She's down to three pages. And she just got done submitting something, was down to one page. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got two people I know that uh, that are friends of mine that that um, that know their codes really well. That's J.D. and uh, Carl and Colin, who's becoming a friend, right? But three people I do respect and know that use codes very well. And, of course, Carl's on the common law side, but J.D. is now using his codes as, well, you know, not only do I believe this, but even the legal society maintains the same position. And so I'm hoping Colin and I can come to this, you know, because he would be just a powerhouse. Anybody that knows all that codes and crap, I envy those guys, and I really don't want to know all of that crap, but correct. uh, those guys, you know, it's a powerhouse if it's used proper. Correct. Right? Yeah, Yeah, but that's true. But I actually talked to, what's his name, Colin, and I told him, you know, this is not about ego, this is not about. This was on Mike's call, but I don't think this was recorded. But anyway, was, it's not. Oh, it was a different calling. Yeah. Yeah, it's not about your ego. It's not, you know, about you know that legal ease. You might know somewhat it, or if you believe you understand a lot of it, that's great. But at the end of the day, um, I told him basically, you have to put aside all of that and come and learn this, because the two is not going to mix not going to happen. And you got to know that is to protect you, and this is what you do. I, and this is the real law, and every man woman must follow the law. No, you don't, it's not like you got a choice. You must. If you wish to have, you know, some sort of success, some, you know, uh, stability in your life, you know, and so, but this, 
that um, League of East crap, you know, they change back and forth, up and down, all around, making new co- – it's like it's, it's, it's uh, confusing, <clears throat> and it's not stable, you know, but the law is sort of like the rock, and that's like the sand. Well, the thing of it is, Quillo, they, they're <clears throat> constantly changing it. Of course, it's sad. They can do as they wish. It's their right. stuff. It's like they wrote a book. If they wrote that book, I might say, well, I don't want this to be a blue. I want the sky. I don't want my sky in my book, but I drew to be blue. I want it to be red. And I could change that, and I could put that. It's, my, it's theirs. And so when you write your law, and when you write your note, it's yours. If you want to change something in there, you want to meditate, you can do it too. No different. It's your stuff. But it's their stuff. And who are you to tell them how, what to do with their stuff or how they should do it? You know? And all that. what you have up here, you're the man or woman. They are public servants. But you know how to utilize that. If you have a children in your house, you don't dictate to your children, do that, do that, and you yelling, hitting them, beating them up. No. You're their father. You're going to teach them like that. And you're going to tell them what you're going to do. They're going to do their part, you know, and everybody do their part. So it's on the Riggie side. They have their partners in crime, if you wish. You know, they have the so-called judge. They have the clerk. They have the, the so-called attorney. And they, like, trying to base that. Someone was telling me they try to turn the law upside down. It's made to confuse you. That's what this made to do. Oh, yeah. And that's why it is. That's why it is that way. And then, But at the end of the day, why should I learn? I don't have this, no more to say I must. And I have to follow that, statutes and code. There's no law to say that. But I do have to follow the law. You see, that's the difference. And so, um, unfortunately, we've been read to believe all these years, I guess most of our lives, that this is the way you're supposed to be. This is the system, how it's be, and we are part of it, and we got to do it. And at one point, we was. But when we were awakened and realized we are man and woman, I don't have to follow that. It's sort of like Carl explained this many times. If I work for Sears, I agreed to work for my sign of uh, contract with them, and now I don't want to work for them no more. I don't like what's going on. I can stop at any time I wish. I'm not going to work anymore. Bye. I, I get up, I leave. Bye. I'm done. What they going to do? Put me in jail? They can't. They can't do nothing to me. And so that's their rules and regulations. And a lot of time we're trying to follow it. We believe it to be true. They said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, you can rebut everything. You can object to everything. But it's how and what you do, what you say. That is the key here. And you got to believe in what you say and what you do. Now, if you believe their stuff, mm, they're going to overpower you mostly every time. But you got to believe what you're writing, what you're saying. That's right. And that's what I believe. Let me say it another way. I mean... And this is my belief, my opinion. You can say whatever you wish. A lot of us heard that uh, Bruce Jenner, he was born a man, let's say. Great. Now he wished to change to say he's a woman. Well, legally he says he's a woman. 
So I'll put the legal law as their law, the legally. But what God said, he's a man. That's the real law. And that's the law I follow. I will never call uh, Bruce Jenner a woman. I will always call him what he is, a man. And that's how I would address him. I don't care what he calls himself. You know, it's just to each his own, but I'm just saying. God um, made him a man. He will always remain a man, period. If, now, if, if it is, has boobs and pecker, uh, I can't I don't, see pecker, but I can see the boobs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'd say it, you know, if I met a guy with boobs, I'd call it, I'd call it at her. You know, I'd say, hey, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> I'd open the well, door. I won't. I will never do that. Well, I wouldn't know. I know what it is. Because I'm, I'm actually, basically, I'm saying like the Santa Claus. You're saying that's real, and you believe in it. You know, I don't. And I, I don't. You know, that's all I'm saying. I'll be, I'll be feeding it to the lie, <coughs> and it's, that's a lie. It will always be a lie. It will never be true. You know, I don't care what operation you they perform, what they do. At the end of the day. God made you a man. How he make a mistake? He know what he made. God knows that. Hey, we've never met face to face. What if I'm a chick with the ba- with the deep voice? <laughs> no, I- <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's all right. I do have a voice that way. I mean, God made me how I am. But by no means, I got to twist it. I love man. I love. <laughs> <laughs> Not woman. <laughs> Me personally, uh, if if a he is a she or she is a he, you know, I as a man, um, I just wish to be courteous to whoever the man or woman is. No, I'm I'm not I'm not saying no be problem. Rude. If if they yeah. wish, if she, you know, okay, ma'am, you know, I'm not going to. I'm feeding it to the light. Just like I don't I don't believe in Santa Claus, nor do I celebrate that. I don't. Man or woman, it's both part of mankind anyways. And I'm not going to tell my, you know, God, one day I do have some children. I'll never tell them that's real. Santa Claus is real. No way. I don't care what society will ever say it. I'm going to tell them that's not true. That's all. If I have some gifts to give them, I will. There you go. But that's the way I feel about it. My parents didn't lie to me about it. They told me the truth about it. Something else I noticed with the uh, with a few of the people in the on these Skype groups, they're they're confusing titles with fictions. You know, like if, mm-hmm. if I operate, like I'm a boss at at my job, right? So I'm boss. That's my title. Am I a fiction? No, I'm not a fiction. I'm real. I'm here. I'm Al. You know, I'm a man. But I'm today. I and being paid to act as your boss. So I'm boss, right? If you don't think I'm real, I can give you a slap. <laughs> and But my point is, a lot of these guys are so far off into saying, oh, it's fiction, it's fiction, it's not real, it's not what you, you'll know it's real when somebody grabs you and handcuffs you and arrests you and throws you in a cell. Then you know it's real. And that happened to a friend of mine on, on the West Coast. They threw him in a cell, they took all his clothes, he sat there for three days with no clothes, and when they took him to court, and I, oh, I just, oh, I love to do a show with Dave, this other Dave. Uh, when they took him to court, it was like a judge's school, and there was like 
I don't know, over 20 and less than 30 judges in black robes at the court with him standing in the middle. And when he was telling me the story, it was in uh, January, he was telling me the story, you know, I had this vision of all these black robe ones going around the mulberry bush and him being in the middle, man, I couldn't stop laughing at him and I felt bad, but, you know, but he, you know, he was totally like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) they, they were very mean to him. And, what he was trying to do, and he was uh, he was a buddy I met in human rights law, which is a legitimate, you know, law or color of law or whatever in the legal society, and uh, and you know he had learned to to do a constitutional challenge, and that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to operate within the statutes and codes that he believed pertained to a human being, and. They he was in there. He had made his claim, uh, and he was just at the courthouse. Uh, uh, to see when, because they were putting him off on a court date, and he was standing there at the counter when two big, very big, rough guys, big guys, uh, took him and dragged him down the hallway and ripped his clothes off, threw him in handcuffs, and in a cell. You know, to teach mm. him a lesson, and took his money. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. You know? That's something. My, oh, my. So the end of his day was it. So I'm trying to, you know, and and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't talked to him since because he kind of pissed me off, and I was just too busy. I was working with some other guys, including the, this Dave, you know, our Dave that was here tonight, and mm-hmm. and going through my own stuff, working and going to the stupid health clinic and crap, get rebuilt, and uh, and you know, and, and so Dave's like, well, there is no rights, you know. I, I might as well just move, and you know, okay, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to stand up? Are you going to man up here or what? And he knows, we've known each other for a long time, he knows my trip through this whole thing. And I'm like I'm like Aquila that way. I looked at my wife a year and a half ago and I said, No, Mo, you know, she and, and you know, she she loves me and she doesn't want any harm to come to her family and she's like, Well, you know, Judge So and so wrote this and there's that and you know, you know your human rights and you have a right and I'm like, No, Mo, I'm stand I'm gonna stand as a man, I'm gonna learn how to man up properly. And uh, I'm going to walk in this fashion, right? So either I'm going to go to jail for a decade or I'm going to walk out of this place, which scared the hell out of my wife. But I had to because you can't go to court and be double-minded. There's no way. As soon as you're double-minded, man, they got you, and they're just going to kick your ass. So Dave, you know, he comes out, and I'm, I'm trying to help him with the notice to the court. And... uh and and stuff and he and then he's still arguing with me about it and I'm like okay well then you're on your own buddy you know and I, well you, you know, know I, I don't want to see any harm come to you or your beautiful girlfriend and and you know you're on your own because I'm not going to sit here and fight and argue with you if if you wish for my assistance I will give it to you and I will be there for you if you wish to argue and just try and kick back at me then. I'm not here. I can't be here. There's other people I can help that do wish and do believe that they are a man and do have a right to stand as a man, naked, in front of everybody. Here I am. Now, who says I do well, wrong? Well, one one way or the other um, is like me. That's me. I, I try. If it's, it's correct, it's why I prayed about it. I mean, I said, God help me, um, and I'm going to do it. Hey, I mean, two things can happen. Either I'm correct or I'm not. There you go. 
and keep it moving. Hello? Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, at one point you're going to have to, I mean, it's like this. You have, it's like people say, oh, I don't have that much faith. I don't have, well, if let's say you're working on a job, McDonald's, whatever. Well, you say you don't have faith, you don't believe. Well, why do you work that whole week and they promise you to pay you at the end? So you're working. What if they don't pay you? What if I say they might pay me? They might sell The the bill might burn around. They might lose the records. They might lose it. What? I mean, well, why are you coming to work? So it's like, how do I know this is going to work? Well, won't you try it? Then you'll know for yourself. You wouldn't need call. You wouldn't need me. This one said anything. Try it. Let's see. I mean, what you try now ain't working for you. So what do you got to lose? Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, now, and that's you, but you try at your own risk, on your own wish. Not because and, I told you. You better do it for yourself. You know, I <clears> talked <throat> to one guy that got 18 months for trying the man thing, and he had the same trial judge I did. You mm. know, he got 18 months for trying the man thing. And, I, mm. and he's not the only one I know that tried the man thing and it didn't work. I ain't trying no man thing. I know who I am, and I'll stand. You know what? And I can make a mistake as a man. Like, I have so many so many private calls between me and Carl where he's just giving me shit, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, right? And, you know, but I'm asking the dumb questions, and he felt that uh, I should know this by now. But I, it was a thought in my mind, and um, it was a question in my heart, and I was going to ask it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care how unglued he came on me. On I got recordings of phone calls with him. That's, <clears throat> crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I believe he'd be fair with all of us. I mean, I'm saying so. Ask questions. I guess he feel I should have known at that particular time. And but I mean, who knows? I'm just saying. But he well, did yeah. share this. He do what he do. Go ahead. He I'm sorry. He, sorry. If he didn't believe I had it in me, he wouldn't have spent the time with me on the side, okay? Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I believe, yeah, I mean, I believe he really wished to help. I have spoken with him many times on the phone, and as I said, I've seen him in person a couple of times, um, and he helped me greatly. I mean, sometimes he'd say a few words, or sometimes he just tells stories or tells, you know, things, and hey, I get it. I mean, that's that's what worked for me. I can't Say what works for anyone else. I'm just saying, I don't. You don't have to spell it completely out for me. I mean, sometimes yes, but a lot of times I get you know. Thank God for that. I getting it, you know. And I got you know, and I got this. I believe I still need some more help on certain avenues. I'll say, but at the end of the day, as the most part of it, I kind of got this. Yeah, and it's great. At first, I couldn't say that all this, but now, yeah, I came a long way. A lot of us have. This one time, he was trying to make a point with me, right? And I had this one, one, this one guy that acted as a judge, and he was an Ivy League kind of guy. Anyways, uh, uh, so I'm talking to him about it, and I had to go in my brother's house to take a whiz, uh, but I got Carl on the phone on speakerphone, so I'm in there taking a whiz. I come out of the cab, my brother gets out of his bedroom. It's like it's like two in the morning, eh? <laughs> What the hell? And here's Carl on speakerphone going, Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Uh-oh, <laughs> that story. Oh, my. Well, he's trying to get a point across that the judge isn't your daddy, so why the fuck are you allowing to act like it, right? Yeah. yeah. Your daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got that recorded, oh, yeah. but I, I want no, to... Uh, hey. Love to put it up, but it, 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 it would kind of translate like shit, you know? And be... Yeah, well, they might not understand it so much. Well, I'll just say, whatever happens in private, let's keep it private. There you go. I'll never, yeah, but it's such a great call with so much good information. And he said I could post whatever I want, so. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's real cool. Well, I hope one day call come on my show. That'd be great. I hope he comes speak, you know, or any of these shows we are doing. <clears throat> that would be great. I I believe and expects us to get rocking and rolling here. I'm sorry? I believe that the man expects us to get rocking and rolling. I think a lot of us are. Well, we are, but I'm running into so many people that don't they don't understand what a letter is. They don't understand what a notice is or how to stand on it. Uh there's so many people that are unable to get their claims in and like I wanted I held a call last week where I just wanted to brainstorm with other guys about about okay, you know, who needs to get a claim in or whatever and I ended up with uh, Donaldson on the phone basically going on about the codes and that and and I and I'm sorry I let him talk so long. If I knew Dave wanted to talk I would have put him on right away and I actually I, I had muted Eric but Eric was not really making a point. He was just kind of cutting in on something about, you know, the Old Testament is common law. and Well, that's fine if there's a point behind it, right? But, I mean, it was kind of a lame call at the end of it, I thought. And I really would like to get together with like-minded folks who have stood in court so that we could talk about how to deal. Like, like what did you do when you were dealing with the, with the court clerk? Okay, so how did you get your claim in? Okay, here's what I did. And, Here's what this guy did, and here's what that, you know, and, and get a really good group discussion about getting our claim filed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, I'd love okay. to do that, you know, meat and yeah. potatoes stuff. But a lot of guys yeah. on the shows, even if they got a claim filed, they wouldn't know what to do with it because they don't even understand what a letter is and what a notice is. <laughs> well, Carbon said it so long, they still don't get it. I mean... You know, sometimes it's hard. I mean, I just thank God. I mean, I got it. I mean, when I first heard it. I mean, I didn't fully understand the process, but I know it was true. I didn't need any proof like say, oh, I need to see your paperwork. No. you can, It's something you have to fill this. You have to own it. You have to know. You know, so, and that's what I'll say. Um, but um, I, I just hope a lot of them get it. I mean, at least they continue to come. You know, to the shows, that is great. They still come participate, that's great. But at the end of the day, they have to know this stuff for themselves. And as I, I saw once I've been helping, cause it's, I'm telling you, it's sort of like an uphill battle. I mean, I've heard Carl say this. you got to kind of beat out all this nonsense we done learned and enter the goods, what we need. And it's hard a lot of times. And that's because... Maybe it's our ego, and maybe we feel we don't want to look stupid. We on the call. No, I mean at the end of the day, I don't care how. I'm not interested in all that. 
I'm interested into the truth and what is going to work and help me at the end of the day. It's like when I was learning Spanish. I said a lot of words wrong, and they would laugh at me. <laughs> they don't say it this way, and I tried. It was hard, but after a while, I continue. I got it. I could say many words in Spanish. I can write it, you know, many words and um, understand it. It's another one. It's great. Took me some time, but hey, I stuck with it and did it. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. No, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. So it's it, you know, take like, all this. Go ahead. Was, I'm sorry. Well, I was on. Um, I was just checking in, catching up on on stuff on Skype, and you know, and uh, somebody had uh, Maurice had cut. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Terry. Terry has has put a claim at court. Terry has stood on his claim now. I mean, good or bad, I mean, it didn't work out so good for him. This was about two years ago. But Terry has experience in doing this as well. And he's a good man, and he's not a disruptful guy. And so Maurice was cutting him off because off his site because, uh, well, he doesn't come on enough, and, and he's not putting enough effort in. Okay. So I, I just caught that one day, and I said, geez, I, I said, Geez, that's too bad," uh, I says, "because Terry's actually a good man, and he's had to stand at court, and he's he's a man who has put a claim in. I, you know, he's a man that has something to offer, whether it's good or bad. I mean, he's stood, he's done this, right? He's got experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I got kicked off the site, and I was already told by somebody, "Well, if you say anything else, you're going to get kicked off." Well, you know what? It's not my site. So uh, I thank Maurice. I still got him on personal Skype. Hey. I thank Maurice. I said, well, thanks, man, because now I can use this to explain jurisdiction to people. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because <laughs> I was in your jurisdiction. <laughs> you know? yep. Well, is, yeah, but he don't have to be. He can get his own. That's what I tell him to do. Well, yeah. I, it's, it's like, yeah. You know, it's, there. But right, it, it's, it's too bad because Terry has something to offer. I mean, Mark did a claim, too. Mark and I were going to court at the same time, and he, he's down south, and I'm up north. And, you know, we're both talking to Carl, and we're both, you know, trying to to, to learn our way through the courthouse. And uh, so Mark and I decide, hey, geez, let's hold the judge accountable, <laughs> right? Let's get him on their first-name basis. Mark never got in shit for it, but I got threatened to get thrown in jail for it. But, you yeah. know, later on, because it was in the transcripts, because like called the judge Eugene, and Mark called, I forget what his judge's name was, right? But, uh, you know, we got in shit for it because, you know, you did not have a proper introduction. So what you did was not courteous or courteous, mm-hmm. right? I says, okay, yeah. well, that's cool. That's cool. Now, later on, somebody tried to claim that this man deemed, uh, uh, deemed a plea on my behalf, and he did not. Because I told that man, I said, Eugene, every, any man or woman, please, on my behalf, they assume all liability. And and Eugene was not a, about to to plea on my behalf, and he did not. And so another man claimed that Eugene did. So I sent Eugene a letter. <laughs> I said, hey, uh, hi, Eugene, uh, greetings. Uh, hope this letter finds you well. You know, uh, the reason I write you today is because uh, there's a man that claims that you did uh, plea on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if this is true, um, 
I will need you to to um, compensate me for my time at court and take over from here on in because, as you know, I am not competent to partake in the legal society. And if this is not true, please get a hold of uh, Ken McDonald to act as a prosecutor at federal court uh, to to notice some of his mistake. And so I sent him that letter, and I cc'd that letter to the prosecutor, and I cc'd that letter to the chief magistrate as well, just to let everybody know, right? And it was funnier than hell. But anyways, that, that prosecutor <laughs> can get away from me fast enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they do I'm... run. <laughs> Truth be told, run. they will run. He did run, yeah. It was hilarious. And it's funny, you know, because I met my trial judge face-to-face, uh, and, uh, you know, and I, I wish I could have spent more time talking to him, but he was interested in just shooting the shit with me out in the hallway, in the foyer. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they know they know what, what, what time it is at the end of the day. <clears throat> so, well, I'm going to change a little bit. Uh, there's a guy called Help in Canada, and I think he, you know, sent calls from Maple Syrup. Do you know that guy? Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Okay, because I wanted to get some syrup. Oh, you want to get some syrup? Well, they just did harvest. I was just talking to his son the other day, actually. They just All right, well, I'll, I'll talk to you later about that. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Cause I'm, I don't know how much it costs. i got to figure that out because our money is a little different. Oh, their, so. syrup, yeah, their syrup is... Okay, here, uh, I'll, I'll give you a... For legally... For maple syrup to be legally called pure, according to the to, to the <laughs> to the country, uh, it only has to be what is it, fifteen percent or something? Seriously, a lot, a lot of these maple syrups you buy mm. are with corn syrup and everything else. Uh, mm. Al Bennett's, that's the guy's name, and his son Chris. Al's syrup is pure. Period. They they they. Suck it out of the tree, and they boil mm-hmm. the of it, and that's the end of it. Nothing okay. in it, and only water taken away. And yeah, no, I've worked with Al quite a bit. Um, I kind of gave his case a break. I, I spent hundreds of hours with Al. Yeah. So. All right. Well, yeah, I'd like to, uh, you know, if you could give me a price on it, and and I'll try to order some, some way. Okay. Well. I'll um, I'll give my message tomorrow saying. Let him All know. right. Yeah. That's good. He sent I a couple, appreciate that. He sent a couple gallons home with me uh, to I think January. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'll get to with you on Skype. You give me, you can give me a price on what it'll be. And the cool yeah. thing about it, it's not like sugar, so it doesn't spike your pancreas. <laughs> Well, I no. use honey. I use but, honey now. I don't use sugar to sweeten my tea. It, it, it because it's uh, what do they call that bowl when like with Al's Al syrup there, uh, maple syrup. It's yeah. it, it's even good for diabetics because it's not. It doesn't spike the pancreas. What do they call that? Totally hypoglycemic. Not. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's I'm not, not sure. hypoglycemic, so it doesn't okay. hurt. You. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's yes. good to know. Well, I'm trying to find sweetness too. Like I just do honey for right now. I don't do sugar at all. Right. You know, so I don't even drink soda. I mean, I drink variegated water or 
seltzer water, something like that, but not real, you know, sweet stuff. Yeah, and that I mean, was a that was a huge fight for me. You know, I love sweets, but I'm trying to do more natural. Like I eat peaches, apples. You know, trying to do it that way, honey. So there you go, and that's you know that's take honey in my tea. So there you go. I'm so old and chubby that I'm even off beer now. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to drink. I'll just have some tequila water and a squish of lime in it. Um, okay. Yeah. No, the beer's so bad for a guy. Well, we might do. Uh, well, do you ever come here to the state? Not recently. Well, maybe you can get together, see Carl. Think he liked that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I've had him up at my place. I guess I own one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love to ride down. Yeah, maybe you all could get together and have a call like to do barbecue, so you all might yeah. have a nice big barbecue. Yeah, no, I'd love to ride down on my scooter and go visit them. It'd be great. They can save me for a couple of days. <laughs> Yeah, that might be nice. You could get together before the year is out, and you guys could get together. Maybe Vital, and what's this other guy's name? Oh, Bill. You guys could do a barbecue. They could. Yeah. Be fun. <laughs> Cheyenne. <laughs> no, Cheyenne typed in the chat and asked Al to cook. <laughs> I know yeah, how to do it. Hey, when uh, Carl was up at my place, man, I was feeding him my famous smoked pizza. You ever had smoked pizza? I have not. I'm from New York. That pizza is really good. Yeah, well, you haven't had my smoked pizza. I think Carl ate like two and a half pizzas to himself. Mm. Yeah. Guess he liked it. Wow, that's good. Yeah, I think that day I cooked up about 12. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't stopping until it ran out. That guy, it was great. okay. Yeah, that's cool. We have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, potlucks where I live. You know, country okay. stuff. So when if somebody's having a function, everybody brings food. So I always bring my smoker, or I, if there's a lot of people, I will bring two smokers, and uh, I'll smoke up like twenty pizzas, and. Uh, well, really- we do it, I guess we do it a bit different. I mean, for example, if I was the one that's giving the barbecue, I would provide all the food. No, no I, here, if you're, I just do. If you're putting on the barbecue, you, you, you supply a main course, like maybe the steaks, but we all bring in the salads and bring in the extras. No, like I said, I just do it all myself. Oh, God. Uh, well, you must have... Okay. Well, <laughs> no, I work in a restaurant before, so I know what to do. And it, you don't have to be expensive if you know how to shop. Okay. Do you know how to cook no. for 30 people? More. I cook for 300, thousands. I mean, I worked in a restaurant. And that church, you know, when they have a big church service, you know, I had people helping. You know, I used to help my mom, and we used to cook sometimes three, 400 people at one time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see? And plus, we had a big family. My mother had 16. I'm number 13, so we always was cooking a lot. <laughs> My wife just said, what a bunch of fun that would be to go to a church like that. 
you know, every Sunday evening we had a meal. We usually try to, because people travel a little far, maybe they didn't bring their lunch or didn't have it. And so we would try to provide a meal. That was good. That's too much fun. Oh, and yeah. work. So sometimes I guess they just came for the food. <laughs> At least they came. <laughs> <laughs> so, now I'm just saying it's good, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, you met Carl and all. I met Carl. Still, a lot of others have, but a lot of people um, probably wish to meet him. I was even hoping to do um, a seminar, you know, with that, and we can have food as well and see who all could come. Yeah, no, I've hung out with him a few times, actually. Now, once on the West Coast, uh, once at Kelowna, and once at my place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might, you know, I don't know. I mean, she's pretty busy. I mean, when I went there, he was working <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> he's got, uh, did, he handed out a, he's got a 36-hour DVD thing he handed out to somebody. Do you know anything about that? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I saw it. I saw one of his other, um, uh, that I have recorded, uh, he did a thing, a seminar in Tennessee. Have you seen that? I saw it on this YouTube. Yeah, I know, I recorded it. Yeah, that's all I did see. Uh, oh, okay. But I, yeah, I've seen that. He had on the blue shirt. Yeah, yeah it was I've funny. seen that. Uh, there's this guy, there's a law firm guy runs and some guy put up his claim, and I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Uh, it was all legal crap. But so I decided, well, just to chip in, I throw up my claim, the one I used to court, and uh, mine looked really hillbilly. And then when I was watching uh, watching that Tennessee video, and Carl did an example of a claim, it looked just like mine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what wow, I Wow, that's good. That's good. I, I mean, didn't at least how to do a claim, but he gave me the idea to figure it out. Anything? Yeah. Well, yeah. At least you know. At least you know. That's that's good. So when I when I posted it on this guy's law forum, it was like, okay, guys. Well, here's my hillbilly claim, but this is the one I stood with at court. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's what you believe. You know, oh. you got to stand with that. And I think a lot of them are. Well, they said they're going to lock me in jail. Oh, they said they're going to do that. That's, they just trying to threaten you, intimidate you. I mean, I've seen them do it. And I just laugh. <laughs> okay, well, you say what you wish. But I'm a woman. So oh, I know. We'll see. And and, you but, you know, they got to believe this. You know, I don't know how else to tell them. You got to believe well, who you are. After getting to know you a bit on, on the calls and on the groups and that, like, you stand, man, you stand hard, and you don't, you know, no, man. Maybe I, everything come at you, and you just stand. Well, it's just like, I, we had a big family, you know, we had, I had to, you know, fend for my, you know, we when we was in the family, if you had an argument, you had to settle it. That's there right. you go. And then you, then we back friends. It's no, it's no, nothing personal, it just is what it is. <laughs> So I say I used to use that statement. We used to back and forth, but sometimes today we do. If you can make it in this family, 
you can make it. Just like a lot of you might hear, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> and and good thing I had to, both I could, I'm from New York, well, born there, and I was in a big family. So, yeah, you have, and then you're in the schools, you have to know because they fight. It's like every day is somebody fighting. And so, hey, you got to deal with all that. But it was good. I mean, I'm good. I'm glad to been around that. So, you know, certain things don't face me, you know, uh, because I've been through it already. And, I, I mean, yeah, I still have fear of many things. I'm not saying I don't, but I do. But I'm saying you just have to handle yourself. You have to deal with it. You know, yeah, when that, at that moment in time. It's like I say, what would you do if you were drowning and you fell off the ship? What would you do? There are sharks in the water? Well, let it happen. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I will hope I'll try to get back in the ship. Well, that's what scared my poor wife. No, but I, I had to. I had to stand. Period. You know, mm-hmm. I believe and this is how I'm going to stand and let it, let the cards fall where they may. Yeah, that's 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 a good thing I hear in many, but mostly Carl, he's very bold. You know, and and you have to be. A man is bold. A woman is. You I got know, a buddy. It is for this. He's about a half a mile up the road from me. There, he was. Literally, he literally was born under the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh my! <laughs> or, yeah. I walked that bridge many times. My dad used to take us across just to give us some exercise and take us out, sightseeing. I walked many times. It was fun. I've never been there. My son's been there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm from originally from Brooklyn, so I think Carl was originally from Queens. And that was ironic when I... First talked to him, we was talking about that. Um, he wasn't too far from where I was. <laughs> but I never met him, you know, or knew of him. Then I get to a jing, isn't that something? Was that on a talk shoe call by chance? I'm sorry? Was that on a talk shoe call by chance? No, that was a call. I had a call call one time. Okay, because I remember you guys talking about it once. Well, I'll probably say that I'm from Brooklyn. He said where he's from. Right. Yeah. But now I stay in Virginia. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Life goes on. Okay, well, I'm going to call it a night, Aquila. Thanks for the... Uh, as well on. as I. And I think this was a wonderful call. And hopefully we get... Uh, Maybe you could have a call next Saturday, and I'll come on your show. It doesn't matter. I just want to uh, share some things, and I'm glad I did. Well, I was I was going to have a call today, but then you had that email this morning saying that you're going to do one because I was just going to have one as Dave, the guy you were talking to, as my guest, so that we could just deal with his his thing and get something across to him. But I think uh, I think it worked out really well. All right, well, if you wish to do a call, I'll wait, you know, see what you put in the Skype, and I'll go with your call. Just like a call, ever do a show, then I won't do mine. It's done. I won't do mine either. <laughs> yeah, and they, I'm not. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Usually Sundays, so. 
Yeah, I was throwing Sundays, but I said I said on the call, I think last evening, is that people getting ready for Monday, and that might be too late. And Sunday, usually a lot of people go to church and worship. And, right. you know, I don't want to take that away, you know, so let it be. So Fair I'll on. just deal with Saturdays. So. But sometimes, I mean, <clears throat> if you wish to do the call, then I won't do one, no problem. I yell. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll <clears throat> play it here. I'll just you, you share this much, you know, like in a family. Exactly. Look in a lion in a lion's family, everybody got their place. You might see the woman lion, she kinda of aggressive with the children, she doing what she's doing. But when the male lion speaks every, all of them shut down. If you notice Amen. that. I'm not and mad. so that's and that's in within a family, you know, if you have the husband, the wife, the children. Yeah, the mother she's doing the, her duty, you know, cleaning the house, cooking, taking care. When the father speaks, they shut down. You know, you got to know your place. And the children know their place. The woman know her place. The man know his place. That is so important. You know, that's 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 what works. You know, and that's what I believe. I feel that within my family, you know, and I thank God for that. And knowing my place as well, that's important. Well, at my place, Mama's queen, and I'm the enforcer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, God bless. Take care to your wife and said. God bless as well and your whole family. And right. we keep it moving. There you go. All right. Thanks for thanks for everything, everybody. Thanks for getting on the call. God bless. Yeah. Have a great night. All right. South Colorado. We will hey. talk. Oh. How you doing? Hey. South Colorado is back. Before you go. Before you go, well, I was uh, I, I wanted to ask I wanted to ask Al what his show number was. Before you go, oh, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but I will post it for on what Skype group are you on? Oh, I'm not on any Skype, but if I just type your name on the on the talk you search, will it, will it take me there? Uh, actually, my show's called uh, Making Sense Out of Lens. Oh, okay. Okay, I got it. Yeah. I'll check it. I can't remember what the number is. Hang on a second. Now oh, I that's feel... cool. I get it from there. Uh, what days do you usually do it, if you do it? Well, we actually, uh, actually, Aquila and I were just talking about it. If Carl's not on, I was I was doing Saturday. Okay. All right, so he probably do next Saturday, and I won't do a call. And and the reason the reason I didn't do a call earlier, uh, like when I when I created this damn thing, was because uh, just just my lifestyle and being busy, and and I don't want to I don't want to do a call and then not be committed, right? So I made oh, no, the, that's, the that's commitment. All cool. There's a couple people that, um, uh, you know, they're just on when they're on. So there's a there's a bunch I just check when, when I'm uh, when I'm sitting here in front of the computer. I just check and see if anybody's on. So I'll, I'll just you're on that list now. I'll just check for you because Dang. yeah, it doesn't. A lot of people are, uh, you know, they were real regular weekly schedule, but now they're just they're on when they're on. So. Which I, which is no problem for me. 
Well, no, that's great. Hang on one second, because, like, I didn't want to do this if I wasn't going to be reliable, Is was my point. And I was going to have a show today, but Aquila was going to have a show, so I figured I'd come on her show. Uh, my yeah, number... yeah well, I'm glad you did. I, I, uh, I think you've got some really good stuff. My number is 138577. Got it. Thanks. All right. So, yeah, I'm hoping next Saturday I have a show. And like uh, Quilla was saying, you know, basically we are kind of a family here. Um, and uh, we just work it out together. And Yeah, so likely likely if one of you is not on, the other one is. Or at least possibly. Well, <laughs> well maybe. I ain't well, making a commitment as well. Well, I'll I'll check. What I'll do is Scott, you, uh, Al, if I'm going to do a show, probably the uh, night before or something. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will. If that if that'll work out. But if you, but Al, if you still wanted to do a show, then I will yield. So don't worry about. It. We'll work that out. God's will. Like I even got I even got Angela to agree to come on a show. And there's. Oh. Not just her, but, like, there's other people. I actually got her to agree to come on a show before her and Carl had a falling out, so I don't know how she feels or whatever the case may be. I, I get along with her just fine. But uh, the thing is, I, I really wish to get people on the show that have stood at court, that have been in front of a clerk putting claims in, been in front of a judge, Understand what uh, uh, what their letters actually mean, what they're used for, and and why you write a letter a certain way. Why we why we write lovely letters, what the notice is about, why we need the notice, how to stand on a notice, how when you have a notice at a court, how to 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 pertain every question that you ask at court to bring them back to your notice. You know what I'm saying? This is, yeah. this is really what I'm into at this point. And and right. I really want to bring this up. I don't want to argue about persons. Okay, that's elementary at this point. I really want to get into to people's experience. And, like, I know guys that are offline right now that have, whether they've won or lost, have put their effort in, put their balls on the line, and 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 made claims and been with the court clerk and 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 have dealt with the cops and dealt with the judges, you know, on the common law side the best they could at the time, and where they're right. at now compared to where they were then, and and just so I can help encourage and you know so people can get an understanding of of really what is the future for us to 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 be able to stand as a man and act as a man at court and in public right yeah 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 and if you've got some if you've got some it sounds like you do because you've helped some people if you've got some uh uh people that'll call in with their experiences like that yeah that'd be a great show man well i know some folks and i'm i'm, I'm working on it <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've managed to keep myself out of court for a little while, but uh, so I've been studying the shit out of this for about a year. Hopefully, not anticipating the next time. But 
But yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be great. Well, well, they do. It, it seems you know it's almost like chewing bubble gum these days. It's like one time I rolled up. I was going down to the U.S. I rolled up at the border, and they looked at me and they said, "They said you got any charges?" And I said, "Well, doesn't everybody?" And the guy looked at me confused, right? I said, "Yeah," because they hand them out like bubble gum up here, and up here even an impaired is a federal charge, and that will uh, that will stop you from going down to the U.S. Actually, at the border, because it's a federal charge. Whereas down in the U.S., it's, it's a misdemeanor to the state. Right. And back in 88, I think they made it a federal thing, a federal offense up here. So, like, you know, the more and more I see what how they're running the legal system and, and the more and more they're encroaching on our rights and our basic, uh, I don't want to use the word liberties, but, you know, our basic freedoms of movement... Um, I mean, they're using this legal stuff to to basically get us stuck in these regional districts. Uh, you know, we still have counties up here, but we also have regional districts. And, you know, more and more they're getting us into a regional district area to where they don't want us to be able to function outside. And, you know, stuff I was learning back in the 80s and that, you know, how they were going to use, like... Uh, you know, uh, debit cards and this and that. While well, your debit card won't be able to work outside of your district unless you got a, a certain special debit card and all that kind of stuff. And, and I, I see this happening more and more. And, and that's because no man, there's no man that shows up. There's no man showing up. There's, you know, Ronald Reagan even said back in the early '80s. You know, all these guys were protesting. I think it was over the, uh, um, uh, the thing with the. Um, Oh, the guys that direct the planes, what do you call them? Oh, the air traffic controllers? Yeah, yeah, that was controllers. And all these people were, were protesting, and, and his aide, his main aide that was working, he says, well, look at all look at all the people that are protesting. He says, I don't see any people. All I see are civil servants that just didn't take the test. <laughs> <laughs> they were operating as civil, as civil servants. They were operating... In a civil manner, they were operating under civil code. They mm-hmm. weren't acting as a man and a woman that was saying, "Hey, listen, this is co- this does cause me harm." And uh, you know, by what right do you cause harm? And the only way that we're going to be able to hold our governments or or public uh, uh, representatives or public servants to account is to call them out on their private as the man or a woman. And like I, I was uh, coaching a buddy, sorry to, to go on, but I was coaching a buddy and he knows statutes and codes really, really well. And he has a website called uh, privateperson.com or something. And he's been teaching, and he's been looking for common law courts for a long time. And at first he wasn't, you know, he wasn't listening to me. And that's okay. He's my friend. And like my other buddy, Dave, that, they got surrounded by all those judges on the West Coast, you know, and he was fighting on his human rights. And it's like, okay, I respect what you're doing, and I respect the fact that you're not changing course. So, but anyways, you know, so my buddy here that's that's doing this income tax, you know, um, where income tax has him at court, you know, I've been coaching him, he's been listening to me, but he knows so many statutes and codes, and so I've been 
I've I, I just been leading them to the, okay, that's not your code. Yeah, no, Al, it's not my code. That's right. So not only do I believe, but even your society maintains the same position. And he's been doing that to these guys in his trial all week, and it's been screwing them up, and the judge has been giving the prosecutor shit all week. <laughs> so I'm hoping for the best for him. Well, they've been bothering us and having us run it at one point, and now there they go running. The tables have turned. And I really enjoy it. I don't know. Do you do you get on Sonia's call at all on Fridays? Oh, I do. I, I try and make I try and make her call every week. Uh, last week uh, was a, was mu- local music festival, so I was there. So I missed last week's. But yeah, I usually I usually try and get on hers. Um, I go on Angela's unless Legal Deception's on. Then I go on them. Uh, Wednesday you go on Tad's with Bob Shaper. Okay. I highly recommend that one. What's it called? Tad's Talks You, T-A-D-S. Oh, Tad's Talks You? Yeah. I'll look that one up. Yeah. It's uh, Bob Schaefer's been for a long time. He's a, um, he's like in his 70s, still working. His dad's in his 90s, still working on cars. Oh, cool. Um, wow. They they do, uh, uh, what's her, You Have the Right, I think, is their... Is that them, or is that... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's them. Oh, I think I've seen that somewhere. Do they have a website, too? Yeah, yeah, that's the website. I've seen that. And they're selling stuff. Uh, You know, they make no bones about it. they got prices right there, but... uh, Bob Bob talks it all on Wednesday night, and the show's around about an hour, so it's easy to go back, you know, and listen uh, instead of four or five-hour shows. Uh, yeah, check a little bit of his last show. You'll get a good idea. And their website. Uh, I just read on their website, uh, or actually watched the video. Um, yeah, I can't think of his name. The, uh, the author of uh, The Creature of Jekyll Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway, he, he's doing a video on there and uh, uh, mostly telling the same story as the book. But, um no, they got a they got a ton of good stuff on their website, and they want you to pay twenty seven a month, or you know, so much for this package and that package. And uh, from what I've seen of it, it it's uh, it's altogether worth it. Okay, I just punched in tads, and I it's not coming up. Uh, let me hear. I got the number for you. Hang on. Well, geez, with Carl, it takes like, oh, it takes about an hour, and then he gets warmed up, and then he's got about two hours of just giving her shit, and then an hour. Bob goes right into it. In fact, he says, uh, "Don't, don't call in with a question. Don't, don't pop in with a question because I'll lose my train of thought." And he goes, he runs like about an hour, really good lesson, and then uh, question numbers four six two five six. Four six two five six. Want me to put it in the chat? Or you got it? I got it. I just punched it in and then I'll bookmark it. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. All right. I've seen this. 
Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I I would I would go back in a minute and knock on Carl's door and and try and work for him. But I would also do that for uh, uh, Bob. But he's he's like Southern California, so we save that for the winter time. Oh, so he's an ace guy. <laughs> Not an ace yeah. guy, sorry. sorry. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's still working. He's still working. Uh, he puts uh, coatings on uh, roofs of motorhomes and stops the leak. Now, I don't know what else he does, but messes with old cars and sounds like a cool old dude. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, yeah, some people get upset mentioning <laughs> other shows on their shows, but I don't think that's the case here, I hope. Aquila. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a freedom of speech. But when, you cool. know, like, I mean, the only guy calling, I mean, I don't mind him expressing, but we was in the middle of talking, me and Dave, and he probably helped sitting like the way I was talking with Dave. But that's for Dave to say, not anyone else. Let him reject or rebut or say. And I was trying to tell Carl, look, let me have my conversation, then you... I was going to let him speak, so he wouldn't listen, so I just mute him out. Then he he hung up, so I said, oh, well, life goes on. Well, <laughs> yeah, and the caller I was talking about is, is a guy from Maryland, actually, and I'd love to get, actually, I'd love to work with Colin with people because he, he knows statutes and acts, man, like this guy, and he's got balls, too, and he, he uses them. He does, does. I like I like a lot of the things he says. I, I think it's kind of funny when he uh, uh, is incredibly rude talking about people rude, but you ought to uh, go to Maryland and go windsurfing with him, man. That'd be cool as hell. And that's that's close to Carl, relatively. Um, I don't know, Aquila, are you, are you in New York? Or are you? I thought you were down in Virginia, too. Uh, I'm in New York. My dad and them used to live in New York. We still, they still have a house here, but I'm, I live in Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah, but, uh, but I'm, I'm a like, I'm like two hours and some change away from call. I'm two and a half hours north of Spokane. Yeah, you're, you're on the other <laughs> side of the world. Yes. Yeah, so call is a bit far yeah, away from. The gathering uh, looks like it's going to be like. Maine or New Hampshire or somewhere up that that way this year, and that that's kind of like the other side of the world for me these days. But, you're in uh, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. If you, oh, you're if in Colorado. You're gonna go that far, if you're going to go that far, you gotta you gotta hang out. You gotta go sailing. You gotta you gotta be there for a while to justify going that far, right? Well, I take a month to get there on my bike. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that'd be that'd be a dynamite trip though. I got friends and you know, they try to they do this stuff in like ten days or a week, and I'm like, why? Well, because we wanted to get there. No, no, no. You, you missed the best part, and that's meeting all these local people on the secondary highways on your way there. And you, there you can't go. get invited to somebody's house and just run away. You know, I've been I've been stuck in the middle of the prairies, or not stuck, and and had the hospitality of people, and they feed me dinner and give me a plate, and, and I'm just on my bike. Feed me dinner and give me a place to uh, to crash or 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 
help me find some parts at uh, the local implement store, tractor store, you know, to fix my bike. And then I do chores and I hang out and we drink whiskey and then and then I leave. And that takes like at least three days. Oh, you know. yep, yep. Yeah, so, you know, never mind getting to an actual city center where you, you meet up with some folks and spend another three, four days and... Yeah, I, I hate being, if I'm on my bike, I hate being on under the gun and have to, oh, okay, I got to do 2,000, 3,000 miles and like, you know, and, you know, fuck that noise. I'm taking secondary highways and I meet somebody interesting. I met a guy one time, actually I ran out of gas. I was just above the 49th parallel and it was a dirt road in the prairies. So you could see for 60 miles, man. Like, I mean, flat. And, uh. Anyways, I didn't realize where I was, and I was running out of gas, and I pulled into the only ranch. And a ranch up there is like, I don't know, 20 square miles, yeah. 20, 20 sections. Mm. Anyway, the guy was more than happy to give me gas, and, and we got drunk that night on whiskey. And, he, you know, he, he was telling me a story how he got picked up by aliens out in his fields, and I wasn't going to doubt him. I didn't doubt anything that man said to me. His family thought he was crazy. His neighbors think he was crazy. But every time I pass through that way, I go down to his ranch to get my gas. Because I, oh, yeah. I hate, I hate the main, I hate the the main highways. Eh? I love the secondaries. And uh, so I, I stopped in one time. I stopped in. I was gassing up my bike, and his family shows up and says, "Who the fuck are you?" And I said, "Well, I was just, you know, I'd curl up twenty bucks or something, throw it in his nozzle, his gas nozzle." And I said, well, no, uh, you know, so-and-so said I could gas up here anytime I wish. And they're like, oh, and yeah, no, I just left 20 bucks in the nozzle. I mean, I got a motorcycle. How much is my bike going to take anyways, right? Right, right? And then he showed up. And all of a sudden, all these people that contradicted him behind his back stood at attention when he came in. And he says, yeah, no, Al's my friend, and uh, he's welcome to get gas here anytime he wants. Uh, does anybody have a problem with that? <laughs> But, you, you know, just the, the people I've met. And so whenever I cross the country, like if I want to go somewhere, if I go visit my mother who's got to be 2,200 miles away, well, I need at least two weeks to get there. Uh, <laughs> I, it's not my wish to go there, you know, and do 700 miles a day or 500 miles a day. I'll plan right. for it because our cities are far apart up here, but... I may meet somebody and really like them and make a new friend or somebody that that's in my industry that a, a good connection, you know, I just don't know what's going to happen. So I, I hate crossing the country in a hurry. We got a great country and we got so many cool people in this country and your yep. country, like just, just on this continent, you know, just traveling and meeting folks. It's great. I love it. That's why yeah. I love it. That's cool that that you uh, you made like lasting friends, like you're saying. That that's that's really yeah. That's that's why it's like live in the moment, right? Yeah, that's what my wife's always telling me. Get off get off the schedule for a little while. Yeah, which is why I stay off our version of interstates because all yeah. those are main arteries from one from one metropolis to another. So if you do break down, everybody just wants to run you over. And if you do go to a farmer's house, he's been so abused by these these city folks that uh, that he just you know he pulls his gun out first. And when you hit the secondary highways, like you know, 
If I was crossing the states, the first highway I would take is the Lincoln because nobody takes it. And you're just all you're going to do is run into all these wonderful people and weird people, but you're going to run into all kinds of wonderful people. And if something happens to you, I've had, you know, greasy old chopper biker from hell, and I've had 70-year-old white-haired ladies pull over and stop and offer to help and take me home and have somebody pick up my bike and all kinds of stuff, you know. Weird ranchers feed me whiskey. I had one guy one time, I blew a chain. It was February. It was winter up here. I was going from Edmonton to Saskatoon, which is about, I don't know, 700 miles. So it was, we had a Chinook, eh? you know, El Nino year. So anyways, you know, I figured, oh, well, I'm bored and I'm not working today, so I'm going to go to Saskatoon and visit a friend. Anyways, I blew a chain and, and I rolled down to the bottom of this hill and the rancher wouldn't give me a chain. He had my chain, the one I needed, but he wouldn't give me a chain if, unless I sat down and shared a bottle of whiskey with him. So I did. And uh, I made it to, to, I was going to visit a friend who happens to be a clubber in his neighborhood, but I got to his clubhouse and, you know, I downed like I was cold by the time I got there. After that sun went down, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. But, you know, I downed a 26 of whiskey with my, with my riding partner, Jim. And uh, and the bartender's looking at me. He's going, "What's up with you guys? You just down to 26 in 15 minutes, and you're not even drunk." And I said, "No, I'm just starting to warm up." And he goes, that, "That's the same weekend that they threw Steve Earle out of the clubhouse. That was funnier than hell." But anyways, yeah. so 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 Phil looks at me, the bartender, and he goes, and "He goes, well, we just rode here from Edmonton, and I used to run uh, a Northwest Territory plate, which is shaped like a little polar bear." And my and my brother uh, Jim had a, a Alberta plate, so anyways, uh, he said bullshit. You drove here, and he almost wanted to beat us up for lying, eh? And we, <laughs> you know we're in a a clubber's clubhouse, right? Like I'm not a clubber, right? So I said no, 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 Phil. We just rode here, man. Our bikes are outside. He says bullshit. You're just trying to suck me. I said no, Phil. You walk out that front door, and you'll find our motorcycles out there. He goes out the door and he sees our bikes and sees our plates. He comes back. He throws a forty of whiskey on the table. And uh, anyways, there's there's a rest of a story there. But uh, now it was a great night, great fun. <laughs> that was oh. my last winter ride. I, I don't want to do any more winter rides. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that part sounded uh, like you say uh, can be nice in the daytime, but as soon as that sun goes down. Oh, it was weird too because the northern it was it was called the Yellowhead Route, and the northern side of the highway was like you could see all the winter storms in the distance, and there was snow and stubble for the fields. But the southern side of the highway, it was almost like the highway was a dividing line. The southern side of the highway was all dry stubble with no snow. It was just uh, a very strange year that year, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was kind of cool, and yeah. We rode home drunk the next day. We we <laughs> down the clubhouse and we went over to a booze can and and uh, figured well we were having fun by that time. And my friend that I went to go see, you know, he came up to me in the morning. He says, "Al, he says, you know, you and you and your brother are more than welcome to to crash in my place, but there's a storm coming in from Winnipeg, so you might be here for like two weeks." Hey, it was like uh, it was February, and. Uh, 
I looked at Jim and he looked at me and none of us, well, we were both very nonsensical at the time and uh, we said, now nah, we're just going to go home. And I think I sobered up about 30 miles outside of Edmonton. And that's when, when the storm caught up to us too. Snowflakes the size of your head and it was like a Christmas snow. And uh, Jim lost his headlight and we were running on my tiny little chopper headlight and we had both feet on the ground and we were doing like 15 miles an hour the last 30 miles because you know, snow's pretty slippery. You know, it's almost like skiing on your bike getting home, eh? And I swore, I swore I'd never do another winter ride. I, that was enough. That's killer riding in the snow. Oh, yeah. But you got to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to think I, I stayed late and started early, but, yeah, I don't want to ride in any more snow. Yeah, my wife thought it was nuts. <laughs> well, you you probably are. No, I, I was. He should have thanked you. <laughs> I'm going to tell her to thank you the next time. Oh, she's sitting over there. She can hear this. Oh. <laughs> Dude. It was here. I'm going to tell my grandkids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yep. Well, uh, I mean, it's been a nice call. It's one in the morning over here, but it's okay. Hey, uh, tomorrow is, why should I? Well, I don't know. You just said it was one in the morning. Yeah. I, I was just moon, making the notes. I just put you on notes. That's all. The moon's probably already up over on your side, huh? It's Mike. I have to go outside and look. Oh, we got some know. beautiful weather on our side. It was. Oh, nice. yeah. It was probably 85 degrees today. Oh yeah, it was very warm. And yesterday. Where you're up in uh you're on northern Alberta somewhere? Well actually no, I work in Alberta but I'm just uh I live like I'm at home now, I live uh uh like I say about two and a half hours north of Spokane City. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So no, I just, Colorado, I guess. I just went to Ontario. How'd that work out for you? Not so well, but I'll have to come again. Did you go to Toronto? I'm sorry? Did you go into Toronto? Yeah, that's why I came in to Toronto. And I met David, his wife. Oh, okay. That's a pretty clean city, isn't it? Well, I was was at the airport, let's just say. Oh, okay. I'll just leave it like that because I'm, you know, trying to do some things with that. What happened? So when I'm done, I'll perhaps tell my story, and then when I come again, you know, one way or the other, I plan on coming if that's God's will for me, and I'm gonna get in, whether they have they like it or not. I just walk right across Niagara Falls and keep it walk right in. <laughs> that's all. I mean, once I'm in, only thing they usually check, they tell me when you're coming back. And that, I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but once you yeah. cross over there, I'm already in Canada. So there you go. The last I time went. I... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now you first. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I went over into Quebec back in the 80s, and there, it was no problem going, but they gave me a... Uh, pile of shit coming back. 
<laughs> and I wasn't even dry, running a tanker full of maple syrup. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Don't Was that the lady? Because you know the minute, and I was going to bring this up because when we first, when we did this stupid free trade thing, right between Canada and the states, and I think that was '88. I used to be able to get across the border. Like I lived in Winnipeg for a while, and, and Sturgis was you know a few hours away, and. Hi. I could do the trip, or I did the trip, on 50 bucks one time, got drunk the whole weekend, and come back. <laughs> and in 88, I went to cross the border after free trade, and the border guard looks at me, and he, he goes, you know, you got, any, you, got a, you got a record, you got any charges, whatever, and I says, well, of course I do, right? And he's like, okay, whatever. So I tell him all, all my whole record and everything, he goes into his little hut and he's doing his thing and he comes back and he's got his gun out and he's waving it in the air and he's going, you ever try to come back here? I'm going to take your bike and throw you in the who's cow. So I come back <laughs> up to the Canadian side and the girls are looking at me there and I says, and they're laughing at me. Eh? And I says, what are you guys laughing about? And they go, well, he's up here on stress relief from the Mexican border. <laughs> 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 oh my. Yeah. yeah. I said, you know what? And I said, look, you don't, you don't really have anything I need, so I'll never come back. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my. But I was, I was totally honest with the guy, but I forgot about There was one time, and I wasn't an adult yet, and I was smoking a joint outside of a bar I wasn't old enough to be in, and there was like a circle of people, and, and I handed the joint to a guy, that was a narc <laughs> standing right beside me. I got a fifty dollar fine for this thing, right? You know, but I had totally forgot about it. And but after free trade, the the Canadian government gave the American government total access to everything. So it's not whatever you've ever been convicted of; it's anything you've been charged with. So say you've been charged with something, and but you beat it at court. If you try to cross the border, like because of free trade, because they got the computer stuff, they can refuse you or take your crap and throw you in jail uh, for a while um, just because you have a charge on your record. So it, it, and a lot of people don't understand that. So this yeah. is funny. This is funny, Aaron. I got to tell you this story. Go ahead. My brother Tony, he wants he wants to go down the states, and he got charged with cocaine. I don't know when it was, back in the '90s, sometime. And he's given up all that stuff a long time ago, right? You know, he's a family man. So, anyways, he says, "You know, Al, I want to go back to the states." I says, "Well, a lot of people have this misconception that you know you get a pardon. Well, no, the the American government doesn't recognize our pardons. So, yeah, what you need to do is you need to get an American waiver that they waive." that you've had a charge, right? So he works on his waiver, and we have to go all the way to the International Airport at Calgary to the nearest customs office to get him to sign off on it. So we got the times and the date and everything, and we're a couple of bikers. We're kind of big, rough-looking, ugly guys. and So we go all the way to Calgary one weekend, (laughs) right? We get up to the the customs office at the airport to get him to sign off on this waiver, and and they got a sign on the door that says, well, we're closed and our hours have changed. 
And we're like, fuck, man, we just drove 500 miles to get here. Because we live in the middle. We're, we're 500 miles in between Vancouver and Calgary. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. So we're like, holy shit. And so this 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 woman comes, this, this lady comes, the border lady, she comes walking out of the office, and she looks up at us, and she looks at both of us, she goes, oh, this can't be good. <laughs> and I'm in my leathers and stuff, and so Tony. <laughs> And we're like, well, she says, what do you want? She says, well, we're trying to get a waiver. So this other guy from Texas comes out, and he's got a brush cut and that, and he looks like that guy off of uh, that cartoon show. And he's like, ah, don't, can't you read the slide? Blah, blah, blah. And, and I said, look, sir, uh, you know, we just drove 500 miles, and if you look at the paper, it says you're open. And so there's been a time change in between somewhere. And he's looking at us going, Ah, I'll see what I can do, right? And he slams the door in our face. Well, the token Mexican dude comes out. And my, my brother, Tony, he's a Dukabur. He's a pacifist, eh? And uh, even though he looks ugly. And so so he goes into the office with the Mexican. And he's saying, oh, yeah, these guys are all prejudiced and that. And I understand all this. Don't worry about it. And then Tony got his waiver. <laughs> so, but, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was quite the experience. <laughs> but I'll never forget that woman's look on the thing. Oh, this can't be good. <laughs> she goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was great. Well, the only, the only thing I could say, well, happened at the airport, well, before I got to there, when that plane arrived, I got to sit in the cockpit. Um, you know, I took pictures with the captain. That was pretty cool. And then when I... I went to Canada. Here we go with this issue. <laughs> but anyways, I'll tell it one day, um, perhaps soon enough. Really? There was an issue? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I handled it well, I believe, so. Now you I'll have my interest. From... I'm sorry? Now you have my interest. Of course. I'm sure a lot of people do. But at least I can say I was at, in, in Canada at one point. Okay. But so, I wish to come again, um, so I'm going to do some things that I talked to Carl about it. He made a suggestion of what I should do, and I'm going to pursue that avenue. And once I do, then when I get ready to come again, hey, there you go. You know what, you guys... Just, just out of curiosity, maybe just Google up um, and just do a little investigation, like, like I know, if if I wish to go down the states with no hassle, um, um, if I go and just get myself a waiver and de- deal with the U.S. government, then I won't have a hassle at the border. So maybe uh, maybe it works the same way coming up here. So just as a suggestion, uh, maybe investigate that for a waiver on Canada. I no, no, Carl, Carl told me some things to do, and I'm going to pursue that avenue. Because, um, you know, I live near Washington, D.C. I'm probably like 45 minutes or two or hour, depends on traffic, away from here. So I can oh. go to the embassy, the Canada embassy, and I can go to the uh, – those are two offices I would like to go to and deal with. And, yeah, so there you go. So all embassies, most of them is in D.C., so – I can go there and speak to somebody. Or, you know, first I'll find out who's the counselor, write to them, 
tell them what happened, show them my ticket, show them everything, you know, do what I got to do, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, that's close for me. If I'm trying to send fight in Canada, crazy, it's crazy as ever. So I'm going to do this. But basically, I, basically, at the end of the day, I want to see what law exists to say a man or woman can't go to point A, point B, whether I want to go to Germany, where I want to go to Canada. That's what it boils down to. And what Carl was telling me, they have a law. Well, the U, it's in the U.N. on their charter that a man can go to point it's A, like, point it's B. It's not the charter. The charter is not law. And this is, this is the no, mission. not law. Not so much law, but I'm saying what they own charter saying in the U.N., that a man have a point to go to point A and point B, but I, I, a lot of us know we do have that. We can go to point A and point B. Now, if yes. you say you're a citizen or you're saying you're something else, yeah, they have jurisdiction over you can make you follow those rules. Well, uh, I, would like, I would just like to correct a misconception, okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the U.N. Charter of Human Rights, what it was was it, it, wasn't, it, was, it was never law. What it was was... Uh, it was an aspiration for the countries that signed on to come up with laws. So the actual human rights charter was the uh, aspiration of us coming up with laws that respected human rights, and they did. In in and that was written in 1947, and there was a Canadian that was one of the main drafters of the the Charter of Human Rights. But it never became law in any country. So in 1967, I believe it was, or 66-67, they came out with two charters, human rights, that they wished to put into law. Now, I don't know when the states did it. Now, the states changed that charter, but we signed on to that those two covenants, and we actually put them into law in 1976 here. And the one covenant was called uh, oh, the Covenant of 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 jeez oh, I forget I studied these things for like almost three years, man, and I can't even. I, you look up those two covenants and like the titles are right. ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, this is for the human right on uh, human. Uh, you saying, but I was talking about the UN, the United Nations. No, these are the United Nations. These are the the, the laws that the, the the countries that signed up uh, to the UN United Nations mm-hmm. these charters, right? Mm-hmm. The charter was mm-hmm. actually uh, promised to come up with laws that respect human rights. The charter was written in 1947. It became law in all the countries that signed on to the UN uh, as covenants. So the charter itself, right? is not a law. It's a promise that, that the countries that signed on would have laws. And then okay. the covenants came out in 67, they finally made up the covenants, and in 76, they finally made the covenants into law. Right? Now, the states did too, but Canada's, look up, look up... Well, so you I tell you what... Human rights, but if you want to look up uh, the law of human rights for the UN... It's not under the charter. It's the covenants. Well, okay, uh, what I'm going to do, if you can type something in the Skype, and I'll, what you're talking about, because I'm not familiar with this at all, 
Um, I'll take a look at it and study it. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm willing to do so, you know, because, I mean, when I do come, I don't want no issues. But then now we're going to have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I come, what I'll do, I'll, I'll tell enough. No, no, what I'll tell, no, no, no. When I come, I'll let you guys know so you guys already could be at the airport. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I could have witnesses. 